Don't check your dial, folks. You didn't tune into Transylvania's public access station. No, sir. Tonight is Halloween. I am that fuck. You lord ass. Tonight is Halloween. I can walk, I can talk, I can even shit my pants. Can you shit your pants? We're like shrimp and all you can eat salad bar, and that thing ain't stopping to its full. Tonight is Halloween. Can you shit your pants? Late night! Tonight is Halloween. Can you shit your pants? Late night! Tonight is Halloween. Can you shit your pants? Late night! Tonight is Halloween. Yes, yes, y'all, it's going down right now. Episode 194 of the 22 Shots of Moods and Horror Podcast is coming at you live. I am your demon host, the boogeyman, digging my way through this podcast hell to the top and still the toxic offender, Moods. Yeah. And of course, I have my two brother demons from hell with me in the studio tonight. First up, we have the pumpkin head, Mexicant. See shit with his burrito-filled eyes, especially clock, because he's always late to the game. Double hollow Justin, a.k.a. JP. And last up, we have the Scarecrow, and his job is to scare off Americans from watching any Canadian cinema during the harvest season. The Candy Porn Parka, aka Dave. What's good, dudes? Just hating on Canada. Yep. Thought so. Mm hmm. There was something else that came up that was Canadian the other day, and I was like, it's awful. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure there is some good stuff up here. You're just getting the, sh- the shit end of all the, the bad stuff. I mean, let's face it. You guys make it real easy to hate Canada with guys like Christian hating on Ghoulies 3. Ghoulies go to college? Come on. <laughs> you can't write great stuff like that anymore. You know, me and Christian definitely, we differ in opinions quite often, but that's one that we do share. That movie is <laughs> really? atrocious. You don't like Ghoulies Go to College? Oh, either? dude, it's so frustrating to watch, man. I don't know what it is with that one, but. What were you guys expecting? N- I was well, not much. Go to college. Not much. I don't know, but. <laughs> like, man, I read a Ghoulies Go to College. Man, that shit was stupid. I wonder what really? I mean, it was a name like that, man. Well, it's what? meant to be stupid, but sometimes even stupid shit can be still kind of funny Pretty stupid i don't know man there's different levels of stupidness i guess man entertaining Video entertaining stupid okay, but not ghoulies go to college no man <laughs> i think i'd rather watch part four Fuck. Oh, shut up dude oh come on no. Jim Jim Actually, Norsky, now i'm just Norsky lying now i'm just lying i'm totally lying because part four is facetious dude. as fuck i'd yeah. rather watch ghoulies four that's <laughs> that's when people are like i'd rather stick my head in blender ghoulies <laughs> <laughs> oh, four is just not a ghoulies movie man can you guys hear that well is that you farting or what's going on no there's no whining from jeremy oh, oh yeah it's bliss are we gonna start the show i got through the intro that? without this guy fucking moving we've furniture we've already talked about it it's just my fucking seat it's just my fucking <laughs> seat i guess i have to get a new fucking seat because it's so goddamn loud fuck you guys fuck you jp oh my god fuck i fuck had someone moves. comment to me about three weeks ago and said what the fuck does jeremy do in the intros you can hear him through everything i'm it's saying like, right? like, like when i'm editing yeah, i'm he's laughing all loud and he, he's like he's like hitting his mic and he's like moving around in his leather seat i don't know what the fuck he like can't sit <laughs> still the fuck. intro takes literally like 
41 seconds. Like, he can't even mute his mic. It sounds like he's like a pervert breathing over me while I sleep. He's like, <laughs> I know. It's just, S- somebody, it's so somebody noticeable. commented on the last, or I guess it was a couple episodes ago, the one that I missed. And he's like, Jeremy seems to like talk more when JP's not there. And then, uh, but I well, remember he did, he did that when the news. we did those. What's that? He did do the news that episode. So, yeah, he did talk a lot. Well, and actually, that was probably the best Jeremy had ever been on the show, man, to be honest. Well, I he remember did a really good job. You were gone and we did those like two shows without you. The one with Mike Merriman and the one with whatever people were saying that back then, too. Yeah. And I just think I, that, so it can't be me or you. It must be like if both of us are together. He's just something. overwhelmed by having two other voices in the house, I guess. Yeah, one well, less no, voice means it was me and Mike and him, and then it was like me and Derek and him, and it was fine. I think it's just me and you. Could you be talk too fast in comparison. I think Derek and Mike are slower talkers. You know what I mean? Like they collect their thoughts while everyone else is just like we all spit our thoughts out before we collect anything. We're, we're <laughs> like, just always yelling into the mic. Yeah. What did I just? I'm just yelling shit. You know? Yeah, I don't even know. I'm not even speaking coherently. I'm like no. pizza. Then yeah. I'll just say what I actually have to say. <laughs> just saying just anything that comes to just, mind. Just they stop talking. That's <laughs> oh, fucking awesome. Good the shit. best Jeremy is uh, when like he he's reading something, you guys correct him, and he's like, "Whatever." Mm. <laughs> but it's Either funny because it's, he literally it's corrects ironic. me nonstop it's, outside of the show. It's so yeah, ironic. Like you're spelling and grammar, so it's yeah. like he's, revenge. It, see, the irony is is that yeah, you know, he's constantly correcting people and stuff, but like. It's just so thick because, you know, he's a Jew and he's literally the grammar Nazi. Right. (laughs) Like, it's fucking hilarious to me, man. It's so funny. But we always say that to him. Like, dude, are you serious, man? You get pissed off every time someone corrects you, but you constantly do this to everybody. Right. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You guys are going to have to talk shit about me next show. But those are the type of shit that I do. (laughs) But those are the type of things that I love about Jeremy is that he's just, in a sense, he's so hypocritical, but then it's just so fucking stupid. It's hilarious that he does it. Everybody, everybody's a hypocrite, though. Let's be honest. But I mean, but the, you know, honestly, I think most people hate grammar nazis it's like when people like fuck man people do that shit all the time they're like oh man you fucking you know you spelled this wrong i'm like dude it's a fucking instagram post or whatever who gives a shit i I, I talked in slang like you're really gonna sit there and just comment that the grammar was wrong sometimes i grew up with people who had like the worst like like just grammar and English and like all this stuff. So like I can read through any, what anybody's trying to say and understand what they mean usually. Yeah. So I don't get my, I mean, my grammar is complete garbage, but I just, am like, you te- can tell what I mean. Mm-hmm. I use the wrong there, but you know what it means. Why does it matter? <laughs> it's hard. It's hard though. When somebody's arguing with you and they like, they literally don't use one fucking proper like comma or word. And you're just like, it's me. Yeah. Yeah, but it's hard to get. If, yeah. if you're like getting serious, it's just it's like, all right, I'm not gonna take well, this dude seriously. It's because it's actually hard to. It's like I don't. I I completely don't mind when people write in slang and, and do all that type of shit. But it's the punctu when the punctuation's so off and you write like 45 lines and there isn't one period or colon or anything in there. I'm yep, like, dude, me. you can't fucking read that properly. Like you dude, literally I, can't I interpret it properly. I can read it properly. They had like a 500 word essay and it was two sentences on Letterbox. I was like, dude, <laughs> I, know, I know, bro, it's two sentences. There's like a 500 word essay here, man. It's Does two it paragraphs. Yeah, even no, if I'm writing Donnelly in slang, periods, doesn't he? I don't know. Even uh, if I'm Don's writing in slang, I still try to punctuate properly so people can actually read it like in the way it's meant to be read. 
you know? Yeah, but usually usually if his words are like his, his reviews are wordy, they're not they're going to have good punctuation, you know what I mean? I mean there's no way he's going to write a wordy. He he writes well. Like I'm talking about a guy who literally writes fucking 500 sentences with two with like but only in like puts two periods. And you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, bro? that's hard to read, man. That honestly it's is. Bullshit. Yeah. I also, think you guys just don't have the brain capacity to see to put. No, your I don't have the time in. for this bullshit, dude. Nobody reads anymore. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm trying to waste figure my shit time reading half-ass reviews. Uh, nobody reads reviews. Period. I know. That's why. That's why when people make fun of like video or audio reviewers, like they're lazy. I'm like, dude, no one reads your shit. <laughs> dude, <laughs> nobody, like it. nobody no reads, reads blogs anymore, dog. No. Dude, <laughs> if I'm gonna spend my time reading something, it's gonna be fucking Cat Ellinger or somebody mm-hmm. who's fucking like has a doctorate in this shit. Dude, that always <laughs> makes I'm, me laugh. I'm not reading fucking me writing something. There's there's a couple YouTubers that I watch and uh they they do the same thing. They do like the short kind of short and long review video version wise. And they're like, oh, man, if you want a more in-depth, uh, detailed review of this movie, go over to my website. And I'm like, no one's reading the in-depth review. Just talk about it right now. You're already on camera. Just fucking the only do it right reviews here. I read is whenever it's something I'm interested in and I read like the first sentence and I scroll <laughs> down to see the rating. <laughs> like I said, I'm only reading like legit people. Like I know that sounds shitty to say. Like I'll listen to your podcast. I'll watch your video reviews. But I just don't not have the time to sit and read your 400 word essay about an I spit on your grave DVD and half of it is you listing the credits that the other actors in. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like you get there and I'm like, Brink Stevens, and then it'll list 10 movies that she's in. I'm like, I get it. I fucking, you know who Brink Stevens is or you don't. Yeah. 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 No, reading is, is kind of done for, it's for the, it's for the birds. Readings for the birds. Yeah. But like video and audio is popping. Yeah. Cause you can do other shit. You can can do other shit while watching videos or listening to podcasts. You can't, you can't play games and read reviews. And also you can edit in clips. You can edit like directly reference instead of writing the reference in your review. You can say this movie is filled with luscious, beautiful colors. And instead of saying, for example, this you can say luscious, beautiful boobs. Well, that too. You can just show fucking like the scene with colors, or this movie has top-notch cinematography. Cut in the, the scene of Tenebrae when it goes up the fucking like house. And then you got to deal with copyright strikes like you are right now. Yep, always. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I just, I, I mean, I would love to do it, but I just don't even try to go there. It's bad enough. I get flagged I, I wish in every I, video. All my videos could be video essays. I literally make them all video essays with clips from the movies only. But you can't do that because mm. they don't even. They're not even allowed to do that in Arrow's videos. A lot yeah, of yeah. you see they use trailer clips. So yeah. I, I should just do that for now and just use only trailer clips. But yeah, but I don't know. It that takes up a lot of time. I, it, it does take time. And then it's somebody's so much like, yes. time. And then people like video reviewers are lazy or audio reviewers are lazy. It's like, dude, you got somebody to look at your paragraph and you posted it. I yeah, mean, no, that's coming from the people that video, don't realize. Video, yeah. Legit videos take way more time than writing a, 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 a review. Because usually yeah. like some some people even script <clears throat> their videos. So they're already yeah. writing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't do that. I got to go free free ball it, you know. Yeah, I yeah. I, I watch movies and then just fucking I pop it off the top, dude. You know, yeah. I go. I have a game plan. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to go into the video dude. and start talking about fucking burritos <laughs> and shit like that. Especially if you're doing like 20 movies, you got to have the order down. And shit. But I mean, if you guys I, ever see my like, I have a format, man. I I say the same shit in my intros. I have a form. I give a quick synopsis. I say, yo, it's my thoughts on the film. Rate it. No, I'm out. Yo, exactly, man. I I'm very. Oh man, dude, I'm so like. That's o- that's the OCD in me, man. Right, I have to have everything very much the same all the time. It's just fucked. 
Well, some, some movies you want to get in depth with about the actors because that's the coolest part or the story, how the movie was made. Sometimes the movie story is great or sometimes how it correlates to other movies. But sometimes there's not much to talk about on certain movies. Well, it's just the way it is. You know? Of course, depending on like what my thoughts are. Like, I mean, I think the longest review I've done so far in the 31 Days was actually the movie um, – uh, that Tom and his daughter did, you know. Yeah, um, I well, did. You had vested interest as well in that. Ex- well, exactly because the move com- movie it didn't shock me that there was so much emotion and so much like you know just the elements that I know that Tom loves and Hope loves and and you know in films put into this one. But man, like it was really well done, and it was it's a film that I you know would recommend to a lot of people. I don't know. <sighs> I mean, it's, I it's just, it. it's just so in depth with, I love the fact that they developed these characters so much, you know, it's and 2020 then it counts. Yeah. Yeah. It's 2020, but they developed the characters so much that when like you really feel the emotion and that's what this movie is really about, you know, it's the emotion of, um, you know, the reality and what's going on is so I'm not going to spoil everything, but uh, I do recommend checking it out. It's a really well-designed film and well-written and Tom really does a great job acting. He actually stars as the father in this film. And he really kind of steals it. You can see the emotion in it, man. And I was like, fuck, man, this is really good. I mean, Hope started production on this when she was like 15, you know, mm-hmm. it's crazy, dude. You know, and she's in the film a little bit. She plays Tom's son's um, kind of girlfriend in the film, more or less friend. But it's and really good. Really good stuff. What's that? And what's the title? I dare you to open your eyes. You have a copy of it. No, I know. I'm saying for the listeners. Oh, um, I, I you guys dare you. Can, you guys can check it out. Uh, I believe the the physical is sold out, but it is available to rent. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's good though, because a lot of podcasts I'll be listening to for like 30 minutes, and then they won't say the title. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. That's us. We do that. <laughs> you know, I never thought about it, and I didn't mention it until I was thinking about it after. And I know Richard commented on the video, but he didn't say anything. But I swear, man, Heavy Metal Relay might have done the artwork for the for the movie. Because I know he's done artwork it's for a lot of artwork. Oh well, that's the thing. He that's his thing, right? He's a great artist. He does artwork. Every for time everything. somebody says Richard, I just picture Chris Farley and Tommy Boy saying Richard. <laughs> <laughs> he's so humble. He even commented. He didn't say he did the artwork, but he he might have actually done it now when I think about it. So, but I do highly recommend it. Check it out. It's um a really well made indie film. You just don't see Thank films you. like that in the indie world. Like it's so emotional. It's crazy. It's really good. I was, uh, yeah, I, I actually, we, we were going to try to have her on, but you know, our schedule is like so ridiculous with yeah. episodes and stuff like that. But yeah, I was very, uh, like just happy that she got a film made in such a young age. It's one, crazy. It? I think her first was a short. Was it it a was zombie? about, yeah. Zombie kids, I believe was 30 minutes long, I think, mm-hmm. which was really good. Really well done too, actually. So, yeah, I actually have a copy of that to give away still a Blu-ray of I dare you or zombie of I dare you. Oh, really? Okay, nice. Yeah. Well, how are you going to do that? Yeah, because we bought contest. We bought what? Three copies from them. Yeah, we got to have a contest. All right. First one to punch. Who do we want to get punched in the face? Cats. (laughs) Cats in the face. Um, uh, how about we just give it the random person who comments on the YouTube video? Sounds good to me. The Facebook Facebook post is probably better on the okay, Twenty Two Shots we'll Mood Suits page. Okay, because some some guy from fucking could just be an asshole on Mood's page. Yeah, there are some assholes on Mood's page. That's, that's for <laughs> so sure. So Facebook, yeah. at least they're in the Twenty Two Shots yeah. group. Everyone's- when we post this episode on in the group page, leave a comment down below for a chance to win. <clears throat> Oops. Uh, oh, by the way, hopeless pictures. What a great, what a great uh, 
production company, company name. name. Yeah. 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 That's great. Um, that, you know, we'll, we'll pick somebody at random and give, a, give the copy away. Cause I've had it for a couple months and I still got to send your DVD or Blu-ray. Uh, I still have a copy of Takashi Miike's first love to give away too on Blu-ray. You can just so. give that to me. You don't have it? No. Oh, it's That's, fucking, it's fun as hell, kidding. man. I got to send you the Dahmer still. I keep forgetting. Yeah, send me that. Oh, and uh, also, you know who won uh, the fucking, uh, uh, Tone Joker won the fucking uh, movies for me. The uh, MVD Rewinds, I got to really? send him them. Oh, nice. cool, man. Cool. Yeah. I, I added all my patrons to it, so he won. Is that Muscle Dude? Yeah, Muscle Dude won Mikey <laughs> and uh, Split Second on Blu-ray. Haven't heard from Muscle Dude in a while. No, that's fucking, that's Cholo the Horde, or the, the Horde Cholo. A oh, dude. that's muscle dude. Yeah, yeah, tone joker. I think I might have fucked that up before because I was thinking of him, but yeah, that's fucking um uh the horde solo. Uh damn. Tone Joker's a muscle different guy. Dude. Yeah, muscle dude muscle dude is tone is um is the tone horde solo. He's got a YouTube channel, but Tone Joker doesn't make videos. He's just very prevalent on uh um yeah. Instagram and stuff, but um yeah, he always commented on videos. Dave, did you listen to Carrie? Yeah, yeah. Are you going to do Carrie now? <laughs> no, but I, but I suggested right under you guys' post. You see that? Yeah, do Larry. Larry Talbot. <laughs> do Larry. Do Larry. Man, dude. Th- I, so I put up the Carrie episode on YouTube this about four hours ago, and it already has like half as many views as the fucking Wizard of Gore show. Dude, <laughs> like, dude that's, no one wanted Wizard of Gore. It's the show no one asked for. No one wanted to do it. Well, I mean, it's it's literally like a third of the views already in four hours. So it's, I mean, the last few shows have done so bad, but I kind of figured that Carrie might do better or... I didn't kinda, think it would really do that good because yeah, it's it, one of the same movies. I know, man. But it is popular, though. That's the that's thing. that's what I'm thinking, though. That, then, that person shared it. Who was I, telling you guys to do it originally? Did they really? No, I don't know. No, I was just make a joke be... that she's some big fucking Instagram influencer. Oh, dude. <laughs> Did you tag her? You didn't even tag no, her. No, I can't find her. You. I think she's out of the group. No, we didn't do Carrie fast enough. So no, you does. guys probably fucking scared her out because everybody's like, "It's a girl!" Oh my god, do Carrie? <laughs> do Carrie? So, did anybody watch any interesting 2020 films recently? Since the last time I we wa- talked um, about it, Possessor. Was hmm. it good? It was good. At first, I was kind of like. I I I liked it, but I had some issues. And then I was talking to James Cox, um, and because I, I had missed a little <clears throat> bit of the beginning, like getting situated and stuff like that. And then when I he kind of was explaining a few issues that I had, it, it all came to it just started coming together real good. And uh, I was like, oh yeah, totally. This that that makes sense. And then I was like, yeah, that movie was great. So yeah, it, I think it's definitely a top tenner. Uh, contender um, for people like moods I think he'll really like it uh, it's similar it, it, it you could tell like some of the similarities from Brandon Cronenberg's first film antiviral but it, he definitely improved too and that movie was really good so this I think this one might be an improvement on it the gore is really good um, like I said there's penises in it there's more penises than boobs, so like the penis to boob ratio is like really good. So you normally good. don't get that in horror wow. films. That's yeah, I think there's weird. two erect penises and one flaccid. <laughs> and erect one, penis, erect penis. There's only one set of boobs. How there did might they, be two sets of boobs? How was that allowed in the theatrical? Uh, it Rel- was uncut. 
they 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 showed an uncut. I saw it at a mainstream oh, so AMC they, too. So it wasn't no, rated. I, didn't. I saw it at luxury theater. No so butts ne- though. It never went for rating. Okay, that's crazy. No butts. No butts. There's a vagina. Jesus, no man. Okay, well this uh, sounds this sounds interesting. Probably some butts, but yeah, it's a it's a pretty cool movie. <clears throat> it's basically like it feels like it might be set in the future, but it's definitely set with like higher technology. But it follows um, a group of basically assassins and this happens right at the beginning of the movie that basically can control like they can go inside someone's body and possess them and then they basically assassinate someone else and then bounce out of the body so that they you know they're basically using someone else to kill someone so they don't get in trouble for it sounds very Cronenberg but yeah yeah you can't body horror man you can't get out unless you kill yourself like kill the the person that you the host the kill the host okay i don't want yeah, to hear but, any more about it because it sounds awesome yeah okay. it does that does sound actually really good i can't wait for those erect yeah, the, and by the way that all happens at the beginning of the movie like it's it's like the first 10 minutes i watched uh, that uh argentina movie um it's fucking like baccarole or something b-a-c-u-r-a-u or b-a-c-u-r-a-u netflix no i bought the blu-ray from kino and it has like udai kier in it so it's a pretty good movie, pretty interesting film, but it's not necessarily a horror movie, but it's really weird. Like basically a group of like crazy, like kind of gun nut violent people basically isolate this small town and they want to kill everyone in the small town. And they use like high tech technology to spy on them and do everything beforehand. But a lot of the movie is like learning who these people in the small town are and you like learn their history a little bit and they show like pictures from their little local museum and you can tell that they have like a, some violence in their, you know, their history and stuff. So, you know, it doesn't go as planned, but it's a pretty good movie. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, that sounds cool, man. <clears throat> I love me some Udo Kira. It's awesome he's still doing shit because he's got to be getting way up there in age. That guy's yeah, there, there's, a, there's a really funny part in the movie. I don't want to spoil it completely, but it's just some dialogue where these guys start arguing and he, one guy calls him a Nazi and he's like, what would you say? And he's like, Oh, I get it. German Nazi. He's like, let me ask you, how old are you? He's like 34. He's like, man, I lived in this country. I left Germany 40 years ago for, so I'm more American than you. (laughs) (laughs) Technically it's true. When people make fun of foreign people, they're like, fuck you. And there's like seven year old, old guy. And he's lived in America for 50 years and you're like 20. It's like, "Uh, (laughs) I mean, yeah, that actually, that's pretty good. That's funny. Uh, one of the more interesting films I watched this week was Murder, Death, Koreatown. Anyone seen that, that one? Is that good? Yeah, it was really good. Um, it's very, very authentic, man. Um, found footage type stuff. It's basically a very simple premise about a dude that's, um, you know, he's kind of down on his shit, man. He doesn't, he's out of work and stuff. And a murder happens in a apartment building, like across the way from him. So he decides to use his free time to investigate this. So, he kind of goes over there and he notices a couple things that maybe the cops didn't notice and stuff. And then it just becomes this huge paranoia, you know, of all these people that are involved, like all these pastors and all this type of shit. But the way the film is done, it's shot POV. You never even get to see the guy's face and stuff. But just the interviews and everything is so fucking authentic and stuff. And I kind of read on it a little bit and it's it was done like that too. A lot of people weren't even like actors and shit. It's just look into it. It was really fucking cool, man. Really really interesting premise and i thought it was uh pretty decent outcome so put the first five minutes on and it like you know you're just trying to find something you're not really in the mood jeremy's like it's on uh, amazon so i put it on and the first five minutes was like <laughs> like screaming shitty metal and i was like nah that's enough <laughs> of you i'm out 
Oh no, it's 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 like there. nothing like that either. So. Yeah, but it started out like that. I was like, and it's some asshole guy talking like, Ugh. I was like, nah, man, I'm I'm not gonna do this right now. Yeah, it mm. was crazy. Like I haven't seen a found footage movie like that in a while. Where I was like, damn, this just feels so fucking real, man. It's crazy. It was like you were watching like how Jeremy described it too. It's like you're watching a fucking just an edited YouTube video. It was crazy. It was kind of cool, man. I like the I like the way it went. Right. But um, hey, Dave, have you seen Little Necro Red yet? The new Necrostorm no, no. film? No, I haven't ordered it, so and it's not streaming anywhere. I'll have to buy it. Yeah, I, Derek just sent me a copy, and finally, um, and I, I watched. Fuck, dude, it is crazy, man. Like, is it good though? Yeah, man, I really enjoyed it, dude. I mean, it's typical Necrostorm. I mean, you know what's funny? I was kind of. I mentioned this in my review too, but I noticed, like, I don't, I don't read people's reviews, but sometimes I go and check to see what it's rated, and just kind of scan through people's like headlines for the reviews. And everyone mentioned they're like, "Oh, this story doesn't make any sense," and blah blah blah. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" It's really not that hard to to follow, but I feel like every Necro film, like Giulio DeSanti's films they're just kind of choppy the way they tell the stories, right? Because something will happen yeah. and, and then he'll go into the narrative and then something else will happen. It's just kind of, it's just kind of out of order. It's not very linear. I mean, it is linear, but it's just told a little bit differently that kind of confuses people. But I'm thinking to myself, by the end of the film, there's, there's like a huge monologue to what is, and it explains the entire movie to exactly what's happening. Right. And I'm like, okay. So people just kind of didn't get that part, but man, dude, the gore in this is fucking crazy, man. Um, of course, if you're not familiar with uh, the director, he directed like um, Adam Chaplin. He, he was a he was a co-director on that film, but he did Tater City, Infidious, um, Hotel Inferno, and shit like that. And um, of course, the, the the group that did the score for all those movies has the music for this too. It's like so that's kind of modern synth music and shit. It's fucking amazing. But the gore is like crazy. Some of the some of the scenes in this are just nuts. Like goriest film of the year, hands fucking down. Oh. I, I mean, love. I never thought they topped Adam Chaplin. To oh, be honest, all dude. the movies I saw, they never topped that movie. The, this as far mo- as like quality. Yeah, I mean, man, dude, this thing looks so good too. Like, just the quality of the visuals are crazy. Like on Blu-ray, it's fucking nuts, man. But yeah, there's some pretty crazy scenes in this, man. The gore is pretty nuts. Um, you know, it's short. It's Necrostorm, seventy-five minutes, kind of thing like that. But if you're into that type of thing and you like their previous films, you kind of pretty much know what you're getting yourself into. Weird characters with like really grotesque cults and stuff, and kind of a weird story and shit. But uh, it's not really that weird. It's not that hard to follow. But I loved it. I thought it was fucking great. I'll order it. I'll gotta get it. Uh, I want to. I was waiting to place a big order though, because if I'm gonna order from Italy, I want to grab like a couple of the other titles I don't have. Yeah, I, that was the, the only one I was missing. But I was looking at his fucking filmography, and I'm like, holy shit, man, he's making a Tater City 2. And then they've got a Hotel Inferno 3, 4, 5, and 6 in production right now. I'm like, holy fucking, plus there was like four or five other movies, too. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how do you do that many movies at one time? But I'm excited, though, for a Tater City 2, because I know, I mean, it's it's my favorite Necrostorm film. I, some people don't like it, but fuck, whatever. I don't give a shit. I love it. It's great. But I'm looking at your watches you're at 75 i'm at 50 mm-hmm. um yeah it's been hit and miss the, dude the big glaring miss for for your list that i'm seeing here is uh the platform have you not seen it yet no i haven't checked it. i know it's on uh, netflix i just it's on my list to watch um Dave, how many you are you gonna no how many are you gonna get moods <sighs> you know i was i was aiming for 100 but for some reason i've i've upped my watches so much that i'm probably going to be over considering mm-hmm. there's going to be a little bit more i would say more notable releases yeah, coming out probably at least over 25 more to watch by the end of the year yeah. i mean i was it's been you know again hit and miss with the titles like I, I watched tales from the hood three which i thought was a big step up from part two i actually really <laughs> it was, enjoyed, wasn't it production value was really good the stories weren't like overly crazy but they were all good 
you know, I thought it was pretty good. Um, you know, what movie surprised me was Hubie Halloween. <laughs> the dad and son. Dude, it was funny as hell. Me oh, and the wife watched it and we were fucking both laughing, dude. Like she really? barely ever laughs out loud and I was laughing too. I don't know why the fuck is there was some parts in there was so funny, man. The the funniest part for me was when he fell in the in the grave and then the, <laughs> the dude has a heart heart attack. Don't spoil it. Dude, dude I, it's the fr- it's it's not it's nothing. It's one bit out of a hundred. It's bits. like it's oh, I know how many bits are in it. It's That's more subtle bit. shit. I'm not gonna laugh at it. It's more subtle shit with me in dialogue, though, man. It's like where they were talking about how aging up my number and and Hubie or play by Adam Sandler goes, yeah, that's why I played T-ball till I was 25. And he was just dead serious the way he said it. We both fucking fucking laugh. And I was like, what the fuck did he just say? So dumb. But um, it was it was just a a good past time time (laughs) passer. But it was kind of fun. But uh, I did watch Yummy. I thought. Yeah, I thought it was it was okay. Um. I watched I Yummy, the, a, the Belgian. Um, that was okay. I Yummy's thought it was okay. actually pretty fun. Yeah, I I'm thought fu- that it fucking was way too goofy for how dark it got, and by the end of it, it was like eye roll real fucking hard on the characters. But I like I like the way it ended because it, it actually was like really like you're gonna go this angle and then just do it that. It was like okay. If your movie like, ever has a car accident at the end, fuck you. <laughs> Period. Fuck you. <laughs> Actually, one of the biggest disappointments for sorry for myself this week was a movie called Let It Snow. Um, I believe it is a. It's I think another, that's from last year, bro. No, I guess not. I'm thinking no, of another film. It came out this year, man. Beautiful cinematography. It's about these Americans that are in. Um, I think it's it takes place in Georgia, like not in the U.S., but in the European country. Um, anyways, they're there to go, you know, skiing and shit like that, and. The story is this girl was hit on the mountain by tourists uh, snowboarding and she ended up dying and stuff. And of course, all these tourists that go up to this uh, this black run or whatever it's called uh, end up, you know, getting killed and shit like that. And it's basically one of those films where somebody's hunting down like all these people and shit. And it had so much potential. Like the cinematography was fucking beautiful in this movie. Like great soundtrack. It looked awesome. I thought the acting was pretty good. But it's just... It, it just becomes so fly by the numbers and so typical. I was like, fuck, what a letdown, man. You know, mm. just so frustrating because I was like, this has so much great potential, but it's just so fucking predictable. Like, I wish they had done something else with it, too. And it, it, something happens with another character. And I'm just like, no, this isn't good. But the yeah. uh, the film that I keep hearing from Watson, he keeps pushing it down my throat, is called uh, Alone. I think it's called. I heard that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll probably check that one out. I want both of you guys to check out the platform because it, it's definitely one of my favorites that I watched this year. Um, I thought it was like super cool, and the the topic that they're handling is really neat. It's like kind of like Cube, you know what I mean? Where it's like that yeah. weird experimental trap puzzle thing. So you really like it? Yeah, I love this. Dude, come on! <laughs> it's on my list. I have like a list of 166. I gotta, I put on my letterbox to check out, but I've only watched like 60 of them. Yeah, guys... I'm not crazy like that. Like, I'm looking at moods list and like half of these movies I'm not gonna watch. Yeah, I'm only watching 100. Like I said, because I got to do the 2005, and I'm only at like eight of those. Yeah. Carly's at like 12 2005. I'm, I'm at not. It's not very four. good. I'm at four. <laughs> Just like everything that like I thought would be like, oh, this is probably a hidden gem. It's great. Like isolation. Like I put that in. I was like, this is going to be all right movie. And like it was good. Like I thought is it was going to be Is that the Irish great. one? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was going to be that great. But good. It's just like, yeah, but it's fucking real boring. Like it's a good movie. It's a good movie. But it's like you got these fucking mutant cows and you're like, well, this is fucking 40 minutes of wasted time in a mutant cow movie. 
No. I like that movie. It, I, I gave it a, a 7 times. out of 10. A 7 out of 10. But literally, with that concept, you literally could have made that like an 8.5. Did you say you were yes. going to watch the movies that were on my 2005 list? Because I think I've watched so many no, heavy hitters no. <laughs> already. You're, uh, you're, um, oh, yeah, the 2000. Yeah, but that's the thing, man. Like, this whole year has just been. <sighs> like, I did pick up Fear Farm because it had, like, a cool ass case. It was, like, yellow. <laughs> Fear, Fear Farm, Farm's gotta be bad. Fear Farm actually wasn't honestly the movie was very kind of the setup is very typical and stuff but the the reveal of what's going on is like completely ridiculous like hence the ph being um capitalized in farm um, oh, that plays right into the narrative thing. so it, they try to do something a little bit different and just not have it straight five five fly by the night kind of thing but um it's dude it's fucking corn maze shit dude people are getting killed it's very typical in, you know, the end result. I mean, it, it looked atrocious to me, but I <clears> never <throat> seen a Blu-ray at Walmart with a yellow case. So no, like, no. It, like literally Come on, bro. it wasn't atrocious by any means. I've seen a lot worse movies, but did you guys hear about the movie Scare Me? The premise behind yeah, Scare Me? Yeah. yeah. It, did you watch Dustin, it? No, Dustin posted on it and it's just like, he said it was kind of boring, but literally the premise <clears throat> is garbage. Like. It, I'm sorry, like it better be. It just is dumb. It's like every time you go to sit down when you're young and you're like, we got to make a movie, let's make a movie. And you're like, let's make an anthology. He's like, how are we going to do this anthology? Well, let's just tell scary stories and we'll flash to them. But, but it's it's not an anthology like, at all. No, they're basically telling scary stories, but nothing happens. Yeah, it's about these it's two just characters. Like a house that's creepy. <clears throat> It's yeah, it's basically about these two characters that kind of meet up and they both rented a place like, you know, a, from away from the city so they can essentially they're both writers, right? The the girl, the main character, she's a female and she's like this famous writer and this guy's like a struggling writer and shit like that anyways. She goes over to his house one night and they start telling these stories, but yeah, that's literally how the movie plays out. It's like these stories that they kind of play off each other. And then of course there's a third act where it gets a little bit twisty and shit, which is very, very predictable. But yeah, it is. I didn't mind the setup, but I didn't realize the whole fucking movie was going to be just them telling these stories and acting out. It's like watching a play, but not watching a play. Right. Yeah, I mean, the actors got to be like fucking Academy Award winning actors to carry a movie with all dialogue. Actually, they're like, actually so really, they're really you not carry. We did carry last week. Do carry. Honestly, dude, they're really not that bad. I th- I thought the the leads actually did a really good job, and then there's a little bit of comic relief from uh, when they order the pizza. They order a pizza, and then of course they get this guy comes into play a little bit too, and he's kind of funny. But um, all the acting was pretty good. It, it holds your attention that way, but at the same time, it's like, dude, this shit's like 90 minutes of just them telling stories. With, I'm gonna pass on that. With a really, you know, hyped up kind of soundtrack, like soundtrack and sound effects and stuff, because that stuff has to be accentuated in the story yeah. to really kind of keep your interest and stuff too. So, is it mumble, mumblecore? No, no. It sounds like it'd be a mumblecore movie. It's like we're gonna make a movie where we just talk for an hour and a half, but it's gonna be a horror movie. Is it really? No, it's just gonna, we're gonna play spooky music in the back and call it a horror movie. Yeah, it's, it's not quite like that. It's you know. It's a little bit different. I'm being but... a hater. It just sounds awful to me. I don't know why. It sounds like a wasted idea. I didn't know about it until I started watching it, and I, I kind of paused it and read it. And I was like, oh, okay, this is what this shit's going to be about. But I don't know, man. It, it didn't work for me. I did, at the end of the day, I didn't end up liking it. But, um, you know, speaking of last week's show, you know, the Carrie remake, O2, Angela Betta stars in that. I, I watched 12-Hour Shift. Fuck, I hated that movie, man. It's did you really? Fucking... I thought you said it was all right. No, it was fucking terrible, I man. Fucking oh, I else. hated the whole I like scenario, it. too. Oh, I fucking hated it, man. It was did awful. Did you watch Open 24 Hours Moods? I did, yeah. You didn't like it? I, I did. it was all right. I did like it, yeah. I didn't love I it, but pretty solid. I thought it was pretty entertaining, that's for sure. Man, yeah, that scene good. in the back room, holy fuck. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. There was some poopy CGI in there, but it was decent. <laughs> but it was just brutal the way it goes down. You're just like, holy yeah, shit, yeah. dude. I, I liked the lead in that movie. She helped a lot. 
I mean, the movie was stupid as hell. Like, even when we reviewed it on his and hers, I was like, don't you need to match blood types for this? Like, <laughs> you can't just take any kidney. What, what one? On 12-hour shift you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, the stupidest shit in the movie actually kind of made me laugh is when the girl fucking kills the dude on dial- dialysis to take his fucking kidneys. Oh, that was great. Though. And then Al- really Andrew Bellis is like, you dumb fuck. Do you not know what dialysis is? <laughs> I was like, I was fucking roaring. I was like, that is so ridiculous. Wow. Oh, man. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, man. Where's the news? Where's the fucking... Yeah, I guess we should probably... <laughs> Where's the line? news? I just, the reason why I keep bringing up 2020 <laughs> is because I'm, I'm really fucking searching for some movies that are good. Well, you, know, you, you, you two watch the platform. Give me something to watch. Okay, no, the platform. Um, have you seen Dead Dicks yet? Yeah, I reviewed it. Did you review it? Did you like it? Yeah, it was good. Did I told you boy? the other day I liked it. And you I said, yeah, I liked boy? it too. The ending was not the good. Oh, that's right. Good. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, the, I thought the movie and the premise was really interesting. I just thought the ending, I feel like they didn't. That really movie has dicks it. in it too. A lot of dicks this year. Yeah, it does have Did a you, lot of dicks in it. Yeah. Do you see Butt Boy, JP? No, I. <laughs> That's one of the I better ones of the year. I had a of it, and I was just like, I don't know. I no, heard no, good it's things. not as goofy as you think it is. It no, actually plays straight, which is no, what makes it has a goofy good. premise that's played dead serious, and great. it actually works. That's the fucking funny part about it, man. Is it even horror, though? It sounded not horror. It's about a serial killer. It's like killer. a serial killer movie, but a guy who, I don't want, you, you, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Just I think that it. and The Golden Glove are two of the kind of standouts for me this year, just based on The Golden Glove is so gross, and like the lead character is just, oh man, it's just a filthy, filthy fucking the movie, man. The murder scenes in that movie make me want to throw up. Dude, Did you guys watch Antebellum yet? Uh, I heard it was no. shit. I was going to watch it. I literally had it like up next. I was going to watch it. Mike's like, ah, oh, it sucked. And if Mike's saying something sucks, I'm like, whoa, it's got to be pretty bad. It was going to, it was going to be our headliner this year for the Halloween party. But I'm kind of thinking about maybe not now because I've heard make some... it Uncle Packerhead. No, I'm probably going to do maybe the craft. I don't know, dude. dude. What? The new craft? Yeah, your headliner should be Slaughterhouse Slumber Party, man. The new du- new Dustin Mills film. Yeah, regular. I don't know if that'll play it. well to everybody. Man, I've had a couple comments saying that you know, pe- yeah, probably not, man. I mean, oh my god, just just keep I playing the it. pillow I fight scene it, over and over again. <laughs> there's a lot of nudity. I there's like a, movie a lot. Of but I had a lot of people comment on my reviews saying you know they think it's Dustin's best film. I was like, wow, crazy. I do too, actually. See, the first year we did 1922, the new Stephen King movie, and then it's we did not in my the favorite, but. Us. I really and then we did summer it. of eighty four, so we've had really good ones for the headliner. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it has to be something new that we none of us have seen yet. So the the choices aren't. If it was up to me, I'd do Tremors. <laughs> do Scare Package, but, an anthology film. It's fun. Yeah, and if it sucks, you don't got to watch all. You know what I mean? It's anthology cut up. I haven't seen it either. I thought it was yeah. really good. I thought it was really good. Mortuary oh. Mortuary Collection that just came out on Shutter. Yeah, I kind of wanted I. I kind of want to do. So, I, I always try to go for something that's like going to be like you know. You want something that's going to like impress at the end. Whatever you, you do, I know it's going to impress at the end if you haven't seen it. Whatever you do, you, well, you you wait to, for other people to watch it, and if everybody's talking about how good it is, then you kind of have a good idea. Well, that would be VFW, but you don't want to do that. We already did that. I already yeah. watched that. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a good headliner. But whatever you do, don't headline with Halloween Party. Yes, Dave, it's Canadian <laughs> and it sucked. You're yeah. finally learning moods. It actually You're doesn't like zombies have zombies and Day of the Dead. You're actually learning. The, there's 
there's yeah right there's a there's a pretty decent premise to it too i think the execution was just so fucked up though man Ugh. yeah too bad too bad but well america makes way more bad movies in canada so well they also make a lot more movies like a, in general yeah, so that's, that's why your percentages are <laughs> definitely going to sway that minutes. way yeah for sure right now a bad movie just came out in america and the only one who watched it was mark nato yeah was it called the last laugh I don't know. He he watches every movie that comes out. Because that movie sucked. I watched that the other night. Are we there yet? Or yeah, are we dead yet? That movie fucking sucked. <laughs> are we dead yet? Not the Ice Cube movie. I mean, are 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 we dead yet? Oh my god! It'd be it's better like, if Ice Cube was in it. Oh, probably. Yeah, it's a UK film. Man, I tell you, every film I've watched from the UK this year has been fucking balls, man. They've been putting out some trash. I'm feeling so bad for them. Like, I don't think dead I've watched one was, good film. Was that that wasn't UK either. Yeah, it's, that was last year. Oh, it's been dreadful, fucking dreadful. I haven't seen man. a good UK movie in a long time. A new one, a horror movie. I know it was. I think it was like that last year. I think I might have mentioned that too. Last year was there were so many films that I watched in the UK were just like, oh my god, they're bad. Oh, Ben Wheatley has a new one, so maybe that will be it. What? When? When the hell did that set get announced? The Friday Thirteenth set. I can't find my confirmation. I need to get my replacement disc. In Just search your sh- fucking email. It was in it was in July because I think I pre-ordered like first or second day, so I think it was mid-July. Can't you just type Shell Factory? I think I pre-ordered I July. I don't see it. July. Just go to the 14th. website, bro, and log in. I didn't log in when I ordered because the uh, site wouldn't let me. Yeah, I think it was like I think I pre-ordered July fourteenth. I remember the day because I had to look for mine too. I was like, if I got to cancel, I don't know what the fuck's going on with my set. This is crazy. So they didn't, you ordered from shout. Yeah. Well, I did. I only did that because I wasn't. Well, what did they say to you on Twitter? They said, contact our customer service. And I, <laughs> I messaged them back and I said, I fucking did it a couple times. You guys didn't respond to me. So now we're just going in this circle. Like your fucking quality control is the worst ever. And now you're fucking tweets and shit. And uh, fuck you guys. And guess man. what? I emailed them today and asked about the lost conda disc and they got back to me within 24 hours you fucking liar you i swear no they did it i did it yesterday what the fuck dude there is something seriously fucked up here this is not even fucking funny anymore man how is it that every time i email them they never get back to me and i keep hearing from everybody else this is crazy shit you're fucking with me you're totally fucking they they were no i seriously did they were and then they're like can we help you and maybe any of your other friends have troubles i was like no they're all great and love you guys (laughs) No, seriously, they didn't get back to me quick, though. <laughs> that is so fucking weird, dude, and it's annoying. How does this keep happening? It's crazy. But, yeah, no, this is it's very heartbreaking to hear that, like, all these Canadian people that I know have gotten their sets, like, a few days back and shit and had shipping notices. I've obviously never got my set or a shipping notice, which is fucking crazy, dude. It's, like, October 16th today. You know, they were supposed to ship first or second, you know, ish, and I think most people's did. And I don't know. It's it's irritating, and I purposely ordered from from Shout Factory because I wasn't going to get myself fucked on Amazon.ca because we all know the history of that they never have anything. Amazon.ca pulled through for everybody. Already. Everybody that's ordered, and it even says on the website right now, in stock, available in two days, and everyone that's ordering is getting them in two days. I'm like, this is fucked, like weirdest shit ever. So I don't know what to say besides that bullshit i'm just frustrated man it's been a rough like two months with the mail obviously the post is all fucked up oh, but i've been, been i've been losing so many packages so i've been dealing with all these lost packages and shit and getting refunds and oh it's been so fucking now this is happening i'm like are you serious i spent all this money and i can't get a set like fuck off but i don't know it'll probably work out first word pro- first world problems i guess right but 
people are dying in other countries. We're like, my Friday the 13th set's not here yet. And I gotta get fucking replacement discs for three goddamn movies. Fuck. Ones I don't even like. Yeah, except, right, two of the fucking three's, three. Three's good. Three's Jason actually Goes to favorites. Hell is good. I'm I haven't watched right. Jason Goes to Hell in fucking 20 JP, years. JP, stop convincing it, yourself. Most people hate it. Most people it's hate good. it. It's good. It's not if good. If it wasn't a Friday 13th film, people would blow it. If the Vinegar thing, Syndrome released it, people would be like, dude, that movie was so crazy from like 91. Stop getting your shit they twisted. Did it. Stop getting it's your shit twisted, 91. JP. Just because you, you think it's good, just because you like it doesn't make it good. It that's, is good though. It's not good. That's you it's like good. it doesn't make doesn't make it good just because you. What's like bad about it? I don't know everything. No, Creighton the only Duke's movie out of that franchise awesome. I hate with a passion is Part Eight. No, that one's good too. Jason Fuck X. off, dude. Now see, now you lost all credibility. Jason Part eight is X is bad, dude. Eight I haven't watched Jason eight. X. I, I watched half of Jason. What's X. wrong with that? Eight. It's fucking boring. No, never. None of the boat. kills are good. Mood, oh, moods automatically said things set on a boat are better. So you automatically lose a point for that. <laughs> no, that doesn't make any sense. Things set on a boat. You know what doesn't better. make sense about the movie is it rarely is they're better on, on a boat. They're on a boat from fucking Crystal Lake. What? That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And you know, the only thing I like I don't about really care about that shit. It's just boring. It puts me to sleep every time I try to watch it. Like, that movie was on TV my whole life, and I could never fucking make it through it in one sitting. And you know why? <laughs> and you know why you hate this movie so much? Is because it was filmed. Most of it was filmed in Vancouver. <laughs> fucking disgusting. <laughs> Makes me sick. You know, movies on a boat that's better because of it. Uninvited. Yeah, uninvited. Movie fun as hell. Yes. That movie's not better than Part Eight, but I like Dude, it. Dude, yes, it is. It's ten times better. No, because part- that movie. I'd rather watch Uninvited any day because you know what? George Kennedy yelling at kids and getting killed by a mutant cat is vastly entertaining than fucking Jason sitting on a boat for 20 fucking minutes. So am I effed? I might be effed. Of what? Um, My Friday the 13th set because there's no confirmation email. Dude, I don't know why you didn't fucking. Just... Well, how did you pay? Did it's you not pay through email? PayPal or anything? Yeah, I paid through PayPal. Well, then use then your PayPal. Use your history and you go to your history and your PayPal and just bring that up, screenshot that, and that's your proof. That'll work? Yes. Probably. Of course it will. That's your, You pay through PayPal. It'll but show. I everything. didn't know if it said what I bought, if it was just like Shout Factory. Mm-hmm. You click they on should the just detail. automatically no. send them to the people that ordered from them. Dude, but they have the order numbers on it, though, right? Just click your details. It'll be It there. works. It works. I've done this before with, uh, I usually don't keep my confirmations, but if I pay through PayPal, everything's all logged in there. And it, it tells you, like I actually looked at mine today because I actually had to find my, I don't have my confirmation either. So I looked at my PayPal and it says Friday 13th box set. I, I pre-ordered got my payment on July 14th of 2020. Yeah. So that's how I'll do it whenever I don't get my set. I don't know. I feel like I'm not getting it. You'll get it. It's crazy. It'll take so long, they'll just actually put the right disc in there, though. That's so what I'm kind of hoping it. at this stage. <laughs> I, I doubt that. Yeah, no, they won't. No. All right. So, anyways, uh, we should probably move this along, possibly. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so that's the intro. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Alrighty, JP. You got some news for us this week? 
Let's hope it's Scream yeah. and uh, Freddy related because, you know, I'm dying for that shit right now. Neither of those are included. Damn it. But um, not a whole lot of news this week, if I'm being honest. Uh, but the couple of things here, um, I guess Kino announced Titan Terra, Tora, Torera, Titan Terrera, Tiger Shark. What the Literally fuck are you part. talking about? What's it called, Dave? I can't. Hold on. I'm eating a cookie. Without the penis in your mouth, please? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't bite the penis. I just suck it, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is it? It's like T-I-N-T-O-T-E-R-A. Tinatira no, or Tintira. It's, it's the T-I-N-T-O-R-E-R-A. Spanish shark movie. T-O-R-E-R-A. Yeah. Hugo Sticklitz is in it, right? Uh... I don't know if yes. I know this one. This it's is crazy. It's like a love triangle with a killer shark. I, I've never actually seen it. I have the DVD. No. Mood, you know what it is. You've seen the cover of it. came yeah. out in 1977. It's also known as Tiger Shark. That's... Yeah. Okay. But they announced that, which is cool. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, that's um, cool. Then after that, Vinegar Syndrome announced Cthulhu Mansion as well as Lovecraft Goes to Spain. No, that movie is Lovecraft Goes to Spain. That's oh. probably what they're saying. Lovecraft oh, called... Goes to Spain, Cthulhu Mansion, right? Is that what it's called? No, but that is a Lovecraftian movie, and it's a Spanish horror movie by Juan Pierre Simon, the guy who did Pieces, same director. Oh, it's just one movie? I think so. I doubt it's Lovecraft Goes to Spain unless it's a box set. Okay. I don't but know. I I'll didn't... look it up. I mean, I... But that's hmm. probably the thing. It says Lovecraft Goes to Spain. We're releasing Cthulhu Mansion. Okay, I got you, I got you. Wow, I completely missed that covers, announcement. So I thought it was... Let me check. Oh, it's probably okay, the alternate. I don't know. I, I completely yeah, missed this. Yeah, it's probably alternate. Um, I missed this one. Then, That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> Full Moon announced a Blu-ray DVD combo of Terror's Trap Uncut, finally. Yeah, well, they have that big that, box that, thing already out. Tell your uncle to stop ripping people off. I don't understand. He, he never said that they were only doing that. Yeah, I didn't hear that either, but that doesn't surprise me if he did, though. I mean, let's no, face yeah, it. yeah, JP, that's Cthulhu Mansion by Juan Pierre Simon, and it just says Lovecraft Goes to Spain. It was a hint in Dawn of the Disc. Oh, okay, gotcha. What are you talking about, Willis? But yeah. yeah, I don't remember them saying, like, this VHS thing is the only way you're going to get a uh, Taurus Trap uncut ever. I don't remember that. <laughs> My at all. guess is it was probably some dude who was like, Are you releasing a Blu ray version later? And he was like, No plans. But they all say that. Yeah. And then he's like, "You guys said like I didn't." He's like, "I said there was no plans, and there wasn't at that particular time." Like we did, just because we already had a bunch made, doesn't mean that we were actually planning on these in a warehouse. We made these years ago, right? (laughs) They found those in a warehouse. They made them like ten years ago, but then we lost them. So then we were going to put it on VHS. And then, first of all. It doesn't Who's even make a sense bitch about a Blu-ray release of Turk's Trap. You guys are ungrateful pricks. It doesn't even make sense not to release it in that standard form kind of thing, right? I mean, it's they did it with that. they've done a couple of these big box, you know, old school retro kind of VHS sets, Blu-ray sets with uh, what was it, Puppet Master and um, Laser Blast. I think were the first couple that they released like that, and I think those have solo releases too. So. What the fuck, man? Got a million releases. Well, of course. And then I think Laser Blast has a solo release, too. But you can get in that big box uh, VHS retro style type thing. So, 
Um, Listen, like early is a big deal, guys. Like, what the fuck? Kid, no, I'm happy because I don't have that stupid VHS release. Like, I, I want to hate regular the VHS release. releases now, like that. I and actually have it on pre order because I didn't know that there was a standard one. I probably would have just got the standard disc because really, well, I it just got announced. Can we get a meme with, uh, like, instead of Chris Crocker of JP saying, leave Charlie alone? Yeah, leave Charlie alone. <laughs> Here's another Everybody bitch, like, Jeremy's like, Oh look, they found more full moon box sets in the warehouse, and I'm like, it's a different box set. And but Jerry like, just loves to bitch about everything, man. He's, I think he's making shit up too. I don't think anyone was even saying that shit about uh, the solar release. Like it didn't <laughs> make, even, make it didn't no even happen. About Charlie, man, he wants your money. We know it, right? But I'm saying, like, we all know Charlie Ben is a little bit of a scumbag, but. Just because he's a scumbag doesn't mean that everything he does is is automatically scumbag. But you know like, what? You gotta be fair too. You know what though? Jeremy wouldn't be complaining if that tourist trap was re-released on 4K because yeah. you don't hear him bitching he about Blue Underground. He didn't okay. it from Germany. You, you know what is the most scumbag shit ever? And like, I love Bill Lustig and I love Blue Underground, but this is some fucking scumbag shit. <laughs> when you release these awesome three disc lenticular versions of like, you know, these zombie and um, House by the Cemetery and blah blah blah. And then, like a month later, you announce the 4Ks, or two months after, everybody's bought these nice three disc editions, <laughs> and then it forces people to buy the 4K. And of course, Jeremy went and bought all the 4Ks. He's like, oh, I, I need those 4Ks in my fucking collection so I can shove up my pooter. And like, not they, only like I own all of them. Like I have the the, the two lenticular uh, New York Ripper and House by the Cemetery, and then I have Maniac and Zombie, and now I have all the 4Ks. You know, I probably would have happy alone. To, you know, with leave Blue Underground alone. No, man. And Bill Lustig for president. And that's what, you know, I like, I honestly do. They release the movies that I would, I always rebuy, like Zombie and House. Like, I have tons and tons of copies of these things. I never got around to get in the 4Ks for, well, obvious reasons. I don't even have a 4K TV or player, but um, I probably would have bought them. But the prices up here were like $60, $70 for the 4Ks. I'm like, no, nah, not happening. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, you know what? I. I'm just glad that the next three titles are all stuff that didn't have those three disc editions, like Daughters of Darkness, mm-hmm. Vigilante, and Fire and Ice. So I'm more okay with that. And those are all 4Ks. Yeah. See, I have, um, I never upgraded uh, Vigilante. I have the DVD, which I probably should have grabbed the Blu ray back in the day because I love that movie. Um, Daughters of Darkness, that's, you know. It's okay it's and shit. Not the greatest. No, it's but, gonna look great in 4K though. But it's Fire and Ice, yeah, probably. I am. That's the one I'm super curious to see. Like on a great, really. I mean, it looked pretty good on Blu-ray, and I do have the Blu-ray. But yeah, 4K. That is cool because it's animated, right? It's like early 80s yeah, animation. Akira has shit. a 4K coming out too. I'm curious on that. Yeah, yeah. So. Th- they're actually starting to get to the point where I can't keep up anymore. It's like too expensive to well, keep up because at first I was buying everything that came out that was horror. But like now, it's kind of like okay, like I'm skipping some stuff. Didn't uh, Blue Underground announce that they're not doing Blu-rays anymore, right? Like just all their four, right. the releases yeah. forward coming are all 4K. So that, I mean, that's a good. I mean, at least we're not going to get this conundrum, you know, again with uh, three disc lenticular editions and then a week later 4Ks, right? So. I'm actually hoping they do it for Two Evil Eyes because I don't actually have that one. I don't care, man. I got the Italian. I never bought the Blu-ray for it. Um, I own most of those three-disc editions. I never got that one because I have the 88 films, but I collect that line because it's Italian. Jerk, yeah. jerk, 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 jerk. Um, but, yeah. but, yeah, no, the the uh, Taurus Trap Uncut, I mean, I'm very happy with that because that old Blu-ray that Charlie Band put out was not uncut. To this day, I still can't stupid. figure out that whole situation, why in the fuck that thing was ever put out cut. 
He said he said that they didn't have that the, there was no ability to get the uncut version. So was the DVD somebody called not- him out on the it and said it was like a lie. Was his the pre- director called him out on it? Yeah, they said it, they just upscaled a DVD essentially, and like so just a the previous cheap- DVD was not cut then, or it was cut. The DVD was uncut. Yeah, it was on. Un- it was uncut right. because I because I have the DVD and I swear to God it's the uncut version. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, if they just upscaled the DVD <clears throat> version of it, wouldn't it be fucking uncut then? They used a cut yeah. print. I like, think, what so. the fuck? Is, see, that's where my head is all spinning fun. because I don't understand what the fuck. Like, if you put out this version, and Full Moon did put out the uncut DVD version, so I, I'm confused, man. I don't understand what the fuck is going on. I think that they fucked I don't up. Either. And they didn't oh, yeah, even realize that they put out the cut version they until someone noticed. For sure. I agree. Right? And then someone noticed and went, oh, shit. And then, and then Charlie Band had to backtrack and say, you know, cover his tracks by saying, oh, yeah, you know, we didn't have the elements, blah, blah, blah. But I'm thinking to myself, no, this is all bullshit, man. You guys have already done this once before. So, good old full moon. Gotta love That's it. That's like, uh, what the they put out uh, Intruder, and that was all cut. Mm-hmm. That might not have been their fault, though, because that movie was cut to ribbons when it, it was originally released. No, so. the, the first really good release is the Synapse, and that's the only release yeah. you need of that. That shit's... It looks beautiful. Yeah, I, it's actually the synapse. one of my favorite releases in my entire collection. I wish I had actually grabbed Intruder when it first came out because they had like the, um, I think the composite cut or something like that or the work print cut as a bonus disc in there, like in the first few hundred. Do you I, don't, I don't know. I might. I might have that. Yeah. I don't remember. See, I just, I was kind of late to the, well, not even late to the party. I got my copy relatively shortly after it came out, but I, I didn't know that there was a, another release with this composite or this uh, work print cut. And I was like, that would be kind of cool to see. But Never got it. One of my most most watched Blu-rays in my entire collection, actually, to be honest. It's the first Blu-ray I put in when I got, not my my 4K TV, but my 1080 TV years ago. Went and picked it up and it was snowing and I almost got in a car crash for it. Got my TV, came home, put it up, and I put in Intruder. That a boy, though, man. I mean, getting in a car wreck for Intruder? It's diehard, man. (laughs) Well, we didn't, but it was close. My car started swerving and there was a semi coming and I could not control it. Holy fuck. Oh, no, a semi went by me and it made my car swerve. Where did you you go to pick this up at? Just like uh, Circuit City or some shit. I don't remember where it was. Uh, ABC Warehouse, someplace like that. Wow. Or you like, damn, Intruder comes out today. Gotta no, I mean, I picked up the TV and I had the Blu-ray already. Oh, you, was that your first Blu-ray? No, no. I had no. fucking tons of Blu-rays, but I was watching them on a fucking tube TV. Or my like, parents' <laughs> TV. Or my parents' TV, you know what I mean? That's Dude, funny. I, I remember I got my first Blu-ray. My first Blu-ray was American Psycho, and I was like... I was like, I, I remember I got my Blu-ray player and I went to go buy a Blu-ray and I couldn't find any that were horror and I was pissed and I was like I was like how is there no horror titles out at Walmart or wherever I was so I went to Fye and there still was like nothing out that was horror and then I found American Psycho and I was like I guess I'll settle on this I was like, really unhappy. <laughs> nice. It was like either that or Miss Congeniality or some shit. Yeah. Um, okay, so Taurus Trap coming out. That's pretty cool. Uh, after that, we got Prince of Darkness announced for 4K. From Great Street movie. Family. It's okay. You know, you know what's fucking funny about that, dude? Actually, this made me laugh because I saw that that was announced for 4K. And uh, <laughs> the first fucking comment I saw that someone posted said, What the fuck is this movie about? And I literally busted out laughing by myself in my truck 
and I first thing I thought of was JP. I'm like, JP has no clue what the fucking movie's about either. <laughs> it just made me laugh. He's like, would you stop fucking re-releasing Prince of Darkness? It doesn't fucking make any sense. And I'm just fucking laughing to myself, <laughs> right? Buy. I'm like, this is so goddamn JP right now. It was fucking the, the totally made cool me laugh. The one thing about Prince of Darkness is it the Blu-ray already looks so good. So like, it does, man. It looks fine. The, yeah. Like that movie looks great. Uh, just you know, Carpenter's style. All, all those Carpenters are getting 4Ks. We know it. Yeah, I'll Man, Carpenter's gotten so much love. Like, it's kind of ironic a little bit how like he was kind of, kind of fucked over in the film industry so much, and just kind of had a rough go making films, and especially in the second half of his career and stuff. But you know, now that he's not making movies anymore, he's getting so much goddamn love. Like, so much love that all his movies are even in Walmart now. So they're getting like mass bought. It's pretty crazy. He always worked with a lot of big companies, though, it's like Universal and MGM, so yeah. they have better access to him. Well. Yeah. A lot of George Romero's catalog is with Rubenstein, so mm-hmm. it's not as easy to release that stuff. You know? No, no, it's 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 odd too, right? Like Dawn of the Dead seems to be like a holy grail for some people right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, Wes Craven got a lot of love from Scream Factory too. It was really like just those Universal, two. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and Stuart it. Gordon did too a little bit. A lot of his films got released. Mm-hmm. Well, MGM was a lot of those too. Yeah, that was yeah. MGM. Yeah, well, with From Beyond, it was MGM. I just mean like, yeah, you. It's so is who they can get to. Yeah, yeah, it's who they can use. Like, I mean, it's what company owns the the rights. It's people like, why isn't this classic release? It's because some asshole owns the fucking movie. That's as simple as that. It's not that they want to keep releasing this movie everybody already has, but it makes money and it's easy to get to. You know we're gonna get an Elm Street box set from Scream Factory, right? I'm sure it will. Oh no, I know. Hopefully they can add on cut footage to some of those because I think some of those DVDs were cut. Yeah, I I, well, no, part five, there is the, un- the uncut version. The only way you can get the uncut version of part five actually is um, on the VHS. VHS. I think the original, was it the media release or something like that? I think that version is uncut and shit. It's a little bit different. So the shorter that one is, the better. But you know for a fact that Screen Factory is going at, like, the the way this Friday set is sold and shit, and hopefully they do a little bit better quality control on the Friday, or on the Nightmare on Elm Street set than on this one. But, <laughs> but yeah, if any franchise needs the love, it's that one right there. And I think Screen oh, Factory yeah. can, you know, hopefully work that out because they did the impossible with Halloween. So, they'll I get Friday. Friday's I guess we'll there. see. You know, I think the craziest thing in the world would be to acquire and release a whole fucking Hellraiser set. Wouldn't that be nuts? Ugh, that'd be stupid. Yeah, that would that would be more. Arrow Dude, you know what's funny, Dave? Like, have you watched you know past part four recently? Have you seen no, all the sequels? I've before? only seen uh, no. I've only seen up to six. Okay, yeah. So some of those some of those things. I, I you know when we when we did the Hellraiser franchise, you know what, last year, year and a half ago, or something like that. Um. I was kind of dre- I was kind of dreading it a little bit. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, I really enjoy the first three. I'm actually not a big fan of part four at all. But then Be I'm either, like, part either. five to like you know nine kind of thing. I'm like, "Oh my god!" I'm dreading watching these films again because like my memories were of were not good. And you know, like if you kind of watch the films and take them as like not being straight Hellraiser films and kind of go into the history a little bit, like they're actually not even the worst movies. But I know like five and six are just like decent thrillers with Pinhead yeah. in it for like three seconds. Well, that's, but I, that, it's a time period they were made. That that time period of films doesn't interest me very much, especially for franchise horror. It is honestly, funny. dude. I like them. I think they're all good. They're actually um, not too bad to watch. But like that's one thing that's always kind of baffled me about 
people's opinions on the franchise is that people are like, well, you know, part four or no, five, four, yeah, four, five, six, seven, you know, eight, like whatever. They're like, oh, Pinhead and the and the, Cen- the Cenobites aren't even in the movies that much and stuff. And I'm like, dude, number you, one, they're not in it at all. That's the thing. They're like the Cenobite, like Pinhead only has something like seven minutes of screen time, even part two, not that much. Like I'm like, dudes, he has more screen time, I think, in part three than he has in part one, two four to nine combined you know kind of thing like he doesn't even get that much screen time in any of the movies but that's what people always complain about the later sequels i'm like i know that they weren't generally meant to be you know most of them weren't generally meant to be actual hellraiser movies they were scripts that were used and stuff like that it is what it is but they incorporated the cenobites in the whole hellraiser type narrative but i'm like guys the original franchise or the original uh, two films everyone sees as classics and shit but uh look at the screen time well, that's not, not about this. Literally, it's like Beetlejuice, too. Everybody remembers every line that Beetlejuice said. He's in the movie for 10 minutes. It's yeah. because his scenes are great. If yeah. you oversaturate something, it just kind of ruins it. That's why people like Freddy's probably not in it, the movie, the first one, as much as people think he is. But he's mysterious and he's scary. And yeah. then remember every fucking line he says because you don't get that much of it. That's yeah. why yeah, he's good. only like, in the second one for like seven minutes or something. Yeah. And like Hellraiser one yeah. literally has the it's it's perfect. It's, it's a fucking twisted love story. It's it's weird. It's perfect. Personal, it's gross and then pinhead comes in it's just a little bit and it, it's scary i think the first it one's is. a masterpiece i think the second one's a blast too but after that like objectively objectively i don't give a fuck i will not like somebody says hellraiser 3 is better than one and two i'm like you <laughs> just objectively no objectively like, you might like it better it, but you know what i mean it's definitely I think not man. four is the worst one like one of the worst ones in the franchise and people like that one. i think so too yeah. i think part four is trash bags man it's got a good story it's just as sloppy man i remember that movie being a mess yeah, yeah part- well, that was a Dimension Films like complete clusterfuck of like they Production they were going. Problems, I think they were man. originally going to do it as like that prequel, and then they added the space thing on, mm-hmm. and it was the just like mess. stupid. They fucked yeah. it up. I, part- I wonder if the work print's worth watching. Part one is like I, I tried to find it for when we did the show, but I couldn't find it anymore. It was gone. Yeah, the first Hellraiser film is it's a romance disguised as a as a horror film. Yeah, right. It's yeah, really that's what that, that's what it is, and I don't even think people even kind of look at it like that. But it theoretically is. It's well, kind of a lot of psychosexual shit going on. I love that oh, kind of stuff. Big time, man. I you know I, I can't remember exactly how it went on the on the podcast, but you know I always used to really really like Hellraiser two a lot more than the first one. But I think they kind of evened out in the end. Like one and two are like a perfect kind of companion pieces for each other. Yeah, I, I think one's a better film, but two is just a lot of fun. It's bigger and it's, it's crazy. It's and Chenard, Chenard is so good. Chenard is probably one of my favorite characters of all time. Like he comes in, I know we shouldn't be talking about Hellraiser, but fuck it. When he's like, he's like, I recommend amputation. Like, I don't know. He's just perfect. He's like the id when he gets the fucking box, he turns into that thing that he wanted to be. Cause he's like so mild mannered. But then when he gets the actual turns into a Cinnabite, it all comes out all that sick shit. Yeah, he used yeah. to practice on animals. They have little subtle things too. Like when he has that, that beam hits him and all that flash comes in there mm-hmm. and it shows him dissecting the fucking animals. You can just tell it's like, this dude was a future serial killer and he went to with a doctor so he could fucking do all these gross experiments and right, shit. it's right. perfect i think it's- and then part three hits and it's like hail mary in that shit dude he's like yeah it's kind of funny we, like we all gave like the newest one a seven across the board i like the, the new one i actually I, I like judgment it. like i said i get i love the first movies a lot of times in franchises but i get burnt out like i adore texas chainsaw and hellraiser and nightmare on elm street and even though like the first like like five six fridays and then like after a while i'm just like i don't really care anymore it's weird in halloween See, one, i'm the opposite. Wow. i'm a fran like franchise are my thing like that's i like 
I like them a lot. I think, I think people... after I got to the like mid after the mid nineties, I started losing interest in any franchise. If it came out past like ninety six, I was just like, I was still like, like after that two thousand era man. I'd be in the video store and be like, oh, there's a new Hellraiser film, yoink. I'll rent it. I was looking so for an independent shit. Like, a new Tempion movie? Great. I just a new Tempion films. <laughs> I gotta watch Zombie Bloodbath 2, Rage of the Undead, which isn't a Tempion movie, but you get the point. It's just so crazy, too. Like, the, the last couple of Hellraiser films obviously didn't have Doug Bradley in the film, but, you know, it's like, that was one of the biggest criticisms of people. Like, oh, you know, it's just not Hellraiser. You know, it's not Doug Bradley. But I'm like, the dude that plays Pinhead in, you know, Judgment, Judgment. actually is pretty good. Yeah, like, he's good. That's that's the fucking crazy part. Like the mo- even the story is pretty cool too, and he's actually not bad as fucking Pinhead. But funny fact, that thumbnail forever. for that one is one of my favorites I've ever done. Actually, no I gotta say, man, this carry one that you made is I like the scheme that you use. It's really nice, actually. Kind of, yeah, kind of pops. I, I like it. You know, I, you know, it's kind of funny how this. I wasn't really looking forward to doing carry. And then I thought the show turned out pretty well. And I was like, oh, thumbnail's really good, too. Yeah, so. I thought so, too. I, I was like, man, Carrie, Carrie turned out good. Yeah. Oh, I'm 100% on board with JP on Carrie 1. I love Carrie 1. And everything JP was saying, I was like, right, right, right. I was dead on in agreement with JP on Carrie 1. And I actually, yeah, well, I think we all agreed with too. each other really well. I, I remember liking the second Carrie, too. I'm not going to lie. I don't I think I don't think we up. said a whole lot of different stuff about Carrie the original. I mean, I just have minor I don't think nitpicks we really and stuff. Said much different about any of them, honestly. Yeah, I think I our thoughts like we were, were very similar. On, yeah, yeah, pretty on pace. I mean, our ratings differed slightly on the last one, but I think we were pretty close in like thoughts. Hmm. Anyway, let's get back into these <clears throat> uh, announcements here. Um, Buried alive. 1990 was that a tv movie i can't even remember there's two buried alive's from that time frame one in the late 80s and they might be 89 and 90 like yeah. this one have robert vaughn this in it one has robert frank, vaughn and frank, donald pleasance in it this is the frank darabont one who else is in it which actors uh you got tim matheson mm. and then there's a sequel to that one right jennifer jason lee yeah i think this is the one that has the sequel right yeah i know yeah, the then there's one movie. made a year before with robert vaughn and donald pleasance this fucking gets confusing yeah, I'm th- I'm, tr- I'm confused too. So which one is this? this Tim Matheson. Fake Darebont one. Is it getting released on Blu-ray? Yeah, by Kino. Nice. Okay, it. so the one January. with uh, with Jennifer Jason Lee. I've never seen this one. Yeah. I, don't, I haven't this, seen either. I've seen this when I was a kid. This and the sequel. I just don't remember it. But I know this is one of the titles that you see come up a lot that people wanted to release for. Because does it not have a DVD even? I don't know. I, I have the VHS as a one and a DVD of the other. I think one was an MGM, like made on demand disc. I swear it has a DVD. I could be wrong. I might be thinking either the one that came out around the same time or the later 2000 buried. I don't know. There's so many buried alive movies. It's ridiculous. Oh shit. There's a buried alive sequel that came out in 97, which I believe is um, a sequel to this one too. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Is there one with Oliver Reed or not? Or is he, he's just in, he's in some of those Poe adaptations made in the eight, late eighties though. Oh, Tim Matheson actually directed the sequel. Did he? (laughs) Yeah, crazy. (laughs) Wow. Um, Blood Sisters got announced for Blu-ray from Media Blasters. Uh Oh, yeah. It's starring Ali Sheedy's in that movie. (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. She's in Blood Sisters. Oh, no. That Um, one has a Joe Bob uh, commentary. That's a Roberto Finley movie? Yes. What movie? Blood Sisters? What movie? Oh, Blood Sisters. Oh, my God. That's a Roberto Finley movie or no? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. 
she's the one who did um, the Oracle and uh, Tenement. It's a place to live. Tenement. Who the fuck wrote this shit? That's every time I hear that movie. Tenement's. Oh, I fucking love yeah, that movie. Yeah, R- Roberta Finley. See, Roberta Finley Which, was a. What has she done? Uh, she I did, just told you, Tenement fucking Oracle. Oracle. She also <laughs> I did. I don't know lur- what those are. She, she did, did lur- porn. She did Lurkers and Primeval. She did a lot of oh, porn too. I've seen those. That's Vinegar Syndrome released those two. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't like mo- horror movies. She in the commentaries and shit. She's like, they're stupid. Even good ones like Night of the Living Dead, they're stupid. And then she made Tenement. Yeah, they released a bunch for so. I think they released the uh, the porno, um, the Liquid Assets. I think she did that one too, if I'm not mistaken. Vinegar Syndrome released that. So interesting person. Yeah, she did okay. a lot of porn in the beginning of her career, and then ended with horror. Oh, she was also she involved did... with snuff. Um, I don't or remember. Her husband do snuff? I'm not sure. I know that she did a, war- a woman's torment. That was another one that Vinegar Syndrome did. I think she was involved with snuff. I can't remember. Hmm. I don't think so. I, I want to say she didn't, but I could be wrong though. But I'm gonna check. A Woman's Torment's check. a good one. That's actually a really good film. That one came out in the '70s, so that was like made in between making pornos. Kind of strange. <laughs> yeah. It's All a good right. Film, um, then uh, bloody disgusting. These are some articles. Oh wait, Event Horizon also got announced for 4K. Okay, it looks like Roberta Finley's husband directed some archival footage in snuff so she was probably involved to a certain extent yeah yeah it could have been her and he got the credit <laughs> yeah well she was involved with it but i don't think she directed it yeah i don't it could be right yeah and that movie yeah she was involved with it i think because her husband directed part of it but the point is in that movie they they filmed weird scenes to add on to the damn thing the yeah. ending they right, added right. the end so those two added the ending to a certain extent but i mean at the end of the day the movie is just shitty anyways so yeah no it's fucking can make it to the ending it's a piece of shit oh, i turned it off it's horrible it's horrible better tagline than movie <laughs> better All artwork right. too <clears throat> um after the uh title announcements um if you guys bought the friday the 13th box set you should be aware now that there were some issues with the box set um there was like regular issues like damages like jeremy's came ripped which is like crazy because it was sealed ripped so it was like just a quality control thing yeah um and then some people were getting, <laughs> the funniest one to me was that people were getting two, two copies of Jason Manhattan. Takes Manhattan and no part two. <laughs> to me, it's just everybody funny. Everybody wanted part two, too, because they had the uncut footage. You, you, know, you know what was really fucking pissing me off while I was reading about everyone's, you know, kind of fuck ups and stuff was was the fact that people were reporting fingerprints and scratches on all the discs. I'm like, how the fuck does that happen? I guess when they're put in there, right? Do people put those in there? Well, generally, it's done. I mean, from what I, I don't think you do it by hand. I mean, I generally when I buy Blu-rays, they don't have fucking fingerprints on any of them. It's crazy. So I'm usually thinking it's done on assembly line type thing. But I'm See, thinking. I started looking at mine after I read that, and they all had fingerprints. But I was like, are these mine? Because <laughs> I, I did take the discs out to look at the back of Dude, the. Dude, how artwork. hard is it not to touch the bottom? You just fucking press the middle and pull up. Like it's really not. I don't think art. it matters. Well, no, it's the fact that there is fingerprints on it. Like, I don't care if the fingerprints are my fingerprints, but when when discs are coming with you know notable scratches and fingerprints, it's like, what the fuck is going scratches, on here? Just, yeah, but people I, are just eating peanut butter sandwiches, t- pressing all the discs in, <laughs> right? Like, it just seems odd to me because that's something that you never hear from yeah, anybody. Like, like they they bought a fucking pissed off. Code Red DVD came sealed. Like, were the di- were the individual discs not sealed? 
Yeah, they were still. No, they, they're not they, still. Did, did so, you guys read that story? So there you um, go. Yeah, crazy. Hmm. The one most fucked up thing was somebody ordered their disc, right? And they opened it up, and every individual disc smelled like somebody had farted in the case. <laughs> <laughs> they went and smelled every single one to make sure. <laughs> uh, Almost like they enjoyed So they're really the fucking with people right now, aren't they? Uh, it was really, like some people were overly complaining, but I like I didn't really care. I was like, it's like the stuff that was wrong didn't really bother me that much. Like I could see if I got the like the fucking no part two and got part eight. Oh, but, it is making me but, wonder that these things were completely handheld and put together by hands and stuff, because I, I read another um, thing. Was it this morning or yesterday or some shit? Someone's um, artwork on their part two or three was completely ripped in the case. And, like, the case was not damaged. They said the case isn't damaged, nothing, but the artwork had a huge tear in it. I was like, I was like, what the fuck? Seriously? Like, you never come into these problems, man. Like, ever. When I was um, doing my video, I noticed that, like, the actual, like, sleeve inside the case, like, some of them were, like, low and, like, hanging out of the, you know, the little plastic. So I was like, they all, they had to have been, like, hand put Mm -hmm. together. You know, I wonder right? if they were rushed, like big time. Like the company got yeah, it last I minute, and they were pissed off, just putting them, assembling them all mad, like stupid fucking furniture bullshit. <laughs> but you think yeah. that there's a manufacturer here that would be doing this stuff on, uh, like an assembly line and shit, and they wouldn't have to do all that. But this is clearly put together by hand with people that don't know how to handle boxes and uh, cases and artwork. I think apparently, so. right. I think they were rushed because they had oh, to get yeah. them out by fucking October 10th or whatever. Um, I think where, where was their company at? Then they used to do the replicator at what company was it? Um, they used to print the disc off in like Mexico, right? And then that changed. Yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah. Everything got more expensive. That's, and right. that's why Screen Factory's prices went from like fifteen to twenty-two to mm. like fucking twenty-two to fucking right. thirty. Yeah, yeah. I remember that whole yeah. shit. Yeah, dude, I miss the days where like so to save money, they're hiring like fifteen dollars. <laughs> so to save money, now they're hiring like fucking seven-year-olds to put their uh, box sets together. I told you, it's Here's fucking Sonny's. the kindergarten class. Since they're not going to school, they're just having kids. Fucking put them together, and they're eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches during it. That's, that explains <laughs> so, the smudges. I can just see this right now, man. Here's the fucking stack of discs, right? Here's part one, part two, all the way through part ten, and they're literally stacked up like a Mill Creek fucking buy. <laughs> you know, they're all stacked like that, and they're like, okay, so here's the artwork, here's the disc, here's the case. Put them together, peeps, and it's just like a sweatshop of fucking... <laughs> Uh, I ripped I ripped the cover to part three. That's all right. Just draw a new one. Here's yeah, some crayons. No, don't worry about it. They might not notice. Like, I mean, here they are wrapping up the box sets. And like you said, Jeremy's was ripped inside the plastic. So it wasn't damaged from, you know, afterwards. Like, this is that's fucking crazy, dude. They're just yelling at some kid because he drew Freddy Krueger on the box instead of Jason. <laughs> you stupid little bastard. What are you doing? He does some artwork and he's like, one, two. This, this is coming. Freddy Krueger. And he's only got three fucking fingers. <laughs> yeah like i read people were bitching that their uh poster tube came bent but the posters were fine i'm like who no, that shit drives me the box dude, dude listen to this well, your poster's so funny. funny who cares dude my my friend cage he trolls people right some guy posted on the vinegar syndrome uh box the uh, the page he was like they ship this like this this is bullshit and like they put like bubble wrap on one side all the discs were on the other side but everything was perfectly fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, every, and he said that it's like why are they shipping like this everything was perfectly fine but he bitched and cage were left underneath he's like oh i'm sorry man your discs were messed up or like because nothing was wrong like <laughs> yeah you're bitching bullshit. that nothing happened that's right. like if you almost got in a, like it's just it's fucking dumb fuck off you fucking dork <laughs> well, at least these fucking no, people fucking got their people. sets though 
God, I got nothing. I got Dude, nothing I was to complain like one about. Of the first humans on the planet to get one. It felt like I got one like a day after you got it. I was going to ask you, JP, did like after you know all this shit comes out and stuff? Do you want to change your thumbnail? Because doesn't it say I'm unboxing the greatest box set in the world? But is it really the greatest box set in the world right I now? I still think it is, even with the problems. Oh my I, god! What what is a better box set? Violent shit box set. Germany release, man. <laughs> Hands down. Don't god. stop fucking around. That's that's fucking. Uh. That's that's some crazy awesome shit. It's even numbered too, man. The hand numbered it in some weird German numbers and shit it's awesome your german numbers yeah i mean yeah. i think it's this on one it. or the halloween because where when you get like that many i mean the herschel Gordon and lewis box set i could see an argument for because of just like it how is honestly beautiful the, the honestly, cereal box the most work you put in had to be like the al adamson box set because they dug all those fucking movies up i know they're not that popular but like the friday 13th box sets are owned by two one company or two companies so it's not that hard to two, do it yeah. like yeah. yeah but it has so many <laughs> special new special features that they had to actually make yeah. honestly dude a release like the al adamson box set is is pretty unique and special though man I mean, that, that, that took a lot of, of movies, but, you know, the box. Yeah, set itself. but it's great but for like, like me and you, you Dave. a box set of like some shit that I don't care about. It doesn't. <clears> but you don't know. Really but, but that's Severance the thing. Sent me the replacement disc without even fucking have making me fill anything out. It just automatically showed up. Right. Because they're good people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, OK. So, yeah. So we know about the problems. Scream Factory did announce a, a while back they were looking into the issue. Um, now they've officially made a statement. Um, they said, unfortunately, there were some unintended mistakes in our process due to human error. What if they said we, intended? Like, does it have to be right. unintended? <laughs> like, you have to put that there? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, it's like mistakes. Like, I'm just going to assume a mistake's on accident. It's yeah. like, you just sound like an asshole like when you put that adjective. Some in mistakes, there. mistakes. Yeah. Wait, so that's like a double. Yeah, I feel like it is. Yeah, they a double cancel thing. each other out. Yeah, so they did it on purpose. Right. Um, Actually, I guess it's more like a verb. But anyways, it's just fucking weird to me that you're going to do that shit. I mean, apologies. We plan to correct these errors by offering replacement discs uh, for Friday Sunday. Part 3, Jason Goes to Hell, and Jason X. So the issues were Part 3, when viewing in 3D only, the opening credits do not come on screen correctly. What? Yep. So only when uh, you're viewing in 3D. Yeah. Okay, well, that's not going to affect me because there's no way I'm ever watching part three. I've actually never seen it in 3D because I hate 3D, but. Well, I've seen it in the bullshit 3D, but I wanted to see it in the good 3D. Is it in I the good 3D? Like, 3D? I thought it was. TVs are so expensive. I thought, well, it was, I, they... I thought it was in blue and red. Isn't that how it was originally done? Obviously. It looks cool in red and green. It's just I don't feel like watching it in red and green. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. Okay, I, it's, I it honestly never really interested me, man. 3D 3D is like super fun if you if it doesn't give you a headache. But if you're like a pussy like moods, it will give you a headache. So yeah, don't dude, watch it. I've been, honestly, man, I've been diagnosed like my my eye doctor's like, dude, you got super sensitive fucking eyes, man. Like like I squint a lot and it has eyes. nothing to do with my eyesight. Like my eyesight's actually perfect. Like I'm 40 and I still can see fucking 2020, but I squint a lot. Cause like I'm super sensitive to light and shit. So when 3d is happening, like, I don't know, man, it's just like, it's, it's penetrating too, too deep. Mal, that sounded really bad. Did, I use penetration. Did, did the doctor like, 
I'm going to write you a prescription here for pussy eyes. Right. That's pretty, it's hard to explain. Like I actually laughed out loud when he's like, I'm like, that's your diagnosis. Like that's your big fucking t- uh, medical term is sensitive eyes. <laughs> like it's a, it's a real thing though. Cause that'll be $568. People uh, here. It is. They literally always say like, man, you squint a lot, man. I'm like, yeah, because it's just, everything's bright to me. I just see shit too clearly, I guess kind of makes sense. Doesn't it? So, yeah, uh, I would love to watch it in 3D, but, of course, the damn 3D TV. That's why I'm hoping for another boom in 3D, just so I can uh, get a 3D Somebody TV. Somebody told you that projectors that, are a 3D. I'm not that, buying that a fucking projector happening. to watch 3D. Because it's not? stupid. It's not that expensive. That shit ain't and it, it's the same thing. You can do it in 4K or uh, fucking Blu-ray or whatever. But it, looks, it doesn't look good on the wall. I don't know. That's why you get a screen, lazy boy. Nah. Or even a screen, it doesn't look it doesn't look as good. You don't think so? I don't think so. Fucking three D TVs, man, they're never making a comeback. They're about as popular Dude, as fucking yeah, Netflix and they chill. They said that. You know what? They said that in the <laughs> And then you know what? They said it in the eighties. They didn't you know have three D TVs in the fifties, bro. No, but three D became really popular. Not in Remember the eighties. Three D was popular in the fifties. I mean, was that? popular in eighty three too, but. Yeah, well, that's it. Started to make a comeback in early. I mean, yeah, Jaws 3D, but that was the that was no, the no. gimmick, right? If you had a part there three, was, you had to do it in 3D. There was three 3D booms. It was in the 50s. Yeah, it was new, and then there was the 80s with like 82 to like 85. Yeah, there was a bunch of 3D movies, and then in like the 2008 era to like 2000. Yeah, my bloody Valentine probably. 3D. Like, are you fucking? That it just turns out cheesy though. Yeah, my bloody Valentine three. I mean, dude, for a while there, like literally every single movie came out in three D. Oh, I know. It, it was it was so it was irritating too because I remember going to the cinema and not having the option of two and three D. I'm like, are you fucking serious? I got to sit through this fucking three D shit, dude. One of the funnest things I ever did was was uh, smoke weed and watch Jackass three D in three D. Oh, give the me theater. a break! You did not smoke weed. You smoke crack. No, dude, it was so funny. It was so funny. It was like <laughs> I couldn't even handle it. I was like that. I, I was like getting to the point where I was like, people are gonna think I'm laughing too much. They're gonna dude, know I'm. High. I actually watched that in 3D also because not knowing that I didn't have the option, I'm like, I get there. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, Jack? Like, really? When you start watching shit like Jackass in 3D, like you really start to question what you're doing with your life. Yeah, but they like pooped on stuff in 3D. I know it's funny for two <laughs> seconds, but then when you have a headache and you have sensitive eyes, like I do, my my irises and my fucking optical nerves <laughs> they they don't process the shit properly, dude. They don't so process the shit. They they probably. don't process the shit, man. That's absolutely yeah. true. So I have a hard time concentrating and, and, and laughing as much as I probably should at that shit because mm-hmm. I'm watching Jackass in 3D. Do I need to see poop in 3D? Probably. Yes. But Only my, you can answer that question. I know. <laughs> I, I mean, I probably need to see that shit, but I mean, I just... Uh, headaches you just, me, dude. You just, sometimes you gotta sacrifice your... your you know, health for the well-being of <laughs> well, you know, it, of it's not it's psyche. not li- it's not killing me. It's just making me feel like trash bags for like six hours after. It's fucking feel weird, good man. now. Feel shit like feel like shit later. It's <sighs> like McDonald's. Feel good now. Feel like shit later. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, okay. So yeah, that 3D thing. Blah blah. Uh, the second issue, th- which to me was the true issue, the main issue. Um, and that's the unrated cut of Jason Goes to Hell was missing the snapped wrist gore scene. 
which mm-hmm. is great. Like, how does that even happen? That just feels like some dickhead had a bad day, and he's like, you know, I'm going to remove this scene from the print. Again, <laughs> you know I'm confused, like, too. Yeah. Like, maybe they had to add all those scenes into the print. Maybe. Maybe. No, th- there's an uncut print. Like, that, that doesn't make sense that that scene maybe would be missing. Maybe they used the master and then added the clips from a print. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But that kind of sucks. Because like that was it. That's like a good. Key, that's a good. Uh, it's the best. It's too. the best part in the whole movie. No, when the bitch gets elbowed in the face is the best part. I'm just joking. There's no good parts in that movie. <laughs> Come on, that part is so <laughs> epic, dude. He's just like boom, <laughs> and her fucking mouth is like inside out. Yeah, I mean, I will say that movie does definitely has an elevated body count. It, doesn't that movie have the most kills in any uh, Friday film? No, I don't think so. It has like but 24 has, or something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, it 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 does have good kills in the uncut version though. It oh. has some of the best kills in the franchise actually. Yeah, it does. I agree. Um, Five's got a huge body count. Yeah, five is twenty one. I think that's a lot. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Jason Jason no. versus Fre- Freddy versus Jason is a lot too. I think that yeah, might actually be the most. I think the last two kind of yeah elevated the body counts. Oh, yeah. and the remake has a ton too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the opening like 25 minutes. Yeah, the opening 25 minutes has like at least 15 deaths or some shit. It's crazy. Uh, and then the last issue was Jason X was missing an audio scene in which Jason kills the camp counselors. Mm-hmm. You you don't you didn't get the fourth issue. The peanut butter? No, no. Uh, the that, it, that it smells uh, like farts. Right, the 13th part eight is actually in the box set. It was supposed to be. <laughs> Fuck! Of course, he has a single at the one that was fucking filming. Dude, you're telling me you like guy. Jason X more than Friday Eight? I don't remember very well, but I do remember I hate Jason Eight. Uh, so Jason takes Manhattan, man. I wish they had been able to make the movie that they actually sent out to make, because you know the whole story with that shit. Like they had to cut the funding for that, and they had to. Oh, it just looks so cheap now. Paramount kind of fucks up their horror movies. It's like yeah. this franchise has been making you money all they don't the goddamn like it. time. It was going to be a lot They're bigger. They're fucking embarrassed by it. It's yeah. like a fucking like stock fund and fucking dildos or something. They don't want to talk about it. <laughs> we made so much money off vibrators this week. What? No, nothing, man. We didn't make anything. Right. <laughs> Buy more vibrators. Yeah, but um, you can contact www.discshipment.com. Uh, with the filling out the form and putting Friday the 13th under the titles that you need replaced and uploading your receipt, and they will send you replacement discs. you got to tell them the, which titles you need replaced? No, you just have to say Friday the 13th. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I, just, I, yeah I, I saw that. They're just going to send the package. Yep. Okay. Uh, moving on. Shudder announces three-night Halloween event, the Shudder drive-in with films, performers, and more. Uh, starting on October 29th, running three consecutive nights, the pair, what pair? This is pair. Oh, a partnership with Cinema Drive-In and Kilburn Live uh, will produce an all-new immersive experience that combines three Halloween feature films with the live-action elements and performers to create a horror film meets Haunted House-style attraction. What? Yeah, so... Uh, the multi-sensory live-action event kicks off with Blood Quantum on Thursday the 29th with host following. Is this... Oh, this is like... This isn't on Shutter. It's like actually at a drive-in. <laughs> Why are you telling me? I ain't gotta be able I, to get there. No, I didn't know that when I started reading it. So, yeah, I mean, if you Dude, live talk about in, quality control. Holy fuck. If you live in California or at 
in Texas or in New Jersey. So this is basically going out to Venom and Mike. And right. I think and I think and Donnie Brandon. and Donnie. Brandon. And all the toxic waste people in New Jersey. Right. All right, I should have said that. Brandon. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> the toxic um, waste. Okay. Yeah. It's going out to the toxic Dion offender. Taylor. Me. The toxic uh, Avenger. Offender. Dion. <laughs> Dion Taylor is directing Grave Hill, which is a remake of the Vietnamese horror The Housemaid. Have you guys seen The Housemaid? Didn't the, shelf, I think I have that Didn't The Housemaid just come out like a couple years ago through IFC? I don't know. It's Vietnamese. Yeah, I think that's the one that's... Oh, uh, 2016, yeah. Yeah, yes. I think they only put a DVD out, too. They didn't put a Blu-ray, and I was like, what the fuck am I buying this DVD for? Oh, because they didn't put a Blu-ray out. Are you sure they didn't put a, out a Blu-ray? I swear Derek has the Blu-ray, but I could be wrong. But I, no, I think you you know what, Dave, I think you're thinking of uh, that other film, the other Vietnamese film they put out. Well, what is it? I'm not Derek. sure. All I know Call is Derek that, right now. I have heard that it's actually a pretty good movie, but it's being Americanized. So Americanized. Why? It's brand fucking new. We're going to make sure it's the right movie. I don't know. I didn't I'm mind the up. inside remake. I'm be honest. What was this made? It's called Housemaid. Yeah, yeah. Housemaid. I've heard from a lot of people is really good. What? The housemaid. The housemaid. The, the yeah, Vietnamese movie that came out from uh, Screen Factory IFC line. So, yeah, it was this one I, I wanted to check out. I couldn't get my hands on it though because those I, all those IFC titles are only regulated to the U.S. So they're imports up here. So I don't know. Ugh, so they're super expensive. Crazy expensive. Like it's retarded. I shouldn't say that, but. No, it's stupid. Okay. It's stupid. They're all like 30-something bucks. And I'm like, it's an IFC film. <laughs> it's crazy. But, so okay. Amazon, it is on Blu-ray. Yeah, I thought so. But yeah, you're I'm thinking of sure. the other movie that's on DVD that's Vietnamese. I don't think this is an American DVD. The American DVD, Blu-ray is currently not in stock, though. Well, no, the only one is in stock is the Montas Pictures import. So I don't know if this fucker is available anymore on Blu-ray. Okay. Uh, so that's being remade. Um, after that, James Wan is producing a I Know What You Did Last Summer television series for Amazon. <sighs> a while back, that was being announced as like a remake. Um, but then now it sounds like it's going to TV. Why? Like, did they, not, know, so did they not learn from the shitty Scream fr- or series, man? That shit was fucking <laughs> terrible. Yeah, but this is like the B-list version of Scream, too. Yeah, well... That's what I'm saying. It's going to be even worse. That'd be like if they made a bad Gremlins TV series and then they were like, well, I guess we got to do the Ghoulies TV series now. Like, this is not going to... Well, they learned. They learned after they put out Gremlins 2 because that movie sucks. You're wrong. No, Gremlins 2 sucks, man. I I, love it. I can't stand... You know, I'm a little bit biased because I'm not even a big fan of the original one. I I like the original Gremlins. I'm not, like, in love with it. It's I don't hate it it. like I hate E.T., but honestly, dude, Gremlins 2 is... I do. I hate... ET. I didn't even like it as I've a kid, but Gremlins 2, man, that shit has never done it for me. I've never liked it. I always it's thought it zany. was shitty. I like it. It makes me laugh, and there's a bunch of different Gremlins. But they were smart yeah. because like they... You got a bat Gremlin. You got electric yeah. Gremlin. Gremlins yeah, electric 2? Gremlin. He, can go through, he can go through electronic devices. How yeah, can we make, got, a, how can we make a TV series after we have a shitty tits. sequel? You got the one with tits. You got one oh, that is God. a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah. And then you he's got the Grandpa electric. Monster, played by yeah. the guy from Christine. Oh, you guys, stop, I don't think stop a, trying is to he a fucking... Gremlin? Is he a gremlin? I don't think he's a gremlin, JP. Is that is you a got... Grandpa guy a gremlin? 
The only good thing care. about part two, you got two Dick Miller in it. Come on, yeah. is that Phoebe Cates is you know Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee's in it. Zach Galligan. No, yeah. Zach, that, that's not a selling point. Like, hey, <laughs> oh yeah, Christopher Lee actually is in that movie. I forgot about that. It's crazy. Yeah, he's great in that. That deleted scene is so great when he's in the lab and he's like. The guy's like, what is this? It's a vampire bat. And he's like, I heard they suck blood. And the guy's like, no, that's not true at all. He's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that should have been stayed in the movie, I swear. You know what? Um, we're going to do Gremlins 2 for our franchise roundup. I'm just saying. I love Gremlins 2. For a f- five what, stars. What fucking franchise are we talking about here? <laughs> Gremlins 1 and 2. That's not a franchise. A Wait, franchise when are we is, ever going to review Gremlins 2? A then? franchise is... What? Four films or more, because if there's three, that's a trilogy. That's not a franchise. It came out in '92, I think. Get it? Mm, I thought it was yeah, '92. Something like that, yeah. I remember actually anyway. watching it when it first came out, being like, "Ugh, come on." You Canadians so, hate fun. I swear. Yeah, that is not true. That is not uh, true. Oh, coming from JP, he's he's like the fucking full time hater of fun. Hates it. JP. What? You don't you like, like Todd Sheets, but you don't like a I fucking, like three, fucking three out of ten. I like Ghoulies 3 as well. <laughs> Ghoulies 2, Ghoulies 3, and Grimlins 2 is all that matters for fun. That's how we base everything is on fun. I like all those little creature movies. I even like Hobgoblins a little bit. I never watched Hobgoblins, but I watched all the rest and I like them because I'm dumb. Hobgoblins. I don't like Ghoulies. Hobgoblins is so stupid. It has like such a long scene of like, <laughs> it's just so stupid. Do you like Munchies and Munchies 2? I've seen Munchies. Man, Munchies two is so ridiculous. There's three Munchie movies. Yeah, that's right. There is three Munchies actually. I think the second one's like super comical. Like it's just like it's ridiculous comedy. Second one has like a big guy on. He's like not really a little creature. He's like a like a midget or something, and he's played by Dom DeLuise. I like the first one though. It's actually kind of fun. I like me some small creature creatures. I have that on Blu-ray from Scream Factory. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, this is actually some good news for me. Uh, Fury Road spinoff, uh, Fur- Furiosa, will star Anna Taylor-Joy and Chris Hemsworth. Um, they are George Miller is developing a, a Fury Road spinoff based on Charlize Theron's character, which will be played by Anna Taylor-Joy. I thought this was like old news. Did we not know, well, I, know he was, I know he was trying to get it going, but I think it's like, this is like, hey, we're actually trying. Okay, because I thought I heard about this a long time ago, and I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool, because she was pretty cool in the film, so. Yeah. yeah. I think that works. And Anna Taylor-Joy is fucking awesome. Yeah, like, yeah. I really love her. Yeah, that's um, cool. So, yeah, I and, and Fury Road was pretty epic, in my opinion. Great movie. It's better than his yeah. original one, that's for sure. The first Mad Max? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that one either. The movie cost like $10, though, didn't it? It's Stop just... making excuses. I haven't watched that movie in fucking 20 years. Dude, the sequels are better than... The re- Mad Max is like one of those completely overrated films. Like, everybody knows we're like, ah, oh, I like Mad Max. And I'm like, have you they watched it recently? The poster is right? cooler than the movie. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, have you fucking <laughs> watched Mad Max recently? It's actually got a horrible narrative. It's really not that good at all in any it's action. It's bland. It is, man. It's like not a great movie at all. Totally Yeah, overrated. I watched it within the past year i think i think i watched it this year i would watch 
the fucking Thunderdome more. I actually rewatched that a few months back again. So yeah, I actually don't mind it. It's definitely not as good as I remembered when I was a kid. The Road Warriors, where it's at. The Road Warriors, fucking amazing. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great sequel. It's one of those sequels that just totally outshines the original film. And then Thunderdome is way step down, but it's still fun. Though. It's humongous and Thunderdome. Road Warrior. It has fucking. It's got. I don't know. It's it's just fun. No, I know. Is 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 humongous and thunder and then Road Warrior? Is he in the Dude, second one? Fuck is humongous. He's a fucking weird guy with the fucking spike mask. No, that's in the third one, I think. No, he's not in the third one because I barely remember the third one. I know I've seen the first two more. Spike mask? I don't remember. He's a, he's a fucking big bad guy. Who's the one where like fucking? You mean the hockey mask? Is he not like the Jason? Yeah, part yeah. Five he's mask? got like a Jason mask, but he's covered in spikes. Yeah, that's part Road Warrior. Yeah, that's, that's Road Okay, I can't remember. I always that's get the those shit fucked all up. The time. With, with the kid who has the boomerang. But that's Road Warrior. But yeah, that one's awesome. Thunderdome no, has fucking. Uh, yeah, that's um, Road Warrior. Tina Turner in it. Yeah, I barely yeah. remember Thunderdome. I remember that being real cheesy. And she's like. Master Blaster. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's cheesy. It, it is cheesy. <laughs> it is cheesy, but it's fun. I'd like to rewatch all those, to be honest. I just did this year. Except for Fury Road. I forgot to do that one. Um, okay, so last little bit of news here. Michael C. Hall is back as Dexter in a limited revival from Showtime. It's going to be 10 episodes and follow the original end the, of the series from 2013. It's going to try to make up for the shitty last season. It's going to. Yep. Did you say the storyline's going to take place right where it left off? You're right. With oh, okay. Dexter. Well, so they, I won't spoil. Just they case. need to. Um, yeah, they need to. Re- yeah. Fix that. Dude, issue. I <laughs> literally was obsessed with that show. It was like one of the first shows I got heavy into. And Dude. I was so mad by the end. The first five so seasons I are really need- good. What's the last two seasons? It went seven seasons. Uh, seven or yeah, I think seven. I think it was seven. Yeah. So I think the first five are really solid, and then six it started to go downhill, and then the last season was just like holy. I remember too. I'd be like, "What the fuck is the going last on season?" Here? Was complete. It's still garbage. not as bad as last season of Entourage. That's the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. Oh my god, fucking terrible. But I need this. I bit people have been like, "No, that, that, like there there have been talks about a revival forever, and everybody's like, nah like they ruined that show and I'm like, "Yes, that's why we need a revival to fix the bullshit because mm-hmm. I need a different ending so I could be satisfied or else I feel like I I, I named my dog Dexter. Like I need to feel good about it. Did you name I, him after you like saw the first 3 seasons? The first 4 <laughs> because the fourth <laughs> season so is the best one. That's like getting a bad tattoo, like getting a slipknot tattoo and you're like like fucking 15 and then like after the like yeah, and then you turn 20 and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah, it was it, it was yeah it was stupid because i was like so obsessed with the show and i got a puppy around like the fourth season i think and then i was like what should i name this dog and then i was like well, i'm gonna name it dexter <laughs> mr originality i wouldn't so. feel bad getting the slipknot tattoo at least Corey taylor's like a legitimate horror fan you know he's actually didn't like, you name your cat like goomba or some shit yeah, but that was just because he was fucking retarded. My bad. Shouldn't use that word. <laughs> That's twice yeah, we've actually, apologized. He like, he here I am the most unapologetic person in the world, and I actually said sorry for saying retarded. <laughs> this world's starting to get to me. He actually is mentally handicapped. The cat is, like, literally special. I didn't name him Goomba because I was like, he's a Goomba. He's like a little how creature. You, and how like, do you Mario's know that? Mario's fucking timeless. What are you talking about? Like, did, the, did, like, a vet diagnose him as being At the time, slow? I thought Dexter was going to be timeless, too. <laughs> name one cat you know named Goomba. Besides my cat, I I can can't say I know another one named Goomba. Yeah, yeah. but I don't know any cats named shit either. Doesn't <laughs> yeah, mean it's a good name. Dexter. 
Dexter is so unoriginal. Should have just called him Max. <laughs> Dexter isn't like a common name. Like, who names that a kid is? Dexter? It's a common dog name, though. It's usually Point Dexter. Is it really? I'd say so. Okay. Maybe. Maybe, That's maybe the there's news. a dog in a movie named Dexter. Yeah. Maybe. That's all the news. news. That's all the news. All, all right. Jason Muse. That's all the Jason Muse. That's all the Jason Muse we have for you guys. All righty. And that is Thanks the so news. Lot, Fucking thing sucks. All right, so moving along here into a quick little knowledge segment. The word I bring to you today is knowledge reigns supreme. You got no time to joke and play because knowledge reigns supreme. Yeah, so for this one, I mean, this being the Halloween special, I don't know what volume it is. I always, I can't keep track of that shit. Um, what well, is it? Halloween itself, it would be our. I want to say seven? seventh year doing yeah. Halloween. It, it's at least seven. I know overall for viewers' choice, it's um, 12 uh, or 14. 12? Yeah, I some, think it's 12. Yeah, we've had a lot of these viewer choice shows, and uh, we appreciate that. Um, so for this knowledge, I'm just going to break down. I literally just typed in like I usually do, and first thing pops up, I just typed in, you know, the best movies to watch on Halloween kind of thing. We'll just discuss maybe some of our picks or – just see how this list goes and shit. This is from colander.com. This list was done last Halloween, October 31st. And it's literally titled 13 great horror movies to watch on Halloween that aren't Halloween. Yeah. I was hoping you were going to do that. And that's kind (laughs) of what I was going for. Cause I mean, really like everyone's list is always fucking Halloween. (laughs) <laughs> like at this point I want lists that are like, I wish like next year this guy needs to write a list and he's like 13 movies to watch on Halloween that aren't Halloween or trick or treat <laughs> because right. those, those are the, the two really big ones. Uh, but, people will be like, I- I'm a little bit different than everyone else. I like to watch Halloween three, <laughs> you know, dude, a couple we, years yeah, ago. Fucking get it. I mean, it is true. Halloween three has maybe the thickest Halloween atmosphere in the franchise. Yeah. You know, a couple of years ago, I was going to fuck around on the 31 Days of Horror because every Halloween <clears throat> or every day 31, I always do a film that's, you know, strictly a Halloween type film, right? Mm-hmm. And a couple of years ago, I was actually laughing at myself. I'm like, I wasn't sure what I was going to review on day 31. And I was like, man, I should just do a Christmas movie just to throw everybody off. <laughs> like, I literally tossed around the idea and I was like, nah, that's just fucking dumb. But I, I laughed about it. Anyways. Right. Um, so anyways, uh, 13 great horror movies to watch on Halloween that aren't john carpenter's halloween oh this is great this is so great because this is actually one of my favorite john carpenter movies and i know jp is not too fond of this i'm not sure um hmm. dave's opinion on the movie i'm pretty sure he likes it but the fog i absolutely okay. that's set, love oh, wait it's not set it, they don't have to be set on halloween no this? this is this is just 13 movies that are great to watch during halloween kind of thing right? i i can see the reason for picking that one because it does have great atmosphere oh, yeah um yeah. i think the opening of the fog is super strong like i love it but the, the it's like pretty boring i think the See, I don't leopard it... thing is a cool idea but it's just like nothing really happens with i'm them. good with it i like buck flower he's like that's the best part of the movie for me he's like that ain't no fog bag out there Wait, there's a fog bag out there. Yeah, dude. The I just love all the characters. Like, there's a lot of fucking great characters in this movie, too. But yeah, I mean, I, I like the whole 
um, kind of ghost zombie thing. I, I just like the narrative too, like how, why they're there and stuff. There's just yeah, a lot of I great like stuff that. about it. The I just like the story. Cool. But it's you're right. It's a good though. ghost story to watch with your family. Put it on, watch with your mom and stuff. I think it's good for that kind of scary, but you it know, is. not too crazy. And it all, like you said, you know, going back to the beginning, you know, with the story, you know, the the kind of campfire story and shit, and like that's just the greatest way to start off a film, man. I love that shit. It's a good movie. It's just Actually, never I, been in my top five. I'm more happy movies. with this list than than like films set on Halloween because like. I already know all those. This is kind of more fun. I was actually going to mention that, but uh, yeah, you know, of course, 13 great horror movies to watch on Halloween that aren't Halloween. I should have added that aren't actually set on Halloween because I think that's kind of what it says right here. So, but anyways, the fog is, these aren't really listed, but they're just kind of in. Yeah, I agree with the pick. So Uh, next up here is Sleepy Hollow. That is the, um, the Tim Burton film. Um, okay, so some of them are set on Halloween then. <laughs> well, I'm not saying they all aren't. I'm just saying, yeah, they could be, might not. They don't whatever. have to be. Yeah, they don't have to be. I think that's kind of the point of the list. But uh, thoughts on Sleepy Hollow? I actually like Sleepy Hollow. I've, I've noticed that, you know, when Sleepy Hollow first came out, it wasn't really hitting hard with a lot of people and fans from my recollection. But over the years, it's become super cult. And like, I don't know what's with that film, but it seems like everyone kind of champs it now a lot more than they used to. I don't know if I've seen the whole thing. I've I, never, I, I didn't I've see never it when it came out. And then I tried to watch it like probably eight years ago. And it, it, I got to one part where there's this real shit, like real bad CGI. And oh, I was okay. like, eh, I'm going to wait on that one. <laughs> you know what? My, my I, I seen I, like I vote for it every year in the poll because I'm just like, I've never seen it. So I kind of always want to. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so far it's never won the poll. But I'll tell you what, man, the the. The choices are getting slimmer and slimmer in terms of like the obvious ones that people want. <laughs> you well, know, the, the, the problem so. is with this shit, man, is that people aren't picking the right ones. Like, I'm not, I mean, that, that can't kind of came out wrong, but I'm just saying, like, demonic toys, like, every year that I see demonic toys on the list, I'm like, man, there's like one part in the movie that's on Halloween. The movie doesn't actually take place on Halloween, which is kind of infuriating. There's literally a backstory that takes place on Halloween. And I'm like, man, I don't know. Yeah. There's but a- isn't it like the anniversary of that? So you assume that it's on Halloween. I know, well? but they never actually do say though. It's, yeah. I don't know, but you know what I'm saying? You know what? You're right. But I was watching it. And for some reason I was like, wait a minute, does this even take place on Halloween? And I was like, I was like waiting to find out if it did. And then I was like, does it take place on Christmas? Cause for some reason I started thinking that yeah. it was like Christmas. Cause like the presents or the toy store or whatever. But, uh, no, I, I don't know why Demonic Toys went through. I voted for it just because I wanted to watch it, but uh Yeah. I just feel that strange. like like, you know, going back to the midnight hour, like a lot of people haven't seen it or just keep forgetting about it, but it's on the list every year. It barely ever gets votes, but that is like the most awesome Halloween fucking movie. One of the, I just didn't feel one like of the greatest one. ones out there, man. Like that would underrated. Been, it would have been so good to do, especially it's with these other two this. movies that are so Halloween. You know, like we have two other movies that are very, very Halloween kind of thing. And I, I would say Midnight Hour is one of the definitive Halloween yeah, movies dude. as far as Halloween atmosphere is concerned. Right, mm-hmm. right. But also Lacey and Dan were doing it, so I was like, I don't want to do that. Who gives a shit? Oh, okay. You know, but I mean, I it's don't just, like doing the same thing. I, as I actually, people. I was a little bit disappointed because I thought maybe it was going to get a little bit more votes this year because, you know, I had it on my top 10 and a lot of people did get back. I'm like, man, you know, I need to, I need to rewatch or even it's watch just Midnight nobody Hour. knows what it is. Dude, somebody actually said that was the worst movie of 85 when I asked for the worst movie of 85 and I was like, what the fuck? I was Dude, like, people literally, say this people is my top stairs is the worst of 91. I don't care. But, you, you're, you're, you're people that your friends with are dumb. 
Just saying. Dude, honestly, Dude, I, I love like when you post those. Friends. I love when you post those, to, or, um, Dave, because I'll read through the comments. And like, I think I did the same thing with 85. And I was like, they apparently have not watched too many bad 85 movies or 91 movies. Rejects is the worst at 05. And everybody's like, what? Dude, I just that's, scroll that's down the list though. and I'm like, <laughs> dumbass. That's, that's just somebody dumbass. who actively <laughs> hates Rob Zombie and can't yeah. think objectively. Even if you don't like the movie, it's not the worst. There's no way it's the worst. Yeah, because you didn't say what your favorite or what your least favorite is. You asked what the best and worst was kind of thing, right? So that's an objectivity thing. But I don't know, man. I, there, There is definitely a lot more picks that we can do from years to come here. And I'm just shocked by some of the ones that aren't being chosen. But... It is what it is. Uh, next up here is um, The Conjuring. Thoughts on The Conjuring? I actually really like the first Conjuring. It's on my I blind love it. spot. I think it's great. Never seen it. I did, blind spot. I'm not a huge fan of the sequel. I know a lot of people championed the sequel when it came out, but I felt oh. I felt like it just it was a couple steps way down. I enjoyed it, but I thought it was not even close to the original one. But I just I felt like there were some moments in it that threw me off there was one specific moment i won't say if you haven't said it but or i've seen the movie or whatever but uh i just it took me right the fuck out it's kind of like that whole uh, this has happened a few times in movies but i didn't think it was as good at all felt rushed to me it It felt rushed to me to be honest i think that the thing i like about the conjuring a lot is it really reminds me of like in amityville or something that came out in that era i mean it's set in that era but it just it yeah. kind of captures what was cool about the haunted house film of the time it, it was just so done really that. well it was actually done really well you know it's it's hard to do a lot of these kind of ghost stories and stuff modern wise that are good it seems like a, the, the majority of them that come out are very uh, very laughable you know they just don't seem to work in modern times as well but conjuring i felt like it did it was done really well um, the next up is uh, the cabinet of Doctor Caligari. <laughs> Great one, oh, That's dude. A good choice. Fuck yeah! I, it's I, so amazing. Me and Moods reviewed it, and we pretty much blew it oh, the man. entire time. I think the set design on this movie is fucking incredible. It is so cool visually. You know, it's just done so fucking well, man. I, I it just I could watch this shit all the time, dude. It's really damn good. Really fucking well. Good. Of course, it's Twenty Two Shots Hall of Famer. You know, it's 1920. What's the guy's name? The killer. Caligari. The killer's not named Caligari. Cabinet. (laughs) (laughs) He's super iconic looking. Yeah. You never forget that guy. Everybody knows who that guy is. You know, horror movies. Yeah. The imagery is just second to none, man. It's so crazy when you, when you watch this movie and like that Kino transfer, holy fuck balls. Like, yeah, good movie, man. Is some crazy shit that they did restoring this movie. Like it looks like it was filmed like just recently it's crazy but yeah that's uh set design something else if you've never seen the original cabinet dr caligari you got to check it out it's amazing mm-hmm. uh next up this is one that i actually love to watch um it's fun it's not as good as the first part of the double feature but it's still really fun and that's planet terror it's i'm kind of shocked to actually see this on the list but planet terror yeah hmm. i'd say just watch the whole thing right right yeah, I like it. It's fun. It's fun, man. Planet Terror is fun. I, I like Death Proof a lot more. Almost a little Terror too stupid at the end. Yeah. That, it's that's a little too... The, the gun lag was too much. Yeah, a little bit in the end. But yeah, I prefer Death I Proof. Know, I like Death Proof, I watch. It, it's like Death pure Proof. exploitation bullshit. Yeah. yeah, but it's just a little too dumb. It, yeah, it's but there was a lot of that dumb shit back then. Not mm-hmm. that dumb. It was pretty dumb. 
I love Rose, Rose it, it doesn't name. look like an exploitation movie though at that point it just looks too newish it just didn't look good either it didn't yeah. match it. Yeah, everything the style it just almost went too much for that like I don't know yeah, that was Rodriguez though. You okay. can tell you can tell that was his movie though, right? Like you watch yeah, Death I like Proof. The movie. You watch Death Proof and you, you you see like how much obviously it's a love letter to exploitation type films and shit, it's but Tarantino when gets, Ash gets it a lot more. All on his fucking hand. Yeah, but that's not really an exploitation movie. Not that time, not the time frame they eh, were going for. That's yeah, 87. I get, I get what that's not the same thing. This movie he was trying to go forward probably be more like in line yeah. with a Nightmare City or something like that. No, I get you like a grindhouse. Yeah, it just doesn't really match the aesthetic of the movie. Like the CGI parts just look off Mm. at the end. And even like it just it it's it doesn't really match. Like there's serious dark tones throughout the whole movie, and then that just is like fucking so over the top. It's dumb. Yeah. I mean, but I still like the movie. It it reminds me. It's still fun. It's got some gross shit in it, though. Yeah, you're right. It's it turns like meatball machine or some shit. Yeah, it's like Japanese. Yeah, it it was super gross and shit, man. Um, I always like Rose McGowan's name though, Cherry Darling. That shit's funny to me. (laughs) Great name, great name. Uh, Next up here is when Bruce Willis turns into like that giant blob, and he's like, "Thank you for your service." Right? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that is probably one of the greatest parts of the movie, actually. Uh, is uh, actually one of JP's favorite movies, and that's the original Fright Night. No, <laughs> I, I like. Fright Night. I like. Oh, I was obviously too, being facetious. Honestly, man. Fright Night doesn't feel Halloween to me, man. It feels like summer or something. It does feel more like summer, and it's also my number six on eighty-five. So, oh, you guys, that tells you anything. Whatever. Number six. I, I, I'm all, I, I do think Fright Night has its place, but I've always kind of felt like that was a summer movie. Does Fright Night me. um did Fright Night even make your top ten or did it not make your top ten at all? Uh eighty <laughs> what year? Eighty five. Eighty five. It made your top ten. It was like eight or something. I was I think I was no, sure it missed, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it did. Sure wasn't it on there missed. either. Yeah, because he doesn't I don't understand. You know, it's funny, man. I've had a lot of different comments because I've done top 10 lists of vampire movies and I was, you know, Fright Night's always the one that's, I mean, th- this is the movie that got me into horror. Like I watched this shit, you know, when I was five, six years old, 85, whenever I first seen it. And that was the see, film. I'm glad I didn't see that because it would have gotten me away from horror. Oh, fuck Shut off, up. dude. What a different time. But, you <laughs> know, it's crazy. But, you know, the thing I always liked about Fright Night back in those days was I took it for, you know, being a scary film. I didn't realize it was a comedy and stuff, right? And it just always freaked me out, man. So many great memories, but I, I just don't understand the hate just, for it. Like, I'll put this well, up it, there and people are like, really, you like it Fright got Night? This fucking, I, I think the love story between Amanda Bierce and, and Chris Sarandon is cringy. But every uh, vampire movie has that fucking romance not element. Lost Boys. Every every classic are you, vampire are you that movie's more of a throwback me? to the old. There's a romance. Like you're talking about you're talking about Star and dude. And there's a like, romance yeah, element in there. Yeah, but it's a background like unimportant like subplot. But it's still not, there. Like this big, drawn out dance. Okay, sequence if you want to get club. very hip, if you want to get fucking, you know, into vampires uh, and love are synonymous. They are. It is. But that, that's what it, it's about. It has to be interesting though, and that one wasn't. It was just stupid. I don't think it's stupid. I don't think it's stupid oh. at all, man. It's not about her. It's about the fact that she looks like, you know, anyways, we know what the story is. But, you know, I mean, if you look at the Lost Boys, I mean, I get a lot of. It was my number 17. That's pretty good for 85, dude. Dude, that is fucking. <laughs> but then again, yeah, if you're doing your list by favorites. What, you know... what was what was it for you? Number one? No. In, in 85. Three? 
No, eighty. No, through eighty-five is probably the best horror year, movie year ever. I think, to be honest, it has two. It has my two favorite movies in it, and it has number number it has three of my top tens of all time. No, my or, number honestly, one is Day of the it's Dead. It's one of my strongest top tens, but like Day of the Dead, and then Return of Living Dead, and Fred, yeah, like there's like there's some top five films. Like there, honestly, so my top ten list fifteen spots away from yours. That's not that big a deal. Yeah, it is. It's a huge deal. But then again, spots in eighty-five. This isn't like ninety-one or something. If we're doing this is a big deal. But fifteen's you, a lot. But you did your list by favorites. Like, I mean, I mean, if you're doing it straight objectively, would you have put Fright Night in a best of list from eighty-five though? Um, it could have maybe made my ten spot because I think it might be better than Cat's Eye subjectively or objectively. Um, Are you fucking? You got to be fucking with me. The, what's that? It's way better than Cat's Eye. Like objectively, like as filming. That's what I'm saying. I would have put it where Cat's Eye is instead. But it's not better than Rainmaker. It's not better than Silver Bullet. It's not better than Demons. It's not better than Phenomena. It's not better than House. It's not better than Dead Dead or Return of Living Dead. See, see, when you start ringing off titles from '85, that gets ridiculous, dude. I'm telling you, Demons this year, hands down, hands down. But again, going back to our top 50 favorite lists of all time, like I mean, half my top 10 was literally in that list. That's yeah, how fucking top, solid that list is. There's fucking 50. great movies from 85. Man, like yeah, Day, top... Return, Demons, Phenomenon, and uh, Reanimator, and even probably Fright Night are going to make my top 50. And it's crazy. Like, and, and I'm talking like all those movies are literally like in my top, well, three of those are in my top five. And, you know, top 10 kind of thing, top 12. Fucking gnarly. What a crazy two, year. The, my, the top two of that year are my two favorite movies I've ever made. So, like, I was like, I know. Yeah. That's like me, too. It's it's crazy. It, it's really crazy. So, yeah. D- Day of the Dead and Return of Living Dead are in my, I think, top five ever. It's my one two spot, really. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Which is one thing. But whenever you talk about, like, you know, three or four people also having it in their, like, top five or ten of all time, that's where it really. I still can't get over cool. the 80s series and 85. I uh, listening to that the summer they series. Pick. They pick fucking Fright Night and Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, see how does Day of, the Dead not have Day of the Dead there? I'd be like, I know Return of the Living Dead's the greatest fucking satire ever, but like Return of the Living Dead is literally like the good value, the best good value you've ever seen compared to Day of the Dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's still the good value version. Yeah. Not to be a dick. It's my second favorite movie ever made, but still, Day of the Dead's Day of the Dead. I, was dude, Midnight Hour? It, it legitimately shocks me that pe- the lack of respect people have for Day of the Dead. Like people it, forget, it blows man. my mind. People forget. They forget. I swear, they must. Like at the end of the day, like if you put Day of the Dead and you're going to watch the whole thing, like Fright Night is a remake of another movie. Day of the Dead is its originality, and there's a lot of substance. There's not much you can have a 45 minute conversation about what's going on in Fright Night. You're like, eh, well, it's it's really well made it's it, you know it's fun but it doesn't have like any the shit the day of the dead has like the substance let me ask something was midnight hour ever talked about for 85 in the summer series was no, it ever brought it, up it's they don't do tv movies yeah they don't do tv movies. what do you mean what, what what's the difference it doesn't i don't get they it. don't just to make they, it easier on them just to make it easier but it's fucking no good, tv though. movies in the summer series <laughs> oh that's no i agree it's good but like you think like I think because they did the 70s first and it's like if you do TV movies too then it's like fucking a million more movies that they had to watch you know but, but aren't at the end of the day aren't they just a movie 
if it's yeah, not theatrical or straight to home video, like it's still a fucking movie. I don't, I don't know understand. what the reason they never included TV movies were for. Honestly, I don't know. But I always kind of it's not it was creating that too. much more watches from the set. Like, I mean, let's face it: the amount of films that came out in each year in the seventies wasn't that crazy. You add that you if you add in the TV films, it, it's not much more. It I really do. isn't. Like, I, I don't know. We'd have to ask Duncan why they decided that. I Duncan still don't think Night Owl would have made the top ten. No, no, not with those. I I would probably put money on it. The reason why they don't do TV films because they're probably hard to to locate and find to watch Maybe. and you know kind of research and stuff. I don't know. I mean, obviously there is a lot that are out there on that have good releases and stuff, but, but I don't know. Midnight Hour was my number twenty. It made my top fifteen. I think I don't remember where you guys yeah. are. You guys are insane. The, well, um, honestly, that that, that was one moods where like I really liked it when I watched it, but it was the. F- it was the second movie I watched in prep. So by the time the show came around, it was well, like the first years. movie I watched made my top 10 <laughs> return to Oz was in my top 10. I know, but one. it was also a first time watch first yeah. time watch. Yeah. And it was the first watch of the prep. So I, I think actually, it maybe I, I, I just actually, didn't even remember it by a year later. <laughs> I actually had a fucking dream. It was actually even recently too, man. I was having this really fucked up dream that people kept calling me fat. And I was like, dudes, I'm not fat. I weigh like 185 pounds. Fuck you. But it was weird. But I was having this weird dream that that it was being rumored that midnight the midnight hour is being released by Vinegar Syndrome. And I like I couldn't fucking like contain myself. And I, I was like, I need to find out. So I like I got on the fucking phone and i called vinegar syndrome <laughs> i i didn't even I, I i remember in my dream being like no i can't email them because they might not get my message or i i don't i can't contact them digitally i need to call them and i remember i called them on my cell phone and the dude answered and he's like he's like i can't tell you and i just remember feeling this dread and i was like is it true or not and like i was getting so like See, I would have took it as like if they can't tell me, then it's true. It's, yeah, <laughs> well, that's that's generally it. what you would think, right? But he's like, you know, I can't tell you either way because the way I kind of took it was, you know, he just don't want either way getting out kind of thing. But it was just a really strange dream. I'm obviously I love that movie. If I'm having weird dreams like that, I was like getting anxiety in my dream, and I don't even I, get I anxiety. Right? I do. I love the movie. I almost fucking in Halloween Spookies. I made an idea, like I had a story that was based, like kind of in something on Midnight Hour, like coming back from the grave on Halloween to get something done. I love that yeah, concept. Yeah. I think it's great. Like I said, it's it's one of the best Halloween movies. Oh, it's got course. one of the greatest Halloween aesthetics, that. man. It's got one of the greatest mm-hmm. Halloween cool. aesthetics out there, man. Yeah. And small I just, town. I just feel like danger and the stuff. Yeah, Vinegar Syndrome would do a great job with it because, you know, you get the awesome slip or whatever if you're into that stuff. But I could also see, like, Kino has been releasing, you know, some of the older Anchor Bay titles too. So, I mean, a lot of companies have accumulated some of their old ti- older titles. But I don't know why that one hasn't been. It probably has something to do with the TV rights. Music rights too. Think about it. When you listen to that yeah. movie, there's all sorts of crazy music in that. There's always mm-hmm. issues with TV rights, though. Like, have you ever noticed that yeah, there's a ton there of movies out time. there? It's not just music. It's it's a lot of to do with the this networks that own these films and stuff. And they just, I don't know. It's just a weird I've, thing. Uh, nobody probably knows who actually owns the damn thing. And that's the problem. <laughs> probably. I, yeah. Well, like, where did, what, like when it aired in 85, who originally aired the movie? Was it ABC? I don't know. I don't remember. I would assume probably ABC would, would be a good choice. I think it was an ABC. Yeah. ABC I, I, or NBC. Yeah. That's probably sounds about right for that mid 80s time period. So. Um, all right. So moving along, no idea what number I'm on, but, uh, it's a movie that actually has been on our Halloween list that I think got some votes this year, actually. And I was 
I think I might have even voted for myself at one point, and that's The Guest. Cool movie. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen that. I feel like I might have, but I don't. Like, I did vote for it. That That's one of those titles it's, that it's just good. sounds so like normal and average that I could, I'm thinking of like 10 different movies. It's Adam Wingard. Wingard. It's I a Wingard film. I think that's his best movie. I think it's his best movie. Oh uh, yeah. He's done some really good ones. This one, this one's good. I mean, I remember when this movie first came out and thinking to myself, is it a horror movie? Because like the, not the teaser trailer, but the poster and stuff was literally just a dude holding a gun. And I'm like, it, it looks like a fucking action movie to me, but it's pretty cool. It's actually, it's actually I set think on I Halloween. I feel like I've seen this before yeah. just based on the description. It's cool, man. It's you know, it's set on Halloween. It's got a. It's pretty cool, man. I'll I'll admit, I really enjoyed it. So, right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, ooh. Next up is, fuck, man. When this movie came out, my god, this is one of those films that had one of the most mixed reactions ever. Like there was people that loved it and people that hated this movie. It was just the talk of the goddamn town, and that's the cabin in the woods. <clears throat> Love it. I think it, I remember it being good. I always. Liked I think it. it's amazing. I think it's pretty cool too, actually. It, it's it's so smart the amount of references they sneak in there to to like horror the genre as a whole. Yeah. Hey, hey. Remember, you know that bullshit with my weekly video? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a backup. Nice. They put it back up. I think that um, the people that uh, that company, Little White Lie, came through because uh, it wasn't their fault. Mm-hmm. And Arrow, they helped me out. They helped to get back up. That's, that's cool. Good stuff. That's yeah, good that's stuff. real cool. I'm, I'm, I, I was thinking that those people flagged me on purpose, but they actually were super. I know nice. we were. Uh, I was out there cussing them. I always <laughs> felt like, like why, why it made no sense. That's why I was confused. I always felt like Cabin in the Woods kind of got you know a wrong reaction based on because I mean people were literally thinking it was like this kind of you a know Cabin sla- in the Woods. Yeah, it was a slasher film. Like it was that. Typical it was kind of marketed as that. That was the problem. Well, I actually think the marketing was good because I think if you give too much away, you're going to give away that third act. But I think the problem is, you know, people are expecting, you know, this kind of tropey fucking, mm. you know, slasher film that people, you know, if you don't, if you're a big horror fan, you like slasher films, you don't mind watching that shit. It's a slasher film. It is what it is. It's about the kills. But this one kind of goes into a direction where you're like, holy shit, there's a whole fucking crazy narrative going on here. But then it, it has monsters and shit. It's kind of like, I feel like this movie had the same reaction a lot of people did when they watch original It. You know, at the end of it, they're like, what the fuck is with this huge, stupid fucking monster, you know, kind of thing. And <laughs> I remember, I, I remember actually even a movie that we're going to be reviewing later on today. I remember the consensus back in the day when watching that shit, they're like, what the fuck, man? What, what's with this fucking stupid ass fucking, you know, bat rat monster <laughs> thing that's going on and shit. Like people have those reactions because it's out of left field kind of thing. And I think that's what. They don't like to see different shit, man. Cabin in the Woods was cool. And then people freaked out on Cabin in the Woods. They're like, who's that? Rambo Ralph. Remember that? He went off on Cabin in the Woods. And he was like, Rambo Ralph. Yeah, I've seen did movies you know do I'm, it. I've seen I'm movies a... do this before. That doesn't make it bad, dumbass. Yeah, did you yeah, remember yeah. when I was told Hour and a half later on his review. Rambo Ralph yeah. for life is a genius compared to me. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they're not wrong there. <laughs> no. no, but. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just dumb. Like, it's like, this. I saw a movie do this first. Okay. So, so all Friday Thirteenth movies are bad because you saw Halloween first. I know. Every, I always hate that everything argument. Does I hate that argument. Everything's been done. Damn yeah. it! It's not the movie's fault. You're annoyed at how people are excited that is doing something different that you know is not different. It doesn't make the movie bad. It makes right. people, you know, they're not as well versed as you. Okay, sorry. It's not the fucking movie's fault. All so right? what you're saying is fuck Rambo Raff for life. 
No, I, I don't. I, yeah, come on. But you know what I mean? There's so much that people getting mad for reasons that are like, I, we're all guilty of it. Like back in the day, I, I like Scarface. And then like uh, so many people like Scarface, I got annoyed by it. When you're like fucking like 15, you're like, Scarface ain't even that good just because the fan base was so annoying. Like people are like, I love Scarface. He's the coolest yeah. guy ever. Like Scarface is a bad person. Like you're not picking this up, you moron. So it made me dislike Scarface more. Now as an adult, I register Scarface is fucking awesome. Except some of the fan base is fucking dumb. Just like the Joker has, not the movie Joker, the character has some of the dumbest fan base I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Not everyone who likes him is dumb, but still doesn't make him a bad character. It just makes, and, and like, you know what I mean? Like we all have that problem. We get hung up on stupid shit and we hate the movie for a bad reason. Yeah, but Cabin in the Woods is fucking dope yeah it's awesome but some people got hung up on it because it had a fan base that said it was yeah super but that, original that's a lot of like well i've seen stuff like that already that's Who a cares? lot of mindless people I man they can't make decisions on their own man they they go with the pack i mean it, it's going back to the whole rob zombie thing man people are like ah oh, fuck rob zombie. oh yeah, yeah, yeah this person said fuck rob way. zombie it, it is you know, literally like, the same thing some people go with the pack they like it some people go with the pack the opposite of the pack that's There's what no i'm saying that's, you it's, know what i mean they just people following pack just to be like cool yeah it can go either way you got to just find your way you know exactly just have your own fucking opinions dude like people are so afraid to give an honest opinion about shit that's that's the fucking thing i hate watching i've always said this too man like if you're gonna get fucking screener copies from companies and shit be honest with your fucking reviews like i hate and i don't want to bring up cool dude because i actually kind of like he's he's an all right guy and stuff but you can tell he's lying through his fucking teeth on a lot of movies he's <laughs> he never really review the movies he just but he never says anything bad like every once in a while likes everything every, no I, I it's not true before. It's not fucking true. Ever got screeners? There's not. It's not. I mean, yeah, he definitely does like a lot more movies and stuff. But there's no way that he's liking half. Like every once in a while, he'd be like, "Eh, "This one wasn't really for me." But it's still an honest honest opinion. It's like, dude, if you hated the movie, fucking say you hated the movie. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that even if you go back and watch his early, early videos, he rarely said negative shit. He like he. No, he for never, sure. I get what you're saying. He just wasn't that guy. Yeah, but I mean, come on, man. I mean, I'm just using him. I shouldn't even have brought him up. That was a bad example. But there's other people. Like, I, I'm, I'm not, not going to start sure naming he names. Qualify as a reviewer. He just kind of talks yeah. about the movies. But there you is. Know what I mean, he's like, I got this. This is about this. This happens in it. I yeah. like this. I know. And, you know I know I, that I you guys know who I'm talking about. There's other reviewers that get a lot of screener oh, yeah, shit out there and stuff. But you a, can tell. That it's bullshit. It's bullshit. The reviews are bullshit. Like, and they're giving detailed shit and they're like, and then they're just keep going and championing these films. And I'm like, there's no fucking way this guy's being truthful. We've all cut slack though. I guarantee we've cut slack. Sometimes I could think back and I'm like, did I like that back then? There's no way I'd like that movie now. I think I was nicer back when I first started just because you're getting into things, you know, you're a little bit more less scared. But now, now like you can, you can like, if you know, the movie costs $10 and it's a family effort, you're going to be nicer than a movie that costs 10 billion. Dude, you will. When well, I first started I, getting screeners, if, I if somebody sent it to me, I won't I won't like tear it up. I'll just be like, I never try to tear it up. I I'm never tear it up. Honest. I'm always polite. I'm just honest with shit. Like I, this is, I always go back yeah, to the I'm, wild eye thing, man. I'm like pe- they got too. fucking mad at me, man. Expre- it's like, how much do I want to express? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I could still be honest without expressing everything that well, I have to say. I'm not like I'm sitting po- here I going. I try to be fu- polite and respectful, even yeah. if I don't like it. I'm not literally just, you know, going to the point and being like, oh, this is a garbage piece of fucking shit and stuff. Like, I, I'll break it down, you know, like why I didn't like this shit. And like, I think you did on some of the wild eye stuff. Oh, dude. But it was, I, honest to God, I fucked up hardcore. I should have kept the emails that they sent me based on my reviews because I would tear apart a film and send them the review. 
and dude got so mad at me like i got i got dropped twice actually from wild <laughs> it was crazy I, running I, I back but some stuff that i absolutely hated and i was like i don't know what this is but this is really bad and uh, it's not for me and then they were always polite over, they never got mad at me mm-hmm. could have been a different dude uh, yeah, I went I, through MVD. I reviewed stuff. Yeah, for see, the, we Wild went Eye. regularly through Wild Eye. Yeah, I always remember the the this absolute zombies the film thing. that I did. Man, that was the one that got me kicked off. I think the second Which time one? it was Absolute Zombies or something like that. It was a Wild oh, Eye I, film. I remember the Long Live oh. the Dead was a zombie movie anthology, and that was absolute garbage. Yeah, like, I, the zombies were unmasked, and like you could see like their neck under the mask. Yeah, and their hands didn't have any makeup, and it was like, guys, like, there's only I, one zombie in the movie. <laughs> There's only one zombie. It's not. It's not like you know. It's only one of them. You don't got to do this for a hundred thousand zombies. It's just one guy. Like, it's just one guy. So true. I've done this before. I don't know if you guys ever have, but like I, I watched a movie for a screener for his and hers, and uh, I was like, dude, like that was garbage, and I hated it. And I emailed the dude, and I was like, look, like I'll post this review, but like it's garbage, and I hated it. So like, if you would prefer me not to, I'll. I won't post it, but just letting you know, if I post it, it's going to be a negative review. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That, yeah. Because it's like, it's especially like, if it's an independent movie, you don't want to kill it. If, I actually did it, that one time too with, uh, um, midnight releasing when Steve was actually working at midnight, he used to send me all these movies to review and shit. And I was reviewing like pretty much all of them. And I, uh, I think it was uh, when I was I started doing my random horror reviews, and that's a lot of them were screener titles. It was art exploitation, and it was fucking midnight and wild eye and shit. It was just a reason to start up a new series, just to review all his films and stuff. But I remember I don't remember what the movie was, and uh, I, I emailed Steve and I said, or I messaged Steve and I said, "Yo, man, like I just watched this movie and I recorded the review." But I feel like I went really hard on it, man. <laughs> like really bad. Like I hated it so much. And I'm like, dude, you want me to post this one? Because like I was hard on some of the movies, but this one I felt like I was actually being kind of a dick. Like I think I, I was just, it pissed me off. And I just went to town on it. And I was like, well, I don't know it? if I should actually like I, I I actually had a moment of clarity there. And I usually don't give a shit what other people are gonna <laughs> think or whatever, but I was like, man. I actually, cause like I, you know, obviously I like midnight and a lot of the movies I did like, you know, I just, I didn't really care about wild. They release a lot of fucking just bullshit. And, um, but I was like, I don't want Steve, Matt. Like I just, I was having one of those moments. It was strange. And he's like, no, nah, don't worry about it, man. It's all good. You don't have to post it. And he's like, I get yeah, it. Yeah. Well, the, the people actually told me that I could go ahead and post it cause they didn't care, but I figured I would give them the option. <laughs> what movie was it? I, uh, the I wish cats I movie. What was it called? Oh, that, that, uh, are we not cats? Are we not cats? Do you yeah. think I'll like that? It sounds like I'd like it from your description. No, I, I've sucks. heard that movie was pretty cool. No. Man. But I it's, like weird stuff. I like that movie. Um, what's the one where the girl's eating the guy's hair from last year? It had hair? a cat. No, it had a cat title in it too. Uh, be my cat. No, that one's cool too though. Be my cat, a film for Am. That movie was terrifying. Uh, cat sick blues. No, that, that movie is gross. fucking awesome, man. I love I that movie. That. No, dude, I love that movie. It's fucking great, man. It's awesome, dude. I even I, 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 I didn't watch it. I have I the Blu-ray. It. I have it's the fucking, I have the Australian I Blu-ray, and I have I the DVD. Too. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> it's fucking it's, great. It's gross. Man. It's like one of those gross movies that I'd put in the same category as Bag Boy, Lover Boy. Yeah, like I love that too. Yeah, you might like Cat Sick Blues then. Yeah. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen Be My Cat a film for Anne? Have you guys seen that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That movie's oh, awesome. That's a fucking great movie. Yes. It's so fucking weird. Door, it's awesome. 
I love that. What, what's with all these no. awesome movies with a cat in the title? That's bizarre. No, there's this other one. Um, are we not? It's not. Are we not cats? Are we afraid of cats or something like that? Literally, it's about this weird girl that this guy meets, and she has this weird fucking fetish where she wants to eat all the people's hair, but it makes <sighs> humans sick to eat hair. I don't. So she's like, think of her boyfriend's that. all bald and shit because he's uh, she's eating all his hair. Oh, she ate all my hair then. <laughs> Is it cats the movie? <laughs> no, stop it. I don't remember what it's called. It was pretty good though. Some Broadway play made into horror film. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think I know what the movie is. I haven't seen that one. Definitely not. Because that would gross me the fuck out. Eating hair, dude. It's like making a fucking horror film about a foot fetish, man. It would just kill me. I can't even I stand looking at my own feet, let alone. The fact that people suck on people's toes. anything in gr- is gross to me in general. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, feed makes me sick. Dude, like, uh, feed is. What was oh. that? Oh, was it Don't Fuck With Cats? No, oh that yeah, was don't. That's that the documentary. That was I know great. That was good. Oh, dude, the lead in that movie was so good, man. Oh, what? Don't fuck with cats. Yeah, the documentary or style kind of film. Whatever it was. Yeah, it's a it's a do, it's a documentary. I think that's the one. The one I'm it's thinking a, of it, about the internet killer. No, I'm thinking the other one I'm thinking is like, it's kind of like a found footage type film. This dude, it's like a serial killer film. Yeah. That's be my, uh, cat a film for Anne. Yeah, dude. That, okay, yeah, that lead scared me. He scared me, dude. He was, that's right. That's right. I'm getting all these titles all fucked up, man. I'm getting dude, overwhelmed with cat titles. She's allergic to cats is the one I was talking okay. about. Okay. I'm uh, talking about the one that says, are we not cats? Are we not cats is the one I was talking about. The guy, the the girl eats the guy's hair and your one is allergic to cats. No, she's allergic to cats. Fucking <laughs> cat movie. This is cat crazy. Movie. Crazy. <laughs> cat week Dude, there's the a lot of cat movies. If we man. did cat week. It would be the grossest week. <laughs> oh, okay. What's the next one? Bro? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Next one here is uh classic man. The monster squad. Gotta love it. Fred Decker, I'm man. I'm not a big fan of that one. Dude, dude. Did you see it when you were a kid or no? Nope. It's a nostalgia movie for sure. But I think it's legitimately good, man. Like it's got classic no, I, lines like Fat Kid Farted. Good. I just don't love it. Like it, it I wonder if it's the same thing because like when I hear people say they don't like the Goonies or the like they don't thing. love it, it literally like I can't fathom or understand how. But like Another maybe that's the same thing yeah. with Monster Squad. I don't get Give it. Me the amulet, you bitch. Uh, I, I like the, the Monster Squad. I just don't. I think it's yeah. Lack. It's the same. Like yeah, you're not like it's the terrible movie. I'm like whatever, dude. I gave it an eight. That's I think fair. it's great, but that's I just. Fair. It's like at most people give it like a 10. It, it's those same fucking people that like, I don't like the Goonies, but I love the monster squad. And I'm like, are you fucking They're serious? The, same fucking movie. the monster squad is the horror version of the Goonies. Like, They're very yeah, but the Goonies is the horror version of the Goonies. One eye Willie's scarier than the monsters. Oh, no. fucking shut up, dude. That's the Gill funny. man is fucking amazing in that movie. Yeah, dude. Yeah, but stole my Twinkie. I love the monster Wait. squad. It's such a great movie. She yeah. actually popped okay. that in for my kids soon. Uh, next up, I really don't squeeze a fucking guy's a cop's head in like a fucking gill man. Right, right. Going no, back, but the Fatellis try to cut Chunk's tongue out. They don't though, but they stick his hand in a blender. But they don't Dude, blend it. Goonies but is Sloth scary is scary as fuck. Sloth is scary as fuck. Maybe Ruth, Rocky Road. Sloth, it's just your echo. Hey, Uncle. you guys. Dude. You know what's funny is that movie would be so inappropriate now. Oh, you can't make any of this shit anymore, man. Ridiculous. But um, people love Sloth. People watching Sloth probably made them more friendly towards some people like that, even though I everyone probably... I almost cried when he's like, 
you're you're gonna live with me now. <laughs> Did somebody bring that up on a podcast recently? I think that the Exploding Heads recently brought that up on a podcast, and they were like, "Nobody is fucking let that guy come back and live with them." That's the truth. As an adult, you're like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." If that was your house, you'd be like, "Get the fucking guy out of here." Oh, he was like harmless. Bringing Harry and the Hendersons in your fucking Dude, house. Dude, no he was way. Fucking he harmless. Was, he saved their lives, man. He was harmless. Dude, that big motherfucker's gonna break your couch in ten seconds. Yeah, but he's not. It, it, there's a difference if he means to do it or not. If he doesn't mean Dude. to do it, it's harmless. <laughs> you want this four hundred? There are people who adopt special needs kids. I'm just saying. He's a fucking forty five year old man. He's not special needs. He's just fucking deformed, man. And he can't. That's special he's needs. Super strong. He is super strong. He seems a little dumb too. Well, plus I, his mom. It might be the him. fact that they have him locked up downstairs because he's hit. Yeah, she only dropped deformed. them once. Maybe twice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Remember when we were to get your teeth fixed and we spent it on Francis's toupee. Oh, where are happy? That's the best scene in the whole movie. <laughs> oh, that's a classic. You you're something wrong with you're wrong if you don't like the Goonies. Right, yeah, I that's know. just that's just absolutely wrong. That's like my favorite. That's my favorite non-horror movie of all time. All right. So going back to the well, what we said, one of the greatest years in in uh, horror history in 1985 and uh, return to living dead, which is a film that I usually, I always watch throughout the whole year, but yeah, it fits the whole Halloween mold for show. Feels like a summer movie, but it fits Halloween too. It totally does. I mean, you got that great graveyard atmosphere and it's fun. It's just the ending still kills me, man. It's fucking hilarious. Love it. Ooh, this is a weird one. Ah, I want to know what your guys, I know. I think JP's a fan of this, but Drag Me to Hell. I've never seen it. I recently I've rewatched seen this, it actually. when it came out, and I really did like it. I thought it was super scary, but I feel like I was probably like a lot younger back then. Because I've heard kind of different things about I it. I mean, were you younger? or When did this come up? You just feel like you were younger. I feel like I was younger. It okay. must have been 2009, because I think I recently watched this for the the summer series of 09. I think it was 09 when it came out. Um, it had to have been. It wasn't 05. No, it was on. Yeah, it was on. Yeah, was so Drag Me to Hell, um, Sam Raimi. Uh, it's an okay film. It has a couple nasty, gross parts and shit, but it, you know, it still doesn't fully do a lot for me. I think I remember the ending like blew my mind when I first seen it. I was like, "Holy shit!" I didn't expect that. Yeah, I can, I can see that, man. It's an all right film. It really is all right. I th- I think, yeah, I think you might like it, Dave. It's okay. <laughs> It's worth a watch. I'm really actually quite surprised you haven't watched it before. Yeah, considering me too. It's I have, Sam I have Dave has way more blind it. spots than I ever expected. Well, that, it's that's all from it, a certain time frame too. Like you yeah. know that time frame yeah. from certain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I like the whole gypsy idea. Zombie bloodbath fourteen. Yeah, I had to watch zombie bloodbath two. Rage of the undead, bro. <laughs> what you haven't seen zombie bloodbath you ain't two, seen zombie bloodbath two race the undead? <laughs> so funny because it's like fucking like ten fucking words long. <laughs> uh, fuck, you haven't seen Itchy the Killer the prequel you're a fucking idiot <laughs> let me think of a real bad you haven't seen lesbian sweet honey rape juice <laughs> <laughs> I think I fucked that title up <laughs> it doesn't matter that still worked that was good Um. alright so actually this is one that I watch usually every single year it's always been a, a film that I, I pop in um, I think I even watched it last year to be honest on Halloween night actually and that's Suspiria Argento Suspiria I should I guess I have to note now <laughs> which is almost criminal that I have to say that but 
Yeah, because I that's a good one. That's a good movie one. on Halloween. I'm not a fan of the remake. Um, at I all. still have a sealed copy of the 4K that I have not popped in yet. Me either. I haven't watched my 4K either yet. You know, I think that is probably the one movie that would make me want to buy a 4K would be Suspiria, just considering what the Blu-ray, like the snap, like the release is so beautiful. I can't and the even sound ima- is so good. I can't even imagine Such a it looks great like a movie, man. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's just it's amazing, man. It really is awesome. I fucking I need people. to rewatch Inferno. That's Inferno like the Argento. I didn't oh, really like that much. Inferno has one of the greatest scenes. That fucking underwater scene. That's you know. Oh. I do remember loving that scene, but I saw that movie on TV. When I was a kid, it was on the IFC channel when I was like fucking 12 or 13. Yeah. And I only saw the scene where the old man was going outside and like drowning cats. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I think what throws off a lot of people and I think what threw off JP the first time he watched it was just the way the the narrative is constructed because it's taking place in three different areas and it's telling well, the story about I these mothers a, and it comes together. I was but a complete Italian horror noob at that yeah, point yeah. and Argento noob. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I definitely have changed a lot in terms of like the stuff that I'll accept versus back then where I like wanted yeah. everything to be like traditional <clears throat> narrative. Well, when you're, yeah, when you're used to watching that kind of traditional narrative and you watch these narratives, I can see where we throw off a lot of people. It's kind of going back to, uh, actually, oddly enough, Necrostorm stuff is Italian. So they're, it just must be the way Italians just think of their narratives and stuff. I don't know. They're just not what the Western audience is quite used to, you know, kind of, you know what I'm saying? So. Told differently. It's an but- acquired taste. Italian films are acquired taste. I had someone come to me like four years ago, and they're like, "I just saw Suspiria for the first time. Didn't didn't really care for it. And they're not like a um, they like movies, but they're not obsessed." And I was like, "Well, honest. I just didn't even want to talk to them about it because I didn't value their opinion." Like, yeah, I didn't really That's, see. I've always like, been drawn so to it. It's yeah. so weird to try to explain like Italian cinema to someone that doesn't normally watch. It. It's just like you're yeah, like Carly doesn't dumb. really care for it either. Yeah, it's see. Just, but it's, it's pointless to argue with them about it. Italian cinema yeah, I, has I, I all with her about Italian it. cinema has all the shit that I love in movies, man. You know, great visuals, colors, and and uh, music, and and usually the gore and stuff, right? Those are the things yeah, I love. Yeah, it's got everything. It, I want to do a video like you know, ten Italian horror films for the uninitiated or something because I think I have a good perspective on like the ones that I think are easier to digest and like appreciate to kind of get you into the. Yeah, yeah the stuff that's not like i would i would even start with dawn of the dead i know it's a italian co-production but i think that is the gateway argento cut no i would do the um, theatrical uh i, mean, I, argento I, think, cut. I used to not like argento's the cut dead the first time as the argento cut that would be criminal yeah yeah i, I think that um one of the titles that I, I think is probably like one of the easiest to to watch that is like obviously, there's some like demons and stuff that are gonna just Tenebrae. be appealing to everybody. But well, yeah, demons it's, it's appeals Tenebrae. more to the Western, like the American audience, because of the yeah. soundtrack too, right? I mean, it was that it was yeah. designed like that purposely. Hey, let's just play those some hair metal. Horror films yeah. like zombie yeah. and demons are very easy, and then Tenebrae, I would that, because that explains the, the Giallo too. I was say is yeah. like Tenebrae is the easiest to ju- digest. That is the most Italian. You could also do the psychic by Fulci. I feel that Never has a telling, it. but but it's mm-hmm. a smart. I just watched that for the first time. That's a fucking really good thriller. And you know, I, I just. Has, oh. I like to throw people straight to the wolves, man. I'm like, yo, man, if you've never watched any Italian films, you want to get introduced to Italian films, you need to watch Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not a bad choice, though. No, well, I at think least, that one at has least it's easy to follow. It, it doesn't feel like an Italian movie. Bro, bro, come here. Come here. I got something for you, fam. 
you need to check out Hell of the Living Dead by Bruno Mattai. Yeah, it's, it's just it's amazing, man. Like, ah, oh, fuck, Nightmare City. Give him something real, fucking ridiculous that's impossible to follow. Right, right. Get some like I real. I still rewatch. I still I watched Deep Red again recently, and I still don't think it's that great. What the fuck, man? Oh my god! Like I swear you're half-ass watching it or something. Like you're just no, no. I, I actually watched it this time 100. percent Like I, I, I didn't. Okay, not you watched that work, first dude. Time. What is what is not click? Like why is it not? I think the it's fucking just not story. Not good of a story. It's I just, have not it, watched that movie in years. But it, it is, just though. has issues. You can poke the the plot to death just stuff that doesn't make sense in it see i think it's better than the girl to the girl the girl with the crystal plumage fuck the bird the bird with the crystal plumage man i think it's better than that i think it's but that's just, my opinion. that's just my i don't opinion. i don't love the but. bird with the crystal plumage like jeremy does to me it's all about tenebrae and, tenebrae and op- 10 out of 10 yeah tenebrae man i mean fuck soundtrack to gore I, mean, I love that movie man yeah tenebrae it, is like twist is so good y'all. too yeah, that's my favorite too, actually. And then my next favorites are actually fucking faulty ones. So what do I know? Faulty's my I mean, favorite I know director. we're getting into Italian Horror Month a little bit early. We still got two more shows before then, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, Faulty has what three or four of my favorite movies in my top twenty or whatever. So I mean, yeah, Faulty don't does torture ducklings. Well, See, that's I've a... definitely come a, a lot higher on Faulty over the years. Like his films get better with rewatch. I think. Like yeah. I like. New York Ripper way more than I did the first time. Uh, and what was the other one that I liked a lot better? The Beyond. House of the Cemetery. No, House by the Cemetery. Yeah, that's one that I thought was like super, super basic, yeah. but I liked it a lot more on the second Yeah, once watch. you realize what you've watched and you watch it again, you're like, oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. You know, the fucking... I, I love the weird haunting qualities, too. Like, he looks in the painting and the girl in the window is like, don't go here. Yeah. And I fucking right. go here. He's like, I was told not to go <laughs> well, here. Well, that the whole Gates <laughs> of Hell trilogy, man. Like, shit. The Beyond, City Living Dead, House of Cemetery are obviously three of my favorite movies. New York Ripper, Zombie. Like, yeah. I have so many Fulci films in, don't like, my top 20. Don't Torture Duckling, The Psychic. Don't Torture See, Duckling. Those don't make my top 50, but yeah, I love funny. those movies. Like, Fulci's just done. And, but the thing is, I also love... Like love, love Zombie Three. I know Fulci didn't do the whole film. I love Zombie Door into Silence. That classic. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, don't mind it. I don't mind it, but but yeah, Zombie Three, man. I mean, most people are like, oh, Fulci only did like thirty percent. I'm like, I actually got it wrong. Bruno Mattei is on record saying that he only did thirty percent of the movie. You know, Dude, Fulci you know recorded, what? Recorded Zombie Three, another it. one. I watched it the first time and I was like, that was fucking okay. I it's guess. got a great but score. The second time <laughs> great I watched score. it, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. it gets better on viewers. It's got a great it's so score. Fucking bonkers, dude. Yeah, it is, dude. When when I watched the Senat or the Severn that came out, I was like, dude, this kicks kicks ass. It's like so dude, much funner. Zombies falling off buildings and jumping yeah. out of fucking water. You're like, this is bonkers. Yeah, yeah. I need to grab Killing Birds. Just, I just got that. That's it. I never watched Killing Birds. There's I don't not, know. I'm going to tell you. No, there it isn't, man. It, there, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's definitely out of the, you know, the unofficial zombie movies or whatever you want to call them, four or five or whatever. It's, uh, it's the weakest one, but it's still kind of fun. Yeah. It's I, I actually like After Death Zombie 4 a lot. It's so goddamn dumb, I like but it I too. love it. Dude, that <laughs> movie is. Have machine guns. That movie is amazing, man. I, it's so good, man. Ugh. So yeah, can you like, imagine uh, if Jeremy had to watch Zombie Three, Four, and Five for a show? <laughs> I just think we should do the zombie series. I know imagine, we've done Zombie no, Two already. No, imagine Jeremy having to watch the uh, the whole La Casa series. You know, that's oh. so weird because it's like 
it's like it's all over the place man it's all it's like evil dead house it's it's like four different franchises in there yeah dude we gotta do the beyond the door franchise right that would be awesome man you know what man i'm a really big fan of shock i know a lot of people don't like shock but you know i only saw it one time i think shock is really good man i mean mario bava actually i think mario bava passed away during or just after that but anyways lambert he was sick and his son had to step in and film the rest of that movie but i I think shock's pretty cool which is considered what uh beyond the door part two is that shock is it two is there three or four beyond the doors well there's beyond the door three is a muck train a muck train's fucking awesome yeah it's actually legitimately amazing i've been champing that film for years ever since shriek show dropped it and i was like this shit's amazing can't fuck with that all good italian flicks really mm-hmm. really fun there's a there's a wide range i mean people are always like oh i don't really like italian movies i don't really like giallos i'm like you do realize that they made other types of movies right <laughs> in fact yeah. if i had to get people into italian horror giallos are the last ones i'd go to that's me, me what too. I, that's what I, I say to carly all the time i'm like you should check this one out it's not a giallo yeah <laughs> right right um okay so moving along that was suspiria uh next up is you know it's definitely something i watch every year because i'm cool like that and that's trick okay. or treat. <laughs> oh, dude. It's just like one of the, the most perfect one. aesthetically done Halloween film. It's just it captures everything so great. But it it's it's the narrative, it's the telling of the stories. It's so cool, man. I fucking love I the way this movie's the best, told. I think it's the best Halloween film ever in terms of like pure Halloween atmosphere. It's definitely around there. It definitely is up there. And, you know, people are always like, oh, when's Michael Doherty going to do the, the sequel and shit like that? I'm like, you know, honestly, dude, I think it's so far past and beyond. Even if he hadn't yeah. done the sequel even relatively closer to this, it, this movie's so good that you know that that sequel is just going to be pure letdown. Yeah, I started thinking that too. And then the only thing is, like, Doherty has done really well with, like, atmosphere like keeping he can still do the atmosphere because he did it great in krampus right so at that point it comes down to what like really just can you do better stories than the original and i started thinking about it i'm like really those stories aren't that incredible it's just that they're like classic halloween stories the way intertwined and that movie came out like they they hid that movie they wouldn't let us get it so when it finally came out we were all excited it's not even the fact that they're like intertwined like i love that style of storytelling shit but i love the fact that he gets into like telling the story from different angles and stuff like that i fucking love that's the best part of that's the coolest shit ever but i think with time you can do that again you know because it's just about like intertwining it like thinking of places to put other characters and stuff but as far as i know he's not rolled it out he's just been busy Mm -hmm. like directing godzilla and shit you know as much (laughs) as i i worry about a trick-or-treat sequel you know a big part of me wants to see sam back on the screen kind of thing I know. He's just, know, just such too. a cool looking character, man. I just love the Sam character. I just love Sam so much, man. He's yeah. so awesome. Yeah, he's really fucking cool, man. So, yeah, Trick or Treat, I mean, that's definitely up there. Uh, and apparently that's the end of the list. Uh, they say honorable mentions. I'll just rip through these quickly because I have a list of them. But Scream, American Werewolf in London, The Craft. <laughs> uh, Craft Polter- Poltergeist. Uh, <laughs> I almost said Poultrygeist. Wow. That's Polter- a good one. Poltergeist, yeah. <laughs> Poltergeist this would be amazing. <laughs> I'd rather I love Poltergeist, Poltergeist than Poltergeist. Me too, dude. I was actually just talking about Poltergeist the other day because a movie where I reviewed was linked to that, blah, blah, blah. Um, Evil Dead 2, Night of the Living Dead, It Follows, Reanimator, Hellraiser, The Exorcist, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Street Warriors, 
us street warriors. Did, warriors. did I just say street warriors? Dream warriors. Us and Annabelle comes home. Wow. We're the street warriors. So that got really that just got really kind of straightforward I at the end there. I don't want a street no more. So, quick question. So Give me wh- your wallet. You guys don't have to name off a lot, but like what are some titles that you Go out of your way, or personally, just kind of watch. You know, relatively every year. Stupid. It it doesn't have to be every year, but I mean, just shit that you that you make a point of watching. Ernest scared stupid Night of the Demons, Night of the Living Dead, and Flesh Hunter. I think Flesh Eater. I think are all good choices. Besides the ones, some of those ones they have. Fucking stole my Flesh Eater, motherfucker. (laughs) I love Flesh. Now, where's the Blu-ray of Flesh Eater, man? Seriously, I I have Blu-ray. Like a good Blu-ray. I've never seen Flesh Eater. Isn't that if Blu-ray just like, like an up? Night of Living Dead ripoffs. You'll love it. Isn't Flesh Eater okay. just like an upkeep or an up? So, whatever. It's not. I don't know. Yeah. For me, the big thing that I always try to do, and I think that it's like, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's because this the, this stuff always ran on TV when I was growing up, but there there's like a handful of like go to movies that aren't set on Halloween. Usually Stephen King stuff, like Graveyard Shift that we're going to talk about. Good mm-hmm. choice. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, uh, you know, uh, Children of the Corn. Good choice. Um, and then others, like, honestly, like, Child's Play 2 and 3, like, they just always have felt like they fit in the time period because they always used to run on TV. But mostly, like, Stephen King things is, like, ones that I'll really try to get to. Pet Cemetery is a good one. Um, Pumpkinhead is huge for me. Oh, great choice, great choice. Yeah, Pumpkinhead, I, I try to throw on at least once a year. Sometimes I hit it every other year. But I don't really have titles that I make sure to watch every year besides Trick or Treat and maybe like the original Halloween. But like I rotate titles. Like if it's okay, I haven't watched Pet Cemetery uh, one and two in, in a couple years, then I, I did that this year. Cujo, stuff like that. Carrie is another one. All the Stephen King titles are really big. And of course, Night of the Living Dead is is another big one uh this year i decided to watch the remake because i, I hadn't seen it in so long uh but yeah i kind of go with those man just like stephen king gives me mad halloween vibes Pumpkinhead is like super a- atmosphere stuff with if it's not set on halloween stuff that has thick atmosphere yeah i mean i'm i'm exactly the same way man so i <clears throat> honestly during this month i usually watch a lot of Fulci. i've watched gates of hell trilogy you know the beyond city living dead shit like that um I'm a but huge Italian I, horror month is next month. Yeah. And it leads into it, man. I mean, I'm, I make Italian horror <laughs> month, double ha- Italian horror month <laughs> all my, all year. Basically. I watch a lot of Italian films. Usually, Italian but, horror year. Um, but I also like, I have, I, I love Beetlejuice. So I watch Beetlejuice like every October type Beetlejuice season. Great, great I, choice. I, I think it was a couple of years ago. I actually watched it like three or four times in a month. Cause I just, I love Beetlejuice, man. It's great. I just uh, picked up that 4k. Nice. Nice. Did you watch it? Nope. Oh, okay. Because I saw it, the, I saw it last. I reviewed it last year for thirty-one days, and then uh, I also saw it in at the drive-in like a couple months ago. So I just, just you know, I just watched it mm-hmm. recently twice. <laughs> uh, I think I did mention demons before. I mean, that's definitely something I watch every demons fucking. Well. Oh, love it, man! And and actually, a newer film, actually a couple newer films that I've championed. You know, I know you're not the hugest fan of Tales of Halloween, but um, I fucking love it. I think it's great. I think it's a great yeah. anthology, um, but you know, it just it's it. You know, speaking of like Halloween atmosphere and shit, I think that one captures it quite well. Again, and you know, it's got moments of that. Uh, you know, 
Doherty in there where it's kind of filmed from different angles too and everything kind of inter- intertwines and shit. It's pretty cool. Not as you much as Trick or Treat, but... One I should mention that I think would be good for it is uh, Demon Knight. The Tales of the Crypt. Demon Knight would be a good one. Yeah, that is. Love Demon Knight. Love yeah, that's it. a great movie. Um... Well, Dave said Night of the Demons, which is a staple for me. I watch it every fucking year. I love Night of the Demons. It's one of my favorites. Uh, and Blair Halloween... Witch 2 is another one for me. Blair Witch 2, wow. Um, Halloween 3 is obviously one that I always pop in multiple times. And in the last few years, man, you know, leading into this, you know, our featured reviews and stuff is WNUF Halloween special. <laughs> I've watched I, I, I've watched it every year it's come out except for Did last Did that make your top 10 that year? 2013 or 14 uh no because i think i had seen it for the first time like right after i don't know if the dvd came out until a 50 i'm not sure but i hadn't seen it until it was already out for some reason i thought that made your list but i guess not no i hadn't seen it till about a year after it came out or whatever so i and uh yeah can't motion put it out so um but yeah <laughs> I, I watched it every year since i've owned it which has been the last five years or whatever except for last year i kind of forgot to watch it in the barn ever since that come out i've been watching that one too just thick halloween atmosphere and shit like that but you know what can i say man suspiria was mentioned um and just a lot of faulty and shit that's generally my october watches um I, I generally watch the evil dead quite a bit too it's another one that i love to watch but then again i'll watch the evil dead i watched the evil dead during the summer actually but gotta do it man love the evil dead um so okay i had a, an additional knowledge segment but that one was kind of long, so I'll be really quick with it, if that's cool. Um, okay, yeah. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> it's, it's funny because it's like... <laughs> are you going to say it or are you going to laugh about it? Because it's like obviously fucking stupid that we just talked for two hours about 10, uh, 13 movies, but... This is the ultimate guide to Halloween. A uh, hundred films on Halloween. Stop! No. <laughs> I'll just no. read them off. I'll just read them off. I'm not gonna. No comments on anything. <laughs> okay. What about hundred? Yeah, we'll so if you're wondering, yay or nay on everyone. Yeah, yay or nay, yay or nay for you guys. So if you're if you're wondering what to watch this Halloween, these guys are gonna tell you out of a hundred which ones get a pass and which ones don't. So th- Rob Zombie's thirty-one. Nay. nay. The Adams Family, 1991. Yay. Yay. All Hallows Eve, 2013. I don't know. Uh, for one segment. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Amityville Horror, 1979. Yay. Blind Spot. What the fuck? No, I know. I've seen only some of the sequels. Damn. You got you got okay. to be fucking kidding me! You've never seen that's crazy. Oh, no, wow. it's one of the biggest ones I've ever seen. I've seen all the other classic seventies movies. That's like the one I haven't yeah, seen. I'd watch it. That's crazy. Um, the Amityville Horror two thousand five. Eh. Nay. Uh, Among the Living twenty fourteen. Yay! Uh, I'm not. I'd say yay. Uh, Bad Reputation two thousand five. I don't know what that is. I haven't seen it. I don't know. It's an 05. It's a Survive 05, and it takes place on Halloween. Maybe we should watch it. I got it on my list, I think. Uh, the Barn, 2016. Yeah. Oh, we're going to do that later. Okay. Beetlejuice. Yay. 1988. Yeah. Blair Witch Project, 1999. Yay. Yeah. Boo, 2005. We just reviewed this. Yay. Never Boo, seen it. Boo, 2018. What was that one? Boo, 2018. I haven't seen it, but I heard it was shit. Not seen it. Boys in the Trees, 2016. 
not seen it. Couldn't find uh, that one. It was pretty good. Yay. Okay. Uh, Candy Corn, 2019. Yay. Yay. Uh, I liked uh, it. 1985 Cemetery of Terror. Yay. Oh, absolutely. The Changeling, 1980. Absolutely. Yay. The Child, 1977. Oh, yay. Yay. Bud the Chud. Yay. Bud the Chud. Nay. I hate Bud the Chud. Yay. I love it. Not You're crazy. me, man. Oh. I love Ghoulies 3, man. What's the difference? There's no difference. Bud the Chud between sucks. Bud You're right. There is no difference in Ghoulies 3 sucks. They're similar. <laughs> I mean, like, at least at least Foods is being, like, logically sensed here. He doesn't like Ghoulies 3. He doesn't like Chud, too, because they're the same goddamn humor. Exactly. Okay. Uh, the Clown Murders, nineteen seventy six. No one watched that. Uh, I have the VHS of it. Uh, John, Candy. John Candy. John Candy. Yeah. I have the DVD of that. It's a bad movie, so nay. Yeah. Uh, the Collection, two thousand twelve. Yay! Yay! The Collingwood Story, two thousand six. Never seen it. Never heard of Creep it. Creep Show, nineteen eighty two. Yay! Yay! Creep Show two, nineteen eighty seven. Absolutely. Yay. The Crow, nineteen ninety four. Uh, yay! Why not? Uh, yay! Yeah. Cry Wolf, two thousand five. <clears throat> nay. I'll say yay. <clears throat> it's worth a watch. Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Absolutely. Not seen it. Have the Blu-ray, dude. Oh, dude, it's I know, fun. I know. It's so good. I've had that movie. I bought that movie like I think two or three times already, and never watched it. Yeah, I'll get to it. Deadly Friend, nineteen eighty-six. Uh, yay! Oh, <laughs> expl- basketball, toys. basketball head scene, man. Yay! BB. Toys, We're gonna do this one too. Uh, wow. Donnie Darko, two thousand one. Big. Fun. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. That's great. Ernest scared stupid. Yay! Nay. Are you serious? <laughs> fucking nuts. Dave sounded genuinely hurt. No, and Canadians are fucking haters. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's got it's got heart in it. No, I'd rather just take a nice hockey game with some beer. <laughs> right, right, right. Hockey's not in my favorite sport, so that's kind of. <laughs> but I don't watch hockey. Exorcist, yay! Flatliners, nineteen ninety. Yay! I, li- I like that movie. Me too. I know. Years, Dave, you just picked that up, Dave. Flatliners. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it so long. Flesh Eater, nineteen eighty eight. Yay! Yay! Flick, two thousand eight. I haven't watched that one. That's a zombie one, isn't it? What? What's it called? Flick, two thousand. 2008, yeah, it's zombies. I don't know if Never. I've seen that. I have the DVD though. The Fun House Massacre, 2015. Didn't watch it. I actually liked it. Yay, I liked that. Ghost Watch, 1992. I still haven't seen it. That's okay, Ghost Watch is wine off, basically. I know. That's uh, yeah. I've always heard that. And for some reason, it's, I think it's because it doesn't have a region one release, and I've just always didn't want to pay 15 pounds for it. So, how are you gonna say nay on Ernest Scared Stupid on Halloween? <laughs> on Halloween. <laughs> He's still Dude. mad. Ginger no, Snap. That literally is the best Halloween movie. Ginger Snap. Yay. It's I I gave it a favorable review. I don't mind. It's not something I like to watch though. I, I'll be honest. Goosebumps too. I never watched Goosebumps too. I haven't seen it. Uh, Grave Halloween. What? Grave uh, Halloween. Nay. 13? Sucked. I don't know what that is. It sucked. Gravy. Sucked. Oh <laughs> fuck! That movie sucks. The guest. Yay. Yay. Hacko Lantern. <laughs> yay. Yay. Big yay. It's Halloween. 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 Halloween 2. <laughs> There's three what? movies named Halloween. Yay on all of them, I guess. Yeah. No, not 2018. 
Sure, no. yeah. Watch it on Halloween. No. Why not? No. Uh, Halloween 2009, Halloween 3, Halloween 4, Halloween 5, Halloween 6. Only H2O. Halloween 3. Only Halloween 3. Yeah. Don't watch. You can watch four. Four is probably okay. okay. After four, stop. oh dude, I, I made the mistake last year watching four. That shit is boring as fuck. Halloween four like, is terrible. I like them all. It's so dude, overrated, except for Resurrection, of course. Neon five for sure. Neon six. Neon seven. Six neon is six. awesome. No. Halloween neon hell two thousand fourteen. No, what is that? No. I don't know. Halloween night two thousand nine. Yay! It's a yeah. shitty Halloween ripoff. It Haunt, is. I like it. Twenty nineteen. Yay on Haunt. Yeah. Hellbent, uh, no. 2004. I didn't watch Hellbent. Yay. Love Hellbent. That's the gay slasher film. It's good, though. I've, it I've bought it. I've I remember, it. like, I haven't seen it since it came out, but I I remember liking it. No one ever says anything. Like, that. Like the people are like, Hellbent. And then they're like, and they're like what? It's Gary Slasher. That's, that's There's no review. That's all I know about it. Yeah. Uh, Hell House 1 through 3. Didn't watch. I liked all of them. I did. Yeah, they were all okay. Hellfest. Haven't seen Hellfest. Me either. It's good. It's good. I'll say yay. Hell Knight. Oh, that's the one with Linda Blair. Yay. Yay. Nay. It's been years since I've seen it. Hell Yins. Yay. I love that. Oh, I love Hell Yins. It's Hell Yins. Are we? Is this the one by the guy who did Pontypool? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Everybody hates it. No, Pocus. Pocus. Yay. Yay. Holidays, the Halloween segment. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't remember it honestly, but I remember hating holidays as a whole. Yeah, fifty-fifty on that one. Yeah, I think Ho- I was the like, Hollow, two thousand four. Uh, nay. Wait, is that the the one with the tree creatures, the changelings? Or is that uh, the Hallow? That's the Hallow. Uh, no, that's no. the Hallow. I think. Yeah. H a l l o w. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, this is the Hollow. I don't know the Sleepy one. Hollow. Yeah. Um, Hollow Gate 88. Yay. It's a piece Yay. of shit, though. It's I have, fun. I haven't seen that. <laughs> it's Hollow shit, Gate. Hmm. It's funny. Uh, home Movie 2008. Didn't watch it. Hurts good. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Yep. Uh, house 2, the second story. Yes. Yay. Big yay. I like it. House of a Thousand Corpses. Yay. yay. House of Fears. Yay. I like that one. I've seen it. It's got a the good house de- with the dicks good. in the wall. House with the, the dicks in the wall. Eli Roth movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've not seen it. The sequel, Glory Hole? Oh, man. <laughs> House with the clocks in the wall. No, it's actually called Glory Home, where it's just a whole Glory Home? Dicks it's good. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's fucking all on the side. I haven't seen it, actually. It's, it's, but it's, it's Jack Black, isn't it? So fuck off. One yeah. of his better movies of the recent ones. Yeah. Um, the House is October Built? I turned uh, that off. Nay. So nay. nay. Yay. Yeah. It's good. No. Uh, House is October Belt 2. I didn't see it. No. I am not a serial killer. I feel Yay. like I like that movie. I That's still with Christopher Lloyd. I haven't seen oh, that one. Oh, yeah, that one, Kate, that one was awesome. That was IFC release, yeah. right? IFC release? Yeah. yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. I missed that one. I was a teenage werewolf, 57. Oh, I love it. Yes. Not seen it. Idle Hands, 99. That's been years, but I'll yeah. say yeah. I think I've only seen parts of it on it's TV. It's fun. Yay. I'm, I'm yay with it as well. Uh, the Invasion 2007. Uh, I haven't seen that one. That's with... Um, that a Body Snatches one, right? Yeah. yeah, that's with Nicole Kidman and uh, uh, Daniel Craig. Yep. Not Jacko, seen. 95. Yay. Never watched the whole yay. thing. Big no. Big yay. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That movie sucks. 
I love it. <laughs> Lady in White, 88. Never watched it. Yay. It's fantastic, man. Screen Factory did a good job. They got two cuts on the Blu-ray of that. So. Which cuts did I watch? I have the Blu-ray. They have the, well, the extended cut's actually like 20 minutes long or some shit's crazy. Is it better, though? Uh, I haven't watched the theatrical in a long time, so I can't quite compare. Livid, 2011. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Didn't watch that one. Great French film. Absolutely love it. I have that it. Blu-ray film, an import. I think it's The fucking... Little Girl Who Lives Down the Lane. Yes. 76. Yay. Made my top 10. Mm-hmm. May 20, 2002. Mm. Yay. Def- 10, Def- out of, yay. 10 out of 10. The Midnight Dicks, 85. <laughs> yay. Yay. <laughs> you laugh every time I say that. You should listen to his nurse. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Mischief Night, 2003. Which one is it? 2013. Oh, 2013? Yeah. Well, there's two movies that came out in the same year. No, there's Mischief Night 2013, Mischief Night 2014. Ah, shit. I don't remember which one's which. The Home (laughs) Invasion. (laughs) Well, one of them I actually really liked. The other one's shitty, so. The Monster Squad. Yay. Murder Party. Yay. Neon Maniacs. Yay. (laughs) Night of the Demons. What are you on Neon Maniacs moods? Yay. I, I like it. It could be yeah. better, though. Yeah, it's fun. Could be. Neon, Night of the Demons 1, 2, 3, and the remake. Yay on all of them except the remake. No. I'll say yay on Part the remake. Part 3 sucks. Part 3 is better than the remake. And the remake I like is all four of them. fucking yes. horrible. Fuck, the remake is so bad. One's not big that bad. No, nay. Fuck fucking Jim Carrey. I hate that fucking movie. Wh- which like movie? One's bitten. It gave it one and a half out of five. I oh, I love it. One's bitten, man. It's fun. <laughs> it's yay. Fun. Awful movie. Yeah, Paranorman. Uh, yay. Yay, it's good. Pay the Ghost, 2015. I don't know what that is. Haven't seen it. Pet Cemetery. Yay. Pet Cemetery. Nay. Nay. Up to you. Nay. Pet Cemetery 2. Nay. Yay. Yay. Hate it. Clancy Brown's worth it. Uh, The Pit. Yay. Oh, big yay. Good Canadian. Canadian got it right once. Oh, he, he likes the Canadian film. Look at this guy. What a hypocrite. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yay. Uh, the Predator, 2018. Uh, Not lost it. I'll, I'm going to say a big I'll, nay on that. I'll say yay. It was okay. I don't mind it. Primal Rage, 88. Love it. Didn't watch it. Have the Blu-ray now. Oh, though. it's so <laughs> fucking fun, <laughs> this dude. This movie looks like shit. You are going to love <laughs> it. killer baboon. Dude, dude it's talking about so, this next one. Oh, it's so good. Dave, you'll love it. Great uh, Italian the shit. The Pumpkin Bro- Carver. Oh, it's oh, horrible. It, it looks big like name. shit. Big name. Uh, the Rage Carry Two was yeah, that from yeah. Halloween? Yay! Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Return of Count Yoga. Yorga. That's what I said. Big yay. Uh, Return of the yoga. Grave. Rave the to the Return grave. of our Count a Yogi Bear. Oh, Return of the Living Dead. Rave to the Grave. Two thousand. Dude, there was a shit ton of movies in two thousand five that came out and were on Halloween. Hey. Uh, Satan's yeah. Little Helper from yay. 2005? That yay. has to be a 2004 movie. I'm saying yay on that one. I liked it. Believe it or not. Yeah, Satan's yeah. Little Helper? Oh, Satan's Little I like that too. It's okay. Yeah. yeah the Scarehouse 2014. I don't know what that is. I, oh, wait. I might have that. Scarehouse? Uh, yay. It's good. Uh, Scary Movie 91. Yay. Yay. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dicks. Yay. It's good. Yay. I'll, I'll say it. Yay. Silver Bullet. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Sinister 2012. Nay. Yay. Yay. Get the fuck out of here. Sleepy Hollow. 
Yeah, yeah. Totally Slugs '88. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tales of Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Air Fire. Yeah. Tormented. What's that? Fourteen. Tormented. Twenty fourteen. Uh, AKA you know what? Berkshire County. Ah, oh, dude, know. I was. I'm going to go with a nail now, and I honestly didn't really care for that. Sammy Kerr, '86. Yay. Yay. Trick or Treats, '82. <laughs> Oh, I didn't watch that. Nay, like dude, it's like so it. bad. I like it. It's Look so bad. I have the. I didn't watch it. I have the Blu-ray. I mean, the trick fat, or treat. The fat kid's kind of funny, but whatever. Trick or treat. Oh seven. Obvious. Yay. 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 Uh, VHS. Two thousand twelve. Yay. Nay. What? It's half and half for me. VHS. The first mm. one. I love the second one. First one's okay. Oh, get it. First story on VHS is great. great. All of first. them are good except for the like slasher one. No, volumes Fuck, of blood. I can't stand that Ty West fucking one. It's fucking oh, volumes crazy. of volumes of blood is awesome. Big yay, yay on that. That's that independent one, right? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Wacko eighty two. I've watched. It. It's honestly pretty funny, man. I, I, like I, I enjoy it. it. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> uh, we need to talk about Kevin two thousand eleven. Great yay. film. Big yay. That is good for me. WNUF. We're going to talk about. We know. Wrong turn five bloodlines. That's the last one. I, I made like, it to part two. <laughs> I like bloodlines. I'll, I'll, I'm probably in the minority there, but I actually like part five. That's a hundred films from Bloody Disgusting. I I know there's more, but it's the that's most a random good list. list ever. It's it's pretty random though, to be honest. They didn't put Halloween Spookies on their list. <laughs> yeah, where the fuck is Spookies? Where the fuck is Spookies, man? Come on. Uh, I think it, this list was published before that came out, or else it would have been on there. I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, that is gonna do it for the knowledge. longest knowledge segment ever. Hey yo, it's about that time for the twenty-two shots crew to get buck wild and do what we do. You got that fatty in hand, so throw us a few. And we gon' hit your ass up with a bonus review. All right, so moving along into tonight's bonus review here on episode 190. What is it? 93. No, we're on 94. Fuck, I already forgot what episode we're on, for Christ's sake. Um, This is a Patreon pick coming from Tom Brooker, I believe, picked this one for us. Yeah, Tom Brooker. I think I might actually. He picked got Willard for me on my channel, so he must like rats. Wow, I like rats. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, so we actually got the Patreon pick right this time. It's actually a good thing. So, uh, and he of course picked the movie from 1990, Stephen King's Graveyard Shift, directed by Ralph Singleton, who is not really known for being much a, of a director. In fact, this is like the only full-length feature he actually ever directed. He's mostly known as, you know, as a producer in some sort, either a co-producer, associate, executive, or whatever. But he um, he was involved with uh, Pet Cemetery, Harlem Nights, which is a fantastic movie, uh, Another 48 Hours, Pet Cemetery 2. Uh, he worked on Clear and Present Danger. Murder at 1600. And then, man, his quality dips hardcore, man. Hardcore. In 2008, he was an executive producer on Trailer Park of Terror. Have you, have you guys seen that one? I, yeah, I actually did. Yeah, man. In that 2008, movie. though. Yeah, it's, um, it's very, very... It's not even low budget. It's like no budget. So, but kind of fun. All mm-hmm. right. So, 
Graveyard Shift 1990. Synopsis. In a very old textile mill with a serious rat infestation, deadly accidents start happening, but the corrupt foreman continues to put his workers in danger until they discover a horrifying secret deep in the basement. I love this movie. It, it's, it's kind of a <laughs> weird Stephen King adaptation because I've read the short story. It's only like and, 10 pages long. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm yeah. like, huh. I, I wouldn't really think that's one that they would... It, same thing with the Mangler. I'm like... Yeah, another one. It doesn't really, really seem like a story that would translate to film. Oh, and a lawnmower, man. I've never read that. Yeah, they're all it's in like seven pages long too. They're all in graveyard shift, right? Like in the in the anthology film or a book night shift. Or night shift. Did I say there, did I say graveyard? Yeah, I meant night shift. Yeah. Fuck night mm. shift and um, skeleton crew have pretty much all the short stories that were made in these movies. A bunch yeah. of them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean the ones Children in, of the Corn in yeah. night shift are really short though. Really, really short. Yeah, it's so is so skeleton. There's a lot of short ones in there. Yeah, those two are both really really easy reads too. Oh, yeah, big I, time. I love those compilations, but yeah, Graveyard Shift, man, I love it too. Always have. Yeah, the cover grabs your attention when you were a kid. I was four years old when this fucker came out. Just seeing the skeleton on the cover with the fucking hard hat. That and the Supernaturals with the the Confederate or the Yankee hat on. Those two movies with the skulls on there. Something like <laughs> it just always drew drew me in. Yeah, man, always loved it. I got that Stephen King's name. I got Mom that VHS. Would let me the Supernatural is actually kind of a fun film too. I've got the VHS yeah, of that bad. one, but um, yeah. I've actually got an original one sheet of Graveyard Shift. It's one of my favorite poster arts of all time. It's definitely nice. one of those things yeah. when it came out in 1990. I remember going into the film or into the movie store and just seeing that poster and be like, "Holy fuck, it's amazing!" Like that's an amazing shit, man. This is also character actor heaven. You got some real good character actors. Oh, big Steven time. Mott, Vic, Vic, uh, what the the big fat guy, Vic Polaris, and uh, yeah. how do you say his name? And of course, Brad Dorif is the MVP of this movie, right? Andrew yeah. Divoff's in here. He's yeah. got a really nice cast, and they all got their moments to shine too. <clears throat> yeah, uh, freaking Brad Dorif's like monologue. Uh, monologue is is so BC rat. <laughs> Oh, his monologue's the best. He's like an Academy Award-winning performance. (laughs) They turned their backs for a hot meal. A hot meal. That's like a a fucking Academy Award-winning performance in a fucking B-monster movie. It is, man. It's dude. He like he takes it so seriously. It's like Quint's Jaws speech. (laughs) It's exactly that. What's he screaming when he when he pumps all those rats out of the hose in the beginning? He's like, take that, you fuckers, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Dude, I just love the atmosphere. Like, there's two segments of atmosphere. First of all, the town it just seems, like, run down and, and cool. And then the, the warehouse house is, oh, yeah. like, super just crazy looking. And then, like, when he's just operating the big cotton gin or whatever the fuck it's called at the beginning it's all like hot in there and shit and there's all these rats it just seems like a shitty night job but like the atmosphere of just him working at night in a sweaty ass hot building that atmosphere is good and then the under the basement atmosphere is fucking amazing too yeah that, that whole set design is amazing i'm assuming they probably built that or did and something they have like a that, matte but... paintings too i think too in the basement then the uh, at the end there's some matte paintings yeah. i think going on yeah I, I always thought it was very interesting you know you got this textile mill like right next to this crazy creepy fucking you know cemetery, cemetery. type thing and like where have, where where do you ever see that i guess it may be in a small town kind of thing right in the stephen king story right like you just <laughs> never would see a cemetery right next to a fucking product uh 
production plant. Like it's this crazy it's like weird. On top of it, practically. Yeah. It is. It, it's, it's such like a weird a setup. It always that's took where me. The creature had to come from, right? He right. Was probably feeding on those corpses. Well, that's oh, that's yeah. exactly what the connection is. He was feed, feeding on that, and it kind of leads underneath where they, you know. And I like that that they explain why there is, you know, a, a total hidden basement down there is because it used yeah. to be, you know, they used to have the water power down there, right? It was used for water power and shit. So that kind of made sense, and I'm glad that they put that in there because when I was when I was younger, I think I might have missed it. I'm like, why the fuck are they in the? Why is there a hidden basement? and shit but yeah because it's like because it doesn't make sense in a mill there shouldn't be a place but even the fact that like um that warwick doesn't know about that is kind of weird to me because he is the guy that runs this place and shit and he has no idea that there's a you know this hidden kind of basement and shit i mean it doesn't matter i think it would have been on the blueprints well exactly my point right because it's a big fucking area but anyways that whole thing that they created like aesthetically is amazing down there like there's so much carnage and awesomeness oh, down there. Yeah. It's just, it's so gritty and grimy and just dirty and filthy and disgusting looking. And oh, they capture it so well. So many Dude. bones, so many bones and coffins and shit. I love the third act in this movie is fantastic. It's really, really the good. The monster, too, man. It's subterranean horror, which I love, but the monster yeah. is so great. I know people, I don't know what they're expecting if they don't like this, but yeah. you don't get creature features like this. The effects on that monster are amazing. He's a fucking yeah. giant mutated bat rat. He's, it's gross. a bat rat, dude. It's yeah. a bat and it's a rat. Is it a bat? I don't know, but it's a rat it's both yeah it's i know dude it's such a unique thing man it totally is it's a fucking rat that has bat wings man that's what it is it's then that's how it controls the the other rats and stuff he's got that connection because he's half rat half bat but like you know and like every time i watch this movie i'm always like where did this thing come from like why is it was it i mean obviously we know why it's in that area because he was feeding on fucking bodies and corpses and shit like that and yeah you know i mean but he just happens to exist and i like i love that fact you know it's just there's really no other reason that he just just, exists exists it's not it's not like a uh chemical waste runoff or no, anything no. like that you it's just, don't just know. like this fucking thing exists down there man right? uh dude steven mott in this movie he's one of my favorite characters because the way he talks there's little oh, lines he, i have memorized he's like stevens is down there stringing up lights and he's pissing and moaning it's gonna get hotter he's like it's hot it's yeah. gonna get hotter <laughs> i love him and he's such a prick dude yeah, he's dude, like fred ward is, from tremors man. too Looks just yeah. like Fred Ward from <laughs> He does, uh-huh. man. I used to actually think it was Fred Ward. I, I did too as a kid. I did too. He's like, yeah. He's he's so funny in that movie. Shows Oba. <laughs> Shows up. Yeah, it, it man. Just, it just works so well. Like it doesn't waste its time with bo- the too much bullshit either. Like oh. even the the lead. Like we don't really even know shit about him other than he was like he's a, drifter. a he's a drifter. His wife know? died, and that's it. Yeah, and that's all. Yeah. That's all you need to know, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I just I love how hot too. they make it look too. Oh, like, yeah, everybody looks hot. sweaty as but, shit. But I mean, again, gross. if you've ever worked in a in a mill, you can relate to that shit, man. Maybe yeah. not the those type of working extreme levels. I mean, honestly, man, that shit would have been condemned in a second, at least where I live. There's no way you, they would have ever oh, yeah. allowed you to work in well, those he conditions. Was paying but... the, he was paying that guy. Remember that? Oh He's no, like, for, Christ, man, this is bad. This but is for real sure. bad. But yeah, but for sure. Like, yeah, but I mean, it reminds you of like if you ever knew a family member who like worked in the mines like back in the like seventies or sixties or something like that. Like how poor the working conditions and dangerous yeah, and stuff. It kind of reminds you of that. Yeah, it's the type of place that you complain they call you a pussy and then right, they die next yeah. week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, man, this is bad. They're like, shut up, pussy, and then they're dead next week of lung cancer. Right, man, I exactly. always thought too. Like, you know, when the when everyone gets put on the on the cleanup crew and stuff like that, I'm like, why the fuck was that area of the mill like that in the first place? <laughs> like that <laughs> shit was a disaster, man. Like, what the fuck happened there? It's crazy. But I bet yeah. he said he. I bet he's 
Oh, sorry, someone's breaking up. What'd you say, Dave? No, no, I said it's like because you guys said they got to put on the clean up. I was like, hey, Betty said he liked your style. <laughs> yeah, sure. but I love when he walks in the bar at first and he's kind of just walking through there, and like that music's playing in the background and everything. I love that, and he's they fucking give him the rat and shit. You know, I always yeah. wondered what like these guys went out of their way to bring a dead rat into a fucking diner just to play a joke. <laughs> right, like, these exactly. guys are king dicks, man. Not only is that Idiots. totally fucking asshole-ish shit to do, it's totally unfucking sanitary to bring a dead fucking rat into a fucking place of <laughs> it eaters. It looks like they give everybody the rat, too, because they gave the other guy the rat later, Carmichael. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. I actually like the scene. I think it's the se- second time they go into the diner, and I believe it's, um, who is it, uh, Ibison? Like his character, he's in the back and he's reading fucking uh, Ben. Ben, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, I thought that's a little cool note to fucking. I you noticed know, that too. Rats. That is cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, yeah, this is still actually this uh, this film is not set in Castle Rock, but it's mentioned actually. The girl, I guess she's kind of like the she's half from love Castle Rock. Yeah, the half love interest of our main character. I mean, they're not really a couple or nothing. I'm, I'm kind of glad that that shit doesn't really go that angle. Right. But, yeah. But I mean, there you can see where it's kind of going. They're kind of friends and stuff like that. But she says in the film that she's from Castle Rock and he's like, oh, you know, that sounds okay. And she's like, nah, it's just Castle Rock. I like that, man. I just miss the whole Castle Rock world of Stephen King. Mm-hmm. There is a couple weird things in here that don't make much sense. Like Warwick at one point when he fires the one guy, you're like, you get why he fired him because he doesn't like him and he caught him like doing impressions of him. But when he's like, you're yeah. fired, punch out your cod. I was like, why would he fire him right there? It's kind of weird that he fired that guy. Just probably because he was trying to take lead and tell them what to do. And he yeah, that was, that was interesting. He just didn't like him. That was yeah, but that's still kind of stupid. Well, it yeah, is stupid because knows. it is stupid because they have a deadline. He even says it in the film. Yeah. He's like, we have till next Thursday at this time to get this place cleaned up. So when he comes back, you know, we can open up for production, blah, blah, blah. You know, with with a guy down, they only have like five or six people working down there. I Anyways. feel like something was missing, like a scene was cut or something where like he pissed him off earlier or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird it's it's a weird movie because it it really is like very fast paced and it almost feels like it's such a simple story that it almost feels like there could be more. Yeah. And like Warwick goes nuts completely right away. Which I, which I've always thought to be very interesting. What like it's like he turns into this fucking insane, like almost Rambo character. Like he's fucking painting up his face. Like he's in Vietnam and shit. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? You were this overpowering dick boss that was delegating everything, over delegating shit. Now you're just going to take this. It was weird. It it is definitely strange. um, Yeah. Of you know this progression of his character is very odd. It's very because you, you think the people on the uh, the cleanup crew would be the ones that end up going insane because they're the ones that are pushed to the limits, right? They're working in the shit, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the elements and stuff. And this guy's not really in there until that point. It is kind of it's a weird development for sure. Actually, uh, I really like the spot, like the scene where um, we got Warwick and fucking uh, Brad Dourif's character, which is I don't think he even has a name. I think he's just the exterminator. And um, does he have a name in the film? No, I don't think they he do does. call him something. Cleveland, don't they call him Cleveland? Do they call him Cleveland? I I can't remember. Yeah, I think Tucker they do. Cle- Tucker Cleveland. But I like that when he's you know he's basically blackmailing him into going and figure or going into the graveyard and stuff because of that whole angle yeah. with uh you know with the dude pumping you know, the rats down the river pumping the rats down yeah. the river when he's like oh you know you shouldn't have been doing that shit and you know you could lose your license and stuff so yeah, if you don't want to lose your license you, you need to go and do this for me you go into the graveyard and find out exactly where this rat's nest is kind of thing and then the, the camera pans in and warwick's like he goes um when was the last time you've been to the graveyard 
I fucking love that shit, dude. That, that yeah. whole scene is just fucking great, man. It's he's awesome. got that great line where he's like, no job's worth this. Hell, ain't no dog worth this neither. <laughs> I always thought it was funny when Brad Dourif is like, the dog's barking. He's like, go get him, go get him. And like, you got a fucking killer dog there. And all of a sudden you hear this. <laughs> you know, the yeah, cemetery's and- all broken underneath because that thing's been eating all the fucking corpses and shit. Right, right. right. I always felt actually kind of good for him, though, because he never got to see his dog die, but he dies a pretty horrific death, which is actually a really cool fucking man. When he goes to the graveyard, man, the atmosphere and just the, 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 you know, the actual design of the graveyard is insane. It's Mm -hmm. super cool looking, man. It's great atmosphere, great design and stuff. It looks creepy as fuck and it's just dirty. Love it. Yeah. And like all the, all the bones in the like main chamber there. Yeah. Super fucking cool looking too. Brad Dourif when he's he's like chewing and talking, man. I, I just I, don't you just want more of him in the movie? Oh, I could just I could just deal to with leave him you want so more though more. instead yeah. of too much. You yeah. Know? Right? Yeah, but he's just man. Brad Dourif is is a really good actor that just never gets the parts, man. Yeah, he, he's fantastic. I mean, he was a did he win an Academy Award for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest or was he nominated? But. It's just weird to see him start off such a high point in his career. And mm-hmm. not that this is a low point, but literally, like, people would look at this and body parts and other shit as well, low and, and Wizard of Gore as low points. Child's play. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I guess once you get into that realm of horror, I mean, there's a lot of people that have. I mean, I, I shouldn't say that. I mean, there's a lot of people started in horror that made it big and stuff, but yeah, he kind of went the opposite, didn't he? Yeah. Theoretically. Yeah. yeah right? I've always thought, like, his actual acting chops, though. Like if somebody had given him like a good good role, he like he did. could, he could, uh, you know, kill it like a he big did. starring role. You ever see One Flew of Cuckoo's Nest? Yeah, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. No, I he is. Mean, like, I just meant like later in his career, like oh, throughout yeah, his yeah. career. He should have got it. This is the same year as Exorcist Three. He had a pretty intense performance in that movie too. Yeah, I actually mm-hmm. never seen right. that. Oh, it's, that's that was one I watched for my blind spot because I'd never seen that. It's really good. Yeah, that's what I hear. It's always good. Um, but like even when I see him in like random stuff like trauma you know yeah he's always better than this the movie which you know what i mean than the yeah. lot of movies he's in yeah Do you think like, maybe that's his that choices too and when he yells and stuff maybe he just didn't have a good um agent agent i, I guess i don't know what the hell that is i mean i'm assuming that he probably didn't I, i'm assuming his agent was probably bringing him these roles i have no idea how it works but it is interesting yeah, well, interesting. I mean, his I, career I, path. I think that's kind of what he's happened. such. He's one of my favorite people to see pop yeah. up in movies. Yeah, because he definitely does have the skills to be in. You know, I w- I don't want to say you know better movies like these. I love these movies and stuff, but I, I get what you're saying though. To do bigger things, I mean, get the notoriety. I should say, right? Really, but um, well, also he, a big fan of Brogan in this movie. He is such a fucking idiot. Brogan, that yeah. scream every time he does the hose he just is memorable as shit dude like, i can't even ever figure out what the too. fuck is is that just him just like overacting or like i can't even imagine anybody just having oh you think so is that maybe what it is yeah that thing's powerful it's painful to launch what, shoot fire that. hoses yeah painful. yeah i seen i seen somebody get like a like literally like a cut and a black eye from getting hit in the face with one just mm-hmm. from the water, but, but yeah, holding that pressure, pressure. It, it's hard. It's not easy. Yeah. yeah. That's why he just screams every time. He's such an <laughs> idiot. Man. I, I like the yeah. fact that this movie has like some pretty subtle fucking comedic shit. Like when the dude dies, I think one of the first, well, one of the first tests, it's more in the beginning of the film, the dude dies and um, it kind of cuts to the lady or the, the office keeper or whatever. Now hiring. Hanging the, hanging the now hiring sign. I love that. Just kind of subtle comedy and shit. That's funny. 
It's like instant cut. It's great. You notice what they do with the credits too? They try to do a Return of Living Dead where they keep repeating a lot of the lines. Graveyard yeah. shift, and then they hear Brogan laughing like he's like eleven kid. to seven. That's the graveyard shift. Yeah, they just yeah. keep doing the credits voice thing and stuff, trying to like make you. I, get I kept all those thinking like a rap head. song was gonna start or something. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was definitely the time for that. Yeah. Fucking like, what is that? The fat. Like boys? You, you ever watch <laughs> Maniac Cop two, and then it's like the Maniac Cop. <laughs> it's right. Nightmare on Elm Street five does it too, don't they? Fat I boys? think so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There, there's like a few. Like, what was the other one? I think there, Waxwork Two has a rap song. Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, fucking ridiculous. Anyway, I don't know. I, I've always enjoyed this movie, and I don't know what people expect. I see like lower ratings, and I think people are just embarrassed to admit they actually like it. Like, I don't just because it's just a rat bat that eats people. It's like, dude, we don't get a lot of creature features, and we didn't get a lot in the '90s, and we didn't get a lot with good special effects. So. You should be fucking grateful you even got this. It's just a core narrative. I, I think people are overlooking the great set design and the atmosphere and the great performances in this, man. Like you said, Warwick and Exterminate. Like, there's some really fun, memorable performances in this shit. And it never really goes in the wrong directions. Like I said, you know, there's a potential love story there that never really happens and stuff. It's got the whole third act is is literally, pardon the pun, but batshit insane. It's fucking. Yeah, it's, it yeah. goes by fast. Like this is a this is a quick watch, right? And I I just love like every scene. Like I mean, right from the opening scene where the dudes work in the the cotton machine or whatever, and you know he ends up fucking de- getting his demise and shit. But like right from the opening scene, it's just like it creates this ah oh, just this thick. It's just so memorable, you know. Like mm-hmm. those type of scenes. Like I couldn't imagine being in the in those situations and shit like that. I, I don't get it. I really don't understand the hate for the film. Maybe it's because of where it goes or expecting some type of other type of um, reveal. Rather maybe than people a big want to know bat. where he came from, but maybe I don't, I don't know every goddamn detail about everything. That no, just makes right. it. Who cares? It I doesn't don't. matter. I just think I, I remember when I first uh, started working at the the original hotel I worked at, and I was. Uh, Back in like 2013, I was like cleaning a room, and it was October, and I, I like every day I would just throw on AMC uh, in the room while I was cleaning, and uh, this this was one of the first ones that I watched, and I was just like, yeah. I, I just kept like st- stopping and watching TV because I was like so into it. You know what I will <laughs> say though, man? Like when dude is shooting the fucking rats with the pop cans, you know how hard it is to shoot a fucking pop can with a pop slingshot. Can through, yeah, I, that's why they never show it actually fire from. Yeah, the because it doesn't shot. work. As a kid, I think work. every kid that had a slingshot probably put a pop can in there and did that shit. It doesn't fucking work. Tell me, it, right. it, it just does it's not too work. Big. It's gonna hit. The, it crumples. It, well, it cr- like when you pull it back, like your strength, it just crumbles. Like even if you try to shoot it from the bottom, it just it flutters out. It doesn't work, man. It doesn't right. work. It, so it's it's unrealistic, yeah. but it's still and fun it's to watch. It's fucking always Diet Pepsi. <laughs> always Diet Pepsi. I mean, that product placement, man. They had to pay for that yeah. somehow, right? <laughs> yeah, that, but, that's probably one of the cheesier aspects of the film is the whole slingshot, like, yeah. foreshadowing. <laughs> Shaw beats hitting them with soda pop. With soda pop. And it always kills me. <laughs> War- Warwick says is great, man. Like, yeah, yeah he's just the, the he way he's such a piece of delivery. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's like, we start at minimum. <laughs> Dude, Dude, I think it's actually kind of the coffee right in the beginning just sets the whole thing up. Dude, and I was I, thinking, like, what is minimum wage at that time? Like five fifty or something like oh that. God, <laughs> three twenty-five. Dude, I love when Two it's weeks fucking. Before the union comes knocking on your door, it's actually four weeks. Well, it was it ninety yeah. days? I thought it was ninety days. Was it? No, he says four weeks. Four he weeks. weeks. Yeah, it's different. Usually, it's ninety days, but four weeks ain't bad. I remember yeah. when I was working in the mill here. It was like three month probational period. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's usually 90, 90 days so um or 70 work days or something dude like that. 
you know, man, I, you know, as much as fucking Warwick is such a dick in this film and shit like that, and he, he you know, obviously just some dick as shit, and he kind of, it, it was warranted that his car got all fucked up by the bitch and stuff, but man, seriously, if that was my vehicle, I probably would have killed her. Like, I mean, like he deserved he, it. I know he deserved it and shit, but man, you don't go fuck with a guy's ride like that, man. I was like cringing. I was like, no, you gotta, not you the gotta car. get him where it hurts. You gotta get him where it hurts. I'm not even. I love like, how everybody does just watches. Everybody just watches. Right? Them, yeah. Tries to stop her, calm her down. They're all leaning <laughs> on the cars because their life is so boring. Yeah. What the hell is she doing? <laughs> just fucking like idiots. Oh man. Yeah. Can, you, can one of you guys tell me another movie that Brogan's in? Just off the top of your head. Uh. Dude, I, I I can I can think of shit, but I can, I don't know. Oh, he's got a great, very good line in a popular movie from '86. Um, I have no idea. Um, I want to say probably. Um, I'll, I'll give you the line and see if you can get the movie. If we used a different stretcher for every piece, we'd be here all night. Night of the creeps. Yep. He's the coroner in Night of the Creeps. He's yeah, in a couple yeah. scenes in that one. Yeah. I always remembered him in that, too. Yeah, Night of the Creeps. He's in Chud as well. It's fucking Is bizarre. He? I was actually wearing my Night yeah. of the Creeps shirt earlier today, and I changed it out for my body bag shirt. That's bizarre. Right. Maybe that's why I was thinking of Night of the Creeps. That's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Graveyard Shift is it's a, just a fun-ass movie. Easy watch, man. Very easy watch. Yeah, I, I, that's why when this came up, because like, we just got this pick this month, I was like, we're di- we got to do it on. The Blu-ray just came out too. I, I was super happy to watch my Blu-ray. I, was like, I yes. know I didn't I didn't own it, but um, it's the second time it was, I watched it. It was month. in HD <laughs> on AMC Plus, which I guess is a thing now. And I watched hmm. on that. Yeah, man. So getting into that third act and shit, like, there's a lot of craziness, man. Like again, going back to the whole design of that shit, I think they did such a great job, but. The scene where the black dude gets his fucking arm bit off. Carmichael. When Carmichael. What do you feel, Carmichael? Dude, I fuck that scene is so crazy. And like, I I don't think I ever noticed this before because I'm always like looking directly at his arm. But like when he flings his arm, there's fucking pieces of flesh flying around off his arm. Doesn't Warwick dodge it? Maybe he does. But I'm like, holy fuck, dude. I I don't think I ever noticed. I've seen Graveyard Shift many times, but maybe it was the high definite. Maybe it's the high def, but there's literally pieces of flesh flying off his I, his fucking bitten off for arm. He was such you could yeah. tell like, he was one of those characters that like oh he was like such a nice guy and shit like hey man I heard you're looking for a few good men you know he's that <laughs> yeah, he's like, that dude he's all hyped up to work dude. in a textile factory under shitty conditions but he's like yo man I'm willing to do it. He was in college. I'm a hard worker. You notice they all make fun of Warwick when he's gone. Like even Andrew Dividoff does it. He's like, breaks over. They all do that stupid fucking. Well, how could you not, dude? If you had a boss like Warwick, it's the fucking accent, dude. It's the way he's talking. Like some of the characters do. Some of the characters do. Oh, that's Andrew Dividoff. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I love love Wishmaster. I like when he has that freak out. Oh, Andrew Dividoff. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's actually quite interesting. I've always thought it was pretty, pretty interesting. Like when the chick fucking gets killed in this film, man, I was like, damn, they go yeah. fucking hardcore with that. Cause you don't her to like run out of the building exploding at the end or something. You totally you know? expect them to beat like, that you, fucking they find dynamite down in the fucking thing or something. Yeah. You know, what you mean? know, I, I've watched this movie many times and every time, you know, she meets her demise. I'm like, holy shit. And like how she meets her demise too. I'm like, fuck man. You know, that just kind of yeah. suns up Warwick too though. Right? Like the guy goes completely insane. Of course he's going to start fucking 
killing the, 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 the women. The short story is completely different. Like, I think the end of that, like, it's implied that the guy's crazy or something like that. Or Which, the rats eat them. There's only rats, isn't there? I mean, you know, if I we look at it from that perspective in the narrative, it honestly doesn't really make a lot of sense because, I mean, he he's just perceived as being a dick boss. Like, he does, no, he's I, a womanizer. I, mean, the, the, I think the lead is, is, yeah, is, Warwick's not in the book. He might be mentioned by name. Yeah, I see. I can't boss. remember. I've read it. I don't remember. It's been years and years and years. But yeah, just, it's, it's been a few years. Like, since it's I just a guy working that mill at the graveyard shift, yeah. and there's rats watching him, if I remember. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Stephen so, King has a thing with rats. He's he's done a lot of <clears throat> different rat yeah. stories. Which just kind of makes sense why I've always liked rat movies and shit, I guess. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's where I got oh, it from because I'm Steve, big Stephen King fan, and maybe that's Wait, where the rats come from. Yeah. yeah, I like Willard thing, the remake uh, of Willard. Even Willard Trilogy of Terror, which kind of reminds me of this one a little bit. The That's second the second Trilogy one with the rats, yeah. right? Yeah, the second one with the... Fucking Food of the Gods, graveyard. man. Oh, got some oh, good rats. Of Unknown Origin. Of Unknown Origin is a really good one. Oh, dude. Peter Weller. Weller is cool. Peter Weller is absolutely fantastic in that movie, dude. Just man versus beast, dude. It's great. Yeah. Food um, of the Gods 2 is actually better than one, I think. I haven't seen two. It's goofy. Is that Who the one that's two rats? I actually did that in yeah. one of my killer rat weeks. Um, it's fun. It's actually kind of fun. Killer but yeah, the rat. first one's amazing. It's got miniatures and fucking just there's so much know. awesome effects. I don't care for the first one so much because I, I, I don't normally get like this, but it's rated PG and they literally just shoot rats with 22 rifles and throw tie rocks around their tails and watch them drown. It's, it's like probably the most animal cruelty movie of all time, but everybody's nah, like, got a wall cost. Yeah, I mean, you're probably right. It was, you know, it was no, made in... but Wake and Fright's different. It was just a kangaroo hunt they do every year, and they follow. No, them no, with the I camera. get that. I just it's thought completely you meant, different, like, dude. It's completely deaths. different if you just bring in like 500 rats. No, 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 no. I agree. Shoot and drown, drown. I, I agree with you. I, I just thought you For meant like fucking food of the gods, visual, no, like yeah, animal no. deaths. It's, like it's yeah. probably the Wake most exploitative animal killing movie ever. When fucking people do that, it's like literally they kill like for fucking food of the gods. You're making a B fucking movie right here. Yeah, yeah, for food of the gods. Yeah, yeah see, the, uh, see, wake and fright. The, one, the the fucking Italian one, they kill a shit ton of rats in that one. Oh, oh in rats, in rats, rats nights of terror. I still yeah. think they kill less rats in rats nights of terror, and they really? certainly don't. Yeah, I'm pretty probably. sure they're flame throwing them. Dude, yeah. there's a scene where they actually yeah. like they mu- they must kill like a hundred and one scene. It's like ridiculous, <laughs> dude. It's so. But fucked. we kind of expect that out of Italians, right? Yeah, we don't they were known for it. We don't yeah. expect that out of a PG fucking beloved fucking yeah. cheesy movie. I mean, honestly, nobody I, ever registers it. Nobody ever brings it up for some fucking reason. You know why? Because it doesn't have an impact like Cannibal Holocaust does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, they a didn't have, a, they didn't have a PG 13 rating back then. I think that movie probably would have maybe got 13. I don't know. They, they would never even release food of the gods. Now if it got made, well, yeah, not the, nowadays. Well, Everyone's just, super sensitive. Like, you can't yeah, fart you in a movie can't nowadays. Kill an animal for film, period. Now, I still so. think it's trashy. Well, they—it's even, even hard. Then, I it was trash. It's even hard to use real animals in films in general now, because yeah, of you PETA have to actually other, have like yeah. uh, like certain regu- Like, there's someone that has to be there to regulate it. It costs so much to put real animals in films now, and they they did that purposely, right? So they don't use animals because they think it's kind of cruel. Is it, is it, is it a, weird to say, like, Cannibal Holocaust, I'm not as mad about because I, it makes me sick to my stomach, but I feel like it's an important film. And, of course. <laughs> well, of course. The gods, I'm like, just fucking. But you got to remember, Cannibal Holocaust is misunderstood, too. The animal killings, people perceive them as being cruel. Oh, they're killing animals and shit. But you got to remember where it was filmed. They were filmed with the natives. The natives live off that. That's their food. 
Yeah, but they, they weren't preparing there's those some meals. Stuff they weren't preparing those for meals. You can't gut a mu- uh, that kind of muskrat thing like that and then throw the guts on the ground and say, "Oh, that's food. That's food." That was not well, food. not the guts, not but you're food. gonna but you're gonna eat them. You're gonna yeah. eat the, the, the food. Way, also, the way they killed it is completely inhumane. There's no justification. No, no, no. I don't. I'm not. So. I'm not saying that the killings was was proper. I'm saying at the end of the day, you can still eat that no matter how you killed it. That's my point. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's not I'll, what they're doing it for. I, I, I don't buy it. I never buy anything the Italians say. I mean, that, that's the story. I mean, I mean, they literally film with the real natives. I mean, I buy it. I mean, it, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but not the muskrat. I mean, you kill a muskrat like that, the way they did it. It's not actually muskrat. It's something else. But yeah, you can't yeah. prepare it like that. You I know don't mean remember it? the fucking movie. I remember it very well. I, it like 30 I mean, I mean, I honestly, when you watch Wake and Fright, it, it's, you know, if you just, if you take it out of context yeah. and stuff, if you just perceive it, how it's given to you as a viewer and they're, holy fuck, they're blasting it's away nasty. these, yeah. these animals and shit. <laughs> but you, but they also the did, most brutal one but they me. did it for population control. And I get that because we I have, kangaroos, I guess, are pests in their, in their yeah, country. They are. We have the same problem here. Here, like they say they're killed deer. Yeah, see, we have the same problem here um, with uh, with wolves, man. We have like so many fucking wolves and shit, and they put bounties on the wolves around here. It was like hundred and like hundred bucks a fucking wolf or some shit because they were killing all the fucking. Yeah, but deer. that's maintained though. They, yeah, they the, kill a the, certain. There's amount. also pigs. No, but there, I, there's areas uh, wild. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they like we got so many wolves killed. That's good. That's enough. That's controlled. And and they a gunshot to the back of the head is. Eh, it's as humane as possibly can be. Sometimes you miss, but like just grabbing a fucking long knife and being like, eh, stand this yeah. fucker in and it's just up to hunters. Times. Anybody, anybody could go out and fucking do it. You don't need to like, I mean, obviously, right. It's just bring your fucking wolf in, get your money. Kind yeah. Of thing. But there, there's a major difference. I mean, to be fair, stuff. I've killed some rats in my days. Yeah. It's your job though. I don't see a lot you of know? rats where I live. It's kind of cold had, up here. I've had rats in my, my house, yeah, but we do I've have, never had, but well, we have fucking wolves that stand six feet tall though. Fucking crazy. My God, they're freaky. There's yeah. just differences and everything like that, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. I, I understand both point points of views and stuff. I mean, honestly, I've always kind of believed what Ruggiero Diodato said, you know, about the natives eating the food and stuff. Up, like, I'm like, but at the same, I'm sure they I hate don't trust it, the Italians. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I just like at the same time, it's just like at this. I love the movie and I think it's a great piece of art, but at the same time, there's just not really any guilt-free way to watch that movie it's just yeah, not no matter how you feel well it. technically there is you, you know can I mean? watch it without the animal killings yeah the grindhouse yeah, version does have that grindhouse did that yeah, yeah. And the point doesn't work though the message isn't as strong uh it works for me i like to feel the misery <laughs> <laughs> i like to know all the then stop shit. complaining you fuck i'm not i'm just i'm not complaining i'm just basically saying there's a, I, did you not understand my fucking point the whole time? I said Cannibal Holocaust is a fucking amazing film. All Food of the Gods, pretty much basic, bottom line, is a piece of shit. I don't I think like, it's a piece of shit. I get where you're coming from with I the like animals it, and stuff, but yeah, but I think it's a piece of garbage. Movie. It's a I double think. feature. It's a B movie. It plays at the end. Cannibal Holocaust fucking will go down in history as something talked about. Food of the Gods is a cliff note. Yeah, it's a great yeah, story, but, but it doesn't. But it doesn't affect my. It doesn't affect my enjoyment for it, though. I'm a big fan of like miniatures and the way they do the effects and yeah. stuff. I just have a fucking blast. But I personally love, though. I would love to go to a drive-in and see the double feature with like fucking what, what's on the double feature? No, it's not tentacles. I don't even know what the fuck's on the feature. But <laughs> yeah, just put it with, we're speaking of Italian films. I think tentacles is actually an Italian film. But um, is it frogs? Oh, it's maybe it is frogs. Frogs is not with Food of the Gods. Nah, but I don't know. It's in I don't, one of the double features. I don't remember. I have them all, it, but whatever. It Frogs. changes between DVD and Blu-ray, so it's confusing. 
But right, the miniatures right. kind of are ruined in that movie, considering the fact when they shoot a rat in the side, the bullet's as big as its fucking like head. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, like, okay, it's goofy to me, man. Again, B film, I can't take the shit serious. It's fun to me. Yeah, I know. But anything I, with rats, I'm just when like, I watch a B movie, I don't want to watch a bunch of slaughtered animals. It's not my. You know fu- what I mean? I it's funny. I, don't I ne- watch slaughtered animals in any of them personally. I never even kind of looked at it like that. Now you just ruin the whole fucking just thing. Just the way for me. they do it, man. They tie fucking rocks to their tails and watch them drown. It is true. Well, you know, it, that's get them fucking out. humane as shit. They know they did. You know why I can't be taken seriously? They watch dead rats floating in the fucking water. You, you know, it would have had more of an effect on people, and it probably would have been noticed if the rats were normal size in the movie. But when they're when they're fucking huge, they seem scary, and they seem like you know they need. Well, to they be are destroyed. normal size. I can tell when they're normal size when a bullet fucking is <laughs> blows up their whole entire side, even though it would literally be the size of like tiny. But well, maybe, the movie. maybe they're the using hollow points or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I'm just saying. Like, I, I'm just basically pointing out the hypocrisy and everything, where everybody's a cannibal holocaust. That's all they bring up. But it's like, what about Apocalypse Now? What about Friday Thirteenth? What about Food of the Fucking Gods? Oh, because they kill fucking, a snake in Friday Thirteenth. Yeah, you know what I'm just saying. It's like, when does it end? When does it start? The sea turtle is fucking repulsive, but yeah. I guess rats don't matter when they kill them by the hundreds. I mean, they do it in labs too, and I guess it, I guess animals' lives are valued at well, different. Well, it's so true though man i mean how many movies from the 70s do you see someone either shoot or chop a snake in half yeah tons of american movies actually i watched it the other day i watched the real snake get fucking blasted away and if i can't remember the movie was and i was like god damn dude (laughs) what about fucking um like snakes when they cut a baby fucking kill a baby deer on screen yeah it's fucked up that movie's a piece of shit let's be honest it's fun but it's a piece of shit it's not a good movie so I mean, like I think apart. we all agree that animal violence in movies is bad. Yeah, I'm just mad at the hypocrisy of what people are picking one movie or another. Is I this, think, what, I this think one more people have seen Cannibal Holocaust than Food of the Gods, though. Is this one's effective, though? This one is effective to you? So it's it should be it, – it, this one got its message across because it's well-made, but this one's a piece of shit so you don't notice. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's just dumb. I'm sorry I got on a whole trail <laughs> about rats because I, I feel bad for those rats. I don't even like rats. Like, I don't want to see – animals killed for film it's not that they killed them it's how they killed them i guess that's what i'm saying yeah inhumanely is sad but the bullet is but the bullet's humane yeah i mean i guess but it's a movie you know i like movies so i it's not like i'm saying ban this or don't watch this i'm just saying look at this before you open your mouth about something else just take this and take all of it in dude like i said for me the worst one is wake and fright that like that's the most it's rough. Rough one I've watched. It was just like so sad. It's because of the way they react when they're killed. Yeah. Be yeah, because they're not dying right away. Most of the time, that's why. Mm. So it, it is a rough one. It's still miserable to watch. I, I never really thought about it. Like, But two of my favorite movies like of all time have like crazy animal killings in it. And I'm totally against animal killings. Because <laughs> well, they're effective. That's why Wake and Fright works. Because it's well made. Well, the fact that Donald Pleasance plays the greatest drunk of all fucking time. Donald <laughs> Pleasance. That's the best movie he's ever like he's ever done. His his acting is the fucking wasn't best. Wasn't acting in that. No, I think he was actually <laughs> legitimately shit-faced for I sure. I think he's he actually a drunk. But he's just that good of an actor. You don't pick up on it a lot. Dude, have you seen Circus yeah, of Mars before? Yeah, some of those actors could be like absolute alcoholics. and Oliver Reed and they're still the best. Shit. Have you seen, Dave, have you seen Circus of Horrors before? 1960 Which movie? One? Circus of Horrors? No, is he in that? Yes, he is. He's briefly in the movie, but the the irony is, is that he plays... A fuck. He plays the owner of the circus and stuff, and he, 
you know, he gets his daughter all fixed up. He can't pay the guy that do it. So he lets him kind of take over the thing. But he he's fucking drunk the whole time. And this and this, <laughs> is, this is predating Wake and Fright. And he's completely shit faced in this. And he's obvious, like he's completely, you know, they show him drinking and stuff. But you can tell you like he's either acting really good or he's completely shit faced. It's great. But his death has to be one of the funniest fucking deaths in horror history in that movie. It's so good. You got to you got to check it out, man. Just for that. I love Donald Pleasance. He's one of my favorite actors of all time. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, man, Donald Pleasance likes to play a drunk in these movies. Not really play. Quote I think unquote. I just like drunks but, that are good actors. Yeah. I love Oliver Reed's one of my all time favorites. Yeah, Oliver too. Reed's fucking amazing, man. It's great. Probably remind me of my grandfather or something. Like burnt offerings. What the fuck is with Jeremy? Like he has this hard on against that movie. Like hardcore. He's like, dude, that movie sucks. And I'm like, it's slow, but it's a great movie. But honestly, like, you know, coming from his background and being, you know, objective and stuff like that movie doesn't suck. I don't even think it's that slow. I think it's a slow, but the type of movie deserves a slow burn. Right. Given yeah. the narrative. Right. You, Just you don't want to go Oliver Reed beat his kid up in a pool is well worth the time. Right. 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 I mean, his kid was a little shit, though. Maybe he wasn't, but <laughs> you're all justifying it. You should have drawn that kid. The Fuck house what? is getting to you. It was getting to him, man. He didn't even do sold. anything. It wasn't the booze. It wasn't the house. You know, whatever. It is what it is. But he didn't take out the fucking garbage. All right. So, are we going to re- review any I'm more sorry. movies with animal killings? In them? Top ten. <laughs> that should have been the top ten for tonight, man. Oh, top oh, ten movies killings. with animal, real animal killings in them. I don't even like to fucking see fake dogs get run over and shit. Like we just reviewed the rage carry too. And Walter takes a fucking tumble, man. I was feeling bad for Walter. Fuck Walter. He owes me five bucks. (laughs) I reviewed Lake nowhere today. It's funny. (laughs) You've probably seen. Actually, you reviewed that movie years ago. Lake nowhere. Which one? Lake nowhere. Oh yeah. 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 I like it. It's great, man. It's fucking really it's good. Short. You want to talk I about? Like I, I even said in my review today, it's a great companion piece with WNUF Halloween special because it's you know it's throwback, but it's pretty authentic, man. It's pretty authentic. Yeah, so I agree. Um, but anyways, uh, Graveyard Shift, nineteen ninety. You guys have anything else you want to spew about this movie? Nope. Besides I'm all the sorry, rats that they really off. killed in the movie. They didn't kill no rats. Maybe a couple died, but it was an accident. Oh, there's <laughs> definitely the rats that died in this movie for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes you trip or fall or something, but I don't think they were sitting there stomping them. Or no, throwing them I, you can tell that they were being pretty conscious of like not showing rat deaths, rat, rat deaths in this movie and stuff. Like, I mean, even when they're being powered by the hose and shit. You know, I mean, they, even in shit like Kingdom of the Spiders, they were like, we tried not to step on them, but you know, sometimes. sometimes. Oh, dude, that movie <laughs> is fucking man. That movie might have the most killings of real creatures in it of all time. There's no. a scene where there's hundreds of tarantulas on the road and they're running them over. They're trying to avoid them. They run over a fuck ton of them, man. I've had this discussion with a couple of people before, and it's I like up absolutely crazy how many tarantulas they kill in Listen, this movie for real. It's it's got to be in the hundreds. It has to be in the hundreds. I'm sure they've killed some cockroaches in there. Right? I want yeah, but they're fucking cockroaches. I want some numbers on this. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's where I drove. Kingdom of Spiders. I want some numbers on this. If someone can actually put a real number on this, it's got to be super high. I don't think so. I think it is, less man. It is. There's tons of fucking tarantulas that get killed. I think they All took right. some heat over it, actually, too. Let's let's do ratings. Uh, let's start with Dave. I'm going to come in higher than I should, and I don't care. 9 out of 10. It's one of my favorites. Wow. It is. It's literally yeah. one of my favorite movies. I love this. All thing. right. Um, I love it, too. I can't come that high, although I kind of want to because I do love it. But uh, I'm at an 8. 
<clears throat> that's um, the real rating it should be. I'm actually at an eight too. I actually, I, I rated it about a month ago and I think I came in seven and a half, but I came up when I rewatched it last night. It's fucking fun, dude. I mean, See, there's a reason why. On the why. surface, I, I used to think like, okay, that's probably a seven, seven and a half, but like, there's really not much wrong with it. It's fucking great. Except some Warwick stuff where he doesn't make any sense to his actions, but he's all <laughs> right. fucked up. Well, that's probably it's the biggest so downfall fun, to though, the film man. because it when really he, is a super when, fun movie. When he goes all fucking batshit <clears throat> Rambo at the end there, it's like, what? Like yeah, it happens that's a little so, out of left field. It's it happens so much. quick. You're like, what the fuck? You're, you were yeah, the one working like down here. Some shit missing. Yeah. yeah like <laughs> I said, even when he fired that guy, I felt like there's shit missing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I get it. So yeah, a little bit of, kind of narrative issues i guess a little bit but whatever anyways that is uh graveyard shift from Presentation. Yo, who this? Yo, Moods, it's your boy, the ill-mented funky child, calling you to remind you that the featured reviews on this episode contain spoilers. Aw, oh, yeah, man, that's right, brother. Thanks for the heads up, player. Now go back to being an unproductive asshole. Fuck you. I tell your listeners to stop being so dumb, silly, sensitive. Yeah. All right. So moving into the featured reviews here on episode 194, Halloween special, viewer's choice, volume 12, 13. Be cool if it was 13. Ah. Um, all right. So getting into the first one that was chosen by you peeps. Uh, from 1992, coming <clears throat> from our good fine folks over at Full Moon. Uh, and it is Demonic Toys. This one. This was a Patreon uh, vote. Yeah, Patreon. Oh, yeah, it was picked through the Patreon. Yeah, because I think we had a poll and it wasn't decided, so we had to go to the Patreon. And Demonic Toys somehow outvoted some of the other choices that we talked about earlier. The guest was in second place, I believe. Still crazy to me because I, I don't really consider this movie to be like halloween like i said it has one part of being halloween but it's not really set on halloween it's kind of a strange choice that this was even there but it is what it is it's here now uh this is directed by uh peter mangunia mangun i don't know how to pronounce his name all i know is this guy worked for empire slash full moon um he did the dungeon master did a segment in there eliminators enemy territory arena demonic toys he also did uh see people in the same year 1992 and later on, he did Devil Dolls, which was fucking terrible for for Full Moon. That's when Full Moon was just awful. But um, you can see the quality in films. Uh, Empire, a yeah. little bit higher. Full Moon, a little bit lower. And then all the other names, after they go bankrupt like 20 times, you get Devil Dolls. You're telling me... You- I think I've seen many Moonbeam films. Prehistoria is probably a moonbeam. Yeah, I know there's a handful. Yeah, Phantom Town, it might be. I don't know. I can't remember. I'm a grown man. I can't remember that far that back. Right. Okay, so Demonic Toys, 1992. Synopsis, a pregnant policewoman and her quarry and an innocent delivery boy become trapped in a haunted 
toy warehouse. Um, in this opening of this movie, that is the worst undercover cop I've ever fucking seen in my life. He, he deserved to get shot. <laughs> he fucking pulls his gun out when he doesn't have either of them covered well. The dude throws a fucking gun at him. So the guy's unarmed, so he just shoots him, which is probably fucking illegal. It's like, dude, you made like four mistakes and kind of got it, deserved to get shot. And also, you wouldn't make the arrest yourself if you undercover cop. Other cops like, would pull up basically today's police? <laughs> Maybe. But David Goyer wrote this. You guys know who wrote like the dark Knight and all that stuff. And like all his movies, like I know people love those movies. They all have weird loopholes and plot holes, like that kind of shit. in it, um, just no, like, no. huh? I said, I don't know. David Goyer. He fucking wrote the dark Knight, the Christopher Nolan movies, the Batman movies, like the dark Knight, like Batman movies. Yeah. He wrote a bunch of big superhero movies. This is one movie he wrote. He, Dude, wrote, he started here. That's quite a career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering about the name. I thought I recognized it, but I couldn't put yeah. two and two. Yeah, he did write the fucking... He wrote Blade and all that shit. He wrote Dark City, which is a great movie, man. Yeah. So what you're saying is Charles Ban made Batman. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Charles okay, Ban is solely responsible for The Dark Knight. And okay. he's Ledger's Joker. Wow, yeah. that's bizarre. If you want to put it in those terms. Um <laughs> <laughs> So your guys' thoughts on Demonic Toys. Right. Early full We all grew up watching this one, right? Demonic Toys? Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Uh, no. I, I I got really into Full Moon around like 2008 to 10. So How old were you? Uh, well, that would be like 12 years ago. I'm 29 now, so like 16 or something. That's like, about right. Late teens. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I bought a bunch of Full Moon films during like their infamous Valentine's Day 50% off sales. And the Demonic Toys DVD was uh, Charlie Band didn't own the rights, so it was a Kangaroo Baby. So he he got a Mexican import and sold oh. it on there. But I'm almost certain that they just made a bunch with Mexican or Spanish, uh, uh, you know, fucking titles and was stuff, it like and El sold. Diablo Toys or some shit. Yeah, it's something like it's like Juggernauts or something. <laughs> That's the same thing with the Kangaroo label. So he basically made all these region discs over in the Australia where he had the rights, mm-hmm. and they would just like sell him on his site. But they were just region free discs, and they just had a little kangaroo on the side said Kangaroo because there was right. an Australian label. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tend weren't. to believe that he made them here in the U.S. Oh, and yeah, just no said doubt. that he was getting them from Australia. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Yeah, um, but oh, yeah, that's how, it's like Demonica Juggernauts or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's how I got it. But there's, I don't even think there's Spanish subtitles. <laughs> no, <laughs> there might be. I don't know. But uh, I, uh, <clears throat> I, I bought that in like Castle Freak and like a, a bunch of the good ones. And so I watched it. This is probably only the third time that I've seen it. Hmm. I dig the actual dolls in this movie a lot, like the toys, the demonic toys themselves. But I kind of hate the fucking stupid storyline where it's like, I want to impregnate your phone. I'm like, fucking cut this out. This is shit. Like, I know you need a reason why the the dolls are there. But it's just a boring subplot, and I don't like it, and I never did. I don't really mind the whole, you know, the demon need to be reborn and stuff. It's just how he comes back a little bit, you know? 
You know what I'm saying? Like how the dolls come alive and shit. Yeah, it's just like this dude happens to be bleeding. Like he's bleeding right on this, you know, the specific spot and stuff. It's just, man, dude, like you got to come up with something a little better than that. It's pretty unlikely that that'll happen, right? (laughs) Right. It just it just comes up, and it's also the way it's done too. It's like super cheesy and shit. You see the blood kind of you're like, what the fuck? And all of a sudden, you know, we have this demon boy, and then we've got these kind of re or these animated fucking dolls and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? It, it's I a, do like the dolls though. The dolls, the dolls are cool. It's, yeah, it's just the, the, I like the puppet. Yeah, the, the clown the Jack in the Box one. Yeah. Oh, That's he's awesome. vicious, man. But Oopsie Baby steals the story or steals the show with her fucking filthy <laughs> mouth, man. <laughs> the one line's the best. I can walk. <clears throat> so, I can talk. I can even shit my pants. Yeah. Can you, yeah. can you shit, shit your, your pants? pants? <laughs> yeah. That big fat guard's awesome too. It's like, you notice everything tastes like chicken? He's like, yeah, except this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the big that fat guard's funny. Um, does the cheesy shit too, where they're like watching Puppet Master on TV? It's like, come on, guys, right, cut right, it out. Right. Well, which is kind of you know, it's not even ironic too, because this is basically a ripoff of Puppet Master in a sense. Yeah, you know, killer dolls. Like, that, that's all Charles Band's fucking movies, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I know, but it's just like there's going to be killer dolls in this movie, so you put killer puppets or something on the TV. It's like this is too much. This is just too right, much. Right? No, it's not too much. much. Leave it. Leave it. Leave no. it. That's like naming your character fucking like. His name is George Carpenter Romero Falchi Craven. That's his full name. Yeah. <laughs> You're stupid. <clears throat> That's what it reminds me of. Or it's like a guy with a fucking, like, everybody does it, though, in independent movies, though. It's always like that. Everybody's guilty of it. Like, Yeah, well, it's back. because we love stuff and we want to share our love. Or sometimes it's just you don't want to change your set design. <laughs> it's just in the background. You're like, you um, don't like that, don't I don't know. What do you think of like the warehouse setting? It's a good place to spray blood. It's yeah. okay. It, it just, it feels, it feels super low budget. You know, it, <laughs> it, it just, it doesn't, it does, honestly doesn't feel like a real warehouse at all. It just feels like they're filming in rooms that they, I don't know. It doesn't have that <laughs> warehouse feel to it at all. It's very small. There, there's, there's no wide shots at all. You know, it, yeah. I feel like they were just shooting in small rooms and stuff. I and feel it, it like doesn't, those boxes are filled with full moon VHS tapes. That's probably yeah, the fucking probably. full moon warehouse. It's probably literally probably in their warehouse. Yeah, exactly. But it just doesn't feel like it at all, man. But I don't know, man. Like he probably found some fucking wizard video. That's what I was trying to get at. But then you guys got the joke. <laughs> you guys were like, yeah, it probably is. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I fucking hate about this movie though? Like I've all like, I, I think this movie is kind of fun and stuff, but I hate when the fucking like homeless girl just like randomly shows up in the heat Thank ducts. You. I was going to say the same thing. Thank you. Moose. That shit just drives me nuts in movies. It's a terrible trope in horror. All of a sudden like this person just shows up and then she knows He's all another this- kill. We need, another, we need kill. another kill. But she also is there to have a little bit more information. She knows when the closing docks and like she shit that where they can't go. And like, she knows all this type of stuff because she's living in the air. Duct. Duct. Yeah. yeah, it's dumb. It, it's just really convenient type of filmmaking and stuff. And it just doesn't really add anything. And then of course she fucking dies. <laughs> it's so dumb. She comes in, tells the story. So everybody knows what's going on. Then gets killed. Right. That is right. some sloppy David Goyer writing. Right. You just got to put another character in there to die. It's just like the typical slasher type film where the, the cop shows up just to die. Right. That's it. <laughs> Do you think this is better than puppet master? Yes. The um, first the first, maybe the first, yeah. I mean, honestly, the animatronics in this aren't that bad. Like, oopsie baby's okay. Like the 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 dolls look pretty cool. Like even the gore and the blood isn't bad. Like when the Jack in the Box fucking d- demolishes that dude's neck, 
It doesn't look yeah. that bad. It looks evil and vicious and shit. I'm like, holy fuck, man. That's actually not that bad. Like, I hadn't watched Demonic Toys in a while. And I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. You know, I can fuck well, with that and stuff. And... get smashed, too. I think, it's, yeah. I think it's a good bit better than the original Puppet Master. I do, too. Set. That's what I said. I think, um, you know, acting-wise and stuff. I mean, again, I don't really like to... I mean, it's pretty low budget and stuff. But, I mean, it's it's... There, there's some moments in this man the delivery guy holy fuck man there's some moments where he's just like he is overacting to the point where it's it's pure laugh it actually had yeah, me bursting yeah. out laughing dude like he's screaming and yelling and fucking just going off and shit and i'm like what the fuck dude relax buddy relax <laughs> hey, yeah he's in one of your favorite <clears throat> movies from 1991 can you tell me who he is um he is in are you looking it up boneyard no, he's actually Damn. Boneyard's similar to this, but better. He's actually in Sometimes They Come Back. He's one oh, of the kids. Oh, he's, he's, one, he's oh, one of the yeah, – yeah. You know what? I wouldn't even have put that together because, you know, I'm not – I, I recognized him and I knew it. And I was, <clears throat> but I'm not good at recognizing actors. Like sometimes I'll watch a movie and I'll be a popular actor in it and I won't even realize it's them. <laughs> I'm good at that stuff. Well, I can I see that, that happening in the Wizard Gore <clears throat> remake with uh, – <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking terrible, man. Can we get Je- this, Jeffrey uh, Combs does not look like yeah, but no, he's just barely in it too, and the, so cloudy. Jeff- can't see Jeffrey Combs is always one that I like. Don't notice in like a lot of movies. You it's know weird. why is because they he change like he does a lot of different type of character roles, right? So he changes the right. appearance quite often in films. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at him as Poe in the Black Cat. Like he, it doesn't even right. look like him, dude. It's great aesthetics mm-hmm. or great makeup. I mean, so. And just shows range because it, it can feel like different people. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, one thing I like about early full moon movies, and I mean, even into the 2000s and when they got really cheap and shitty and stuff, I mean, not so much later and stuff, but these ones all have that score that is, it's like a full moon score. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking you know, about. You like, know, like the second this movie comes on, if you saw Demonic Toys on TV and it, it was the opening scene with the with the couple undercover cops and shit, and, and as soon as the music hit, you'd be like, well, this was made by Charlie Band. This is fucking Full yeah. Moon. Like, it just has that feel. And that's what I like about early Full Moon films. It just, it has that, it's like a comfort film. As soon as you hear that score, you're like, oh, man, this is why I like these movies, man. It sucks me in and... You know, I mean, these aren't great movies, but they're really entertaining. There's a lot of stupid shit that's happening in them. But at the end of the day, man, it's entertaining from top to bottom. This is actually one of the longer full months, too, because like almost 90 minutes. It's still under 90, which is good, but it's 86, which is like a little longer than the normal. But it reminds me of the dream child, the Elm Street with the whole like being pregnant thing. Yeah. I'm a fan of that one. Not a fan of that one. It Maybe grew on me over the years, man. I, when I was younger, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, Super but it's, Freddy. it started to it started to grow on me a little bit. It actually kind of made sense in the franchise why it went to that narrative, you know, with the the child being reborn and stuff. But yeah, then yeah, I get that. It, it, Demonic it, it, Toys the Two sucks. Stuff. Demonic Toys Two looks like garbage. Demonic garbage. Two to- Demonic Toys Two. Oopsie, like they were CG and shit. Ugh, it's so that. bad yeah. like they That's just the only lost thing all hope. like about these <clears throat> adults so why the fuck oh, are sure. you gonna cgi them do they they don't even know why people like these movies mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you say <laughs> i said they don't even know why people like these movies so when they make the Dude. sequels they're like what it's so Dude, true i totally agree like sometimes i do feel like like full moon really does it like charles band like really doesn't Get like it? he seems like he's really in tune with the audience, but like I no swear fool. he doesn't actually know what they like. like. He's like, let's make Ooga Booga. 
these are these are not horribly like dated and offensive now. People will love it. It's like this isn't. What are you doing? Yeah, what's wrong with you? <laughs> this isn't clever or witty. This is not going to. This Did is not going to land well. Unlucky Charms. I never watched that one, but I was curious because it was a Leprechaun movie. Oh, it's it's pretty bad. It's honestly oh. pretty bad. Of course, Boots wants to everything. <laughs> I have honestly, dude. I'm like this weird kind of like I wouldn't even say closet fan of uh, Full Moon. I I've been pretty outspoken. I like Full Moon. Um, yeah, early no, stuff for I, sure. I watched. I I used to keep up like up to like 2010. I watched like everything they put out, but I'm um, still sucker. I'm still buying all these fucking evil bong movies for fuck's sakes. I'm, I've got seven of them in the damn collection now. I've When's seen it the first end? three. When's Did it gonna I end? Watching after like fucking uh, the late '90s, early 2000s, I was like, I'm out. When there's like, some, there's some good ones in there. Like Killjoy goes to hell is a really good one. I heard that's late, good. The later Killjoy movies are legitimately decent, man. There's probably some of the better later Full Moon f- films out there for sure. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, they just don't. I wish they would cut all the chess scenes out of this movie when they're like, oh, where they're playing war. It's like war. Let's. I'm like, oh, it's so bad. Like literally, yeah. like it takes the movie down tremendously. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about the Halloween scene in the movie? Yeah, bring it up. So the Halloween wait, scene this in the movie. Not t- so <laughs> well, that's what makes Halloween, us a Halloween. Then yeah, no. no there's the-, the one scene where the baby was born and it's like a demon, and they give it to the kids to wrap. <laughs> they fucking they open it. They just leave it sit there. Yeah, and the story that's takes place. Me up. They're like, Ugh. The story takes place like what is it? Is it eighty years before? Or 60 years know. before or something. Anyways, the, the backstory takes like 60 years before or some shit like that. And he's been he's been cooped up in this place waiting for, you know, to be reborn for that long and stuff. And I'm like, um, so I kind of took it as, you know, now that I was like fully paying attention to the narrative, I was like, I was taking it as like where he was buried. That's where they built where the, the warehouse. Where was. Yeah. 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 So he's but, been literally yeah, in this hole. 66 years ago. On yeah. Halloween night. Yeah, because he was born like this fucking demon child or whatever. And yeah, so they bury him and uh, he's been waiting there ever since to be reborn. I mean, this, this, the narrative is really, really poor. Honestly, it doesn't even really make sense when you actually think about it. So he's buried right here. But then, you know, the I'm assuming the blood's supposed to go right through the concrete and it. That's how it it's resurrects. It's magic, bro. It that's d- like <clears throat> hellraising. Science. Like the blood that's how just, it works. Right. The, the blood just, uh, you know. I mean, yeah, but it's where they doesn't die. suck. Yeah. And I mean, blood it, soaks it, in the wood. But there's more. Exactly. They show <laughs> that and stuff. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, what the, f-? like, he's buried here and it's going, like, this is concrete, motherfucker. It ain't going through that. I think there, yeah, was, there was a crack cracks in the concrete. In oh, yeah, give me cracks. a break, man. It ain't yeah, going. He was, he was mad, Moot. He was breaking out of there for years, <laughs> just waiting for blood. No. Just see, waiting guys, to play war with You guys don't understand. It's the, you guys don't think fourth dimensionally. The the devil controls these narratives and kind of pushes them together. You know what I'm saying? Ratings then. Okay. So, okay. So JP, like if you wanted to get real technical about this, like if he can control the shit, why the fuck couldn't he figure something out in in the previous 60 or 70 or 80 years before? Like, come on. Because 666, man. Yeah. Where's yeah. the sixth? Where's I mean, the I get the whole angle. He it's, gets it's reborn. It's when the kid turns six. I get the whole angle that he can, you know, once he gets that little bit of blood and, you know, he needs more power. And so he can control these, these, uh, these toys, I guess, these to do his bidding and stuff. I mean, I get that whole thing. It's evil. Evil can do what the fuck they want. There's no written rules to you. You can do whatever the fuck you want and stuff, but whatever. It's not even really about the narrative. Who gives a yeah, shit about the narrative? He and... even says he uses all of his power to control the toys. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he needs more you of it. What? 
they definitely had the fucking title and poster of this movie before they had the fucking script. They did. Yeah, I agree. They actually <laughs> did. No, no, like, they're demonic toys. We had Puppet Master. Now, dudes, listen, we have the demonic toys. Dude, it's going to be really cool. They're going to be evil and versus Charlie Band has literally admitted that to most of these early movies. Oh, yeah. they, they would come it's up the with a concept in the name. Killjoy. Killjoy. Do, he, do the poster. He, he, on Shockwave, <clears throat> Killer POV, he said he uh, came up with the poster for Killjoy and went to a video store like Blockbuster and was like, they're like, all right, we'll take, you know, a hundred thousand by uh, copies by, you know, nobody said a hundred thousand copies of Killjoy. That's it was, it wasn't a hundred thousand, but it was, a, it was like 10,000. It, it, it may have been 10. Yeah. Ten, <laughs> but, just 10, not 10,000. 10. No, just 10. <laughs> but no, like seriously. So he, he went and fucking made Killjoy in fucking 10 minutes. <laughs> and yeah, it looks, and it like, looks it like it made it in 10 minutes, man. What? Okay, man, Killjoy is one of the most bizarre f- franchises, man. That movie started out with an absolute piece of diarrhea. Only five out of ten. And then it got a little bit better. And then it one got really ten. good. And then what the fuck? The franchise got better and better. Name another franchise like, where the films got better as they went along. Not one. There isn't yeah, another franchise in the history fair. of horror. usually if the first one sucks really bad, they don't do another one. Exactly. Uh, Puppet Master got better. Over the first one, the sec two and three are better than the first one. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, I agree with three. that actually. But I mean, as a whole franchise, I mean, it, they start to get pretty. Let's. I like it. four and five over the first one too. But I then like after four. that, I know JP likes six. So. <clears throat> oh God, I, I like four and five too because it's it's like one big movie. Four and five is fun to watch back to back. It's okay. I don't like when the puppets are good. It just bugs me. Who cares? Yeah, but I that care. happens in all these franchises. Look at Godzilla, man. Godzilla was bad, and he became good. I hate good that, too. I don't yeah. want Godzilla to be good. He's a monster. Mm-hmm. But he's had a change of heart. Fuck Godzilla that, found Godzilla Conscience. Found real they gave God, him a okay? conscience, and he's like, oh, I shouldn't be evil for the rest of my existence. I should help and be good. You know, I mean, yes. I guess it's kind of corny, but... Godzilla found love. Him and Mothra. Honestly, I prefer Godzilla as a bad guy, too. Bad guy? Bad monster? I hate I hate when villains turn good. It just always has annoyed me. But one of the taglines is when good uh, puppets go, when bad puppets go good, or some shit. Yeah, that's four to four, and I don't like it. But number three, they're they're also good. No, they're just anti. They kill Nazis. No, they're, yeah. they're, they're technically but that's good like in the an prequel. Evil killing another <clears throat> evil. It's no, the like puppets it. aren't evil. They're not evil in part three. They're not evil at all. I know. Toulon's made them from people who were actually fucking I know. killed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right and and the weird, and the weird, definitely right about no, that. he is actually good people. And, and I'm 100. It, it's right weird too that. because it's a prequel to the first film where they're evil in there. Yeah. So they went from yeah. good to evil. They actually started out being technically good. Yeah. Yeah, so but see, it, it's a little puppets. bit different because like Toulon is like telling them what to do. No, well, the puppets were never good nor evil. The puppet master controls them. That's why it's called puppet master. Yeah, but he's also a product of his environment. Who's controlling them? But he's a product of his environment, man. He's in Nazi Germany, dude. Like, you're fighting an evil. Honestly, the puppets, the puppet master movies are a fucking sloppy mess because they did not actually. they, They never thought any of this out. But in Puppet Master Three, they're good. He has this whole speech where he goes over all of them, who they were. This was a, a fucking truck driver who tried to get Jews out. This is out my wife. Leech woman was his wife. Him. Yes. This, this was a librarian that hid Jews, and they fucking beat him and killed him. So I turned yeah. him to a puppet. And that right. doctor, Ian Abercrombie, <clears throat> he puts in the Blade doll. 
because he was a good doctor that actually turned on the Nazis and tried to help him. So, so it, they have to have a soul within the puppet. You know what? You know what the most wrong thing to do is with the Puppet Master franchise is watch them in the actual narrative order. So if you watch Puppet Master <laughs> three first and then you watch part one, you'd be like, what the fuck happened? They're literally good. And they went to like straight fucking evil motherfuckers. Wait, it doesn't even make sense. Like torch. Um, it's a it's a very very fuckery um, oh, franchise. It's like, so messed the, up, dude. What it goes part three three or wait yeah three is the begin is three the fucking first one. Yeah, three is the first one. Timeline wise, yeah, timeline wise, I think three is the first one. That's because it no, starts no, no, no. in the forties. Yeah, the first oh, one. No, is, the first one is like part seven or something or eight or something like that. No, the first one is Retro Puppet Master, 1902. Yeah, so Retro is what number? Like, eight? 1902. Uh, retro is seven. seven. Oh, okay, okay and so then, part, and then part three. <clears throat> and then Puppet Master 3 is the second in the series. And that takes place Then in the, the Axis trilogy, so Evil, Axis Rising, wow. Axis Termination. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then Blade the Iron Cross. Then Puppet Master. Then Puppet Master 2, 4, 5, Curse. No, like is the last one. You Two know, I'm pissed future. off about that shit, man. Fucking Charlie yeah. Band, dude. He re-releases yeah. that awesome box set that I got, and now they have a new fucking Blade movie in there. I'm like, motherfucker, now I gotta get that shit. It won't fit <laughs> in my set fine. because it's not big enough for the fucking movie. It's not that bad. It's better than the last two Axis movies, but it's still it's well, not. I mean, we why can are you guys pro- still watching these movies? We can probably agree what that. Mean, well, I like because them. we torture ourselves on here, we have to watch everything, but lo and behold... The latest Puppet Master film, which is the... I'm sorry, ultra- it's not the- fucking Tempe Zombie Bloodbath yeah. 6. Zombie Bloodbath 2, okay, Dave, the Undead, bro. Did you see the new Puppet Master movie? The, uh, the, the new franchise one? Yeah, I liked it. It's yeah, it's fun. fucking... I can't wait for the sequels for that. That shit was great, man. If There's they ever happen any. I don't know, man. It's kind of a shame because he, he, it, could, it could get decent. It, yeah, There's potential there. It's There's the potential. Puppet Master. Yep. <laughs> Did you guys notice when that bear is like freaking out behind like the uh, he's hiding behind something. He's just like biting and shit. He just looks like a ghoulie puppet. I really think Carl Buchler did the effects on here. I guarantee he reused some ghoulie shit. Yeah, I forgot to mention that actually. There was like a little wolf look at were bear looking ghoulie, right? (laughs) Not really. I wouldn't say not looking like that one. And an ape. There was an ape in the first one. Uh What's but the there's green? shit and troll, the troll, the, the fish thing. He's like an alligator tail fish. Yeah. He definitely was a re-fucking-used ghoulie, that hand puppet, you could tell. Probably. Oh, my God. So fucking funny. So I just kind of scrolled down on the IMDb page, and it says, Did you know? Was originally titled Dangerous Toys, but later changed to Demonic Toys after a rock band of the same name issued a cease of claim against the title. the script. There was a fucking band name. <laughs> fucking dangerous toys oh my god that's just so like i wish it was dangerous toys we would have a stupid fucking, fucking demonic subplot hair metal band oh my god that's amazing i love it well guess who outlived them demonic toys are still fucking around well dangerous i'm actually toys. i'm actually surprised that charles band didn't do more demonic toys films since he usually like fucking milks every little ounce of did you guys franchise. Franchise. did you like the de- uh, doll man versus demonic toys films did you guys see I've that never one seen it. i like it yeah. as much as this one eh, not as much as this one i guess but i remember it's, liking it i love doll man though i doll fuck with, i fuck with dolls man that, that movie's great dude it's fun as hell 
It's 13 inches with an attitude. Yep, and it's fun, man. Oh, I love the scene when he fucks with the gangsters in the beginning. Oh, it's great. That gun's gnarly, too. <laughs> it's great shit, man. Yeah. All right. Ratings? Yeah, do we have anything else on it? I mean... No. Um, not really I might come in the highest here. I really like this movie. I, I do think that it's... I mean, it's a full moon film. It's not very like greatly done. Like no. how many are? It's fun. Um, but I, I really like the dolls or the 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 Oopsie Baby doll and the Jack in the Box and I guess the robots. Okay, He's cool. the teddy bear's cool. Um, I don't know. It's just it, I, I I it's an easy watch for me. It's entertaining. Uh, I gave it a seven. Uh, that would be me. Uh-huh. I don't know why this keeps happening lately, but I have the same rating at seven. It's pure entertainment value for me. Not a great movie, narrative-wise. It's very simplistic, but you know, it's entertaining as shit, man. Because you got Oopsie Baby with a filthy mouth, and I sh- I find that shit funny as hell. It it's, is funny, and honestly, the effects <laughs> are pretty good, and the animatronics are pretty good for being a really cheap kind of full moon film. It's yeah, it you definitely don't get that shit nowadays. Oh, it definitely shows its budget though, man. It's just it, you know. Like I said, no wide shots or nothing. It just feels like they're they're filming in a fucking room. You know, it doesn't do much for that type of angle, but it is what it is. This is not a Halloween movie. It has a Halloween part in it. I'm sorry. It counts. But it does count, I guess. And yeah, I'm going to say seven, man, because I enjoy the shit out of this fun. I actually really like this movie, to be honest. I've always really enjoyed it, but I just don't think it's very good at the same time. I love the puppet. It's not shit, very like I said. good, but it's good. It's entertaining as shit. I love the puppet stuff. Um, I like. It seems like they kill the best actors right away in the movie. It's like you got the one criminal, and then you got the fat guy, and it's just like we're just gonna leave the worst actors because we got them for longer. <laughs> I don't fucking know. That, I mean, um, that, is, that is usually why, right? <laughs> yeah, it's usually why. Um, you know, also Krampus does a nice little shout out to the demonic toys when the some of the toys come to life. So you get like you get similar like. You know, puppets and that. I'm so Charles Band made Krampus. Up. Yeah, but yeah, you know, sure, why not? Why the not? first time you see that though in theater, it's so jarring that you're like, "What the fuck just happened here?" No, the, I knew right away it was demonic toys. Oh no, I no, I know what they were doing, but we're I mean, I didn't. The gingerbread, I, fucking the gingerbread shit, man. I didn't. Oh, expect no, I'm not to talking s- about gingerbread, man. I'm talking about afterwards because they actually have like a baby doll and like a clown. They do the whole thing. Bear. Oh no, no, yeah, for yeah, sure. They do oh, it oh, right oh no, that's away. definitely demonic like, toys. But I mean, the gingerbread kind of leads into that, though. It's kind of the same level, you know. I mean, it's yeah, on gingerbread a happens a little earlier, and I literally didn't like the gingerbreads either when I saw them. I was, no. it took me a second to go. No, but I, I, the first thing I said, I leaned over to Dylan. I said, "What the fuck's with the full moon shit?" Right when the gingerbread man happened. I was like, I, <laughs> ask him straight up, straight up. We're in the theater. That part happens. We both looked at it. I said, what the fuck's with the full moon shit? Cause this movie I, was I like crazy was like, serious and like dark and shit. And then it goes full, full moon with the, with the toys later on. And I was like, holy shit, dude, this is fucking weird. It's kind of crazy. To it was very fucking shouted out shit about demonic toys. I mean, I mean, uh, with the gingerbread man kind of made a little bit of sense. I mean, they have the ginger dead man and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, it kind of made sense to me, but I'm going to give this a six and a half. That's okay. a fair one. Yeah, I, I would probably, honestly, back in the day, I would have gave it a seven, a seven and a half. I, I like it. Like I said, I will watch this again. It is one of my favorite full moon movies. But I, I just, I hate that fucking stupid subplot with the kid. It's just garbage. 
Six yeah, and a half. D- Dave's more elevated than us and advanced in reviewing. He's like, nah, yeah. you know, you guys are still at the seven stage. I would have been there 15 years ago, but, you know, I'm no, going to come up with a six I'm and a half sure, now. And it's I'm not as good as Ernest Scared Stupid <laughs> or, or Bud the Chud or Ghoulies 3. Bud the Chud. This is better than Bud the Chud. I Bud actually Chud, thought. I love it. I love actually it. thought, oh, my God. I thought I was going to come Chud in the highest two, with my Chud seven. Chud is better than Chud 1. JP surprises me sometimes. Very actually, I shouldn't Chud really be surprised. Chud is not better than Chud One. Yeah, mm-hmm. Shut up. Chud One's boring. JP is Chud One's a missed opportunity. JP is Chud so boring. Is re- Chud Two is just Return of Living Dead Part Three. And I like Return of Living Dead Part good. Two. I'm really no, fucking happy that that wasn't one. Return of Living oh. Dead Part Three because Jesus, I prefer the yeah, re- the one that came out. So. Return of Living Dead Part Three is better. I, I guarantee anybody would be like, "It's stupid." That's the only thing they'll say. It's stupid. Why? Um, it's just stupid. There's, it's boring. <laughs> I'm a walking. I'm a talking. Come okay. up in your. We're not reviewing Chud Two. <laughs> okay, that was <laughs> demonic toys from 1992. Halloween is Satan's night. The night of the devil. Reporter Frank Stewart has a special Halloween treat in store for viewers tonight. He'll be leading a group of paranormal experts to the infamous Weber House. Do you know what happened here in the Weber House? When people got killed, their son went haywire. All right, so moving along into the second uh, voted pick. Uh, This is a film from 2013, and it is called WNUF Halloween Special. Um, Yeah, synopsis. (laughs) <laughs> this is like the quickest one ever. Yeah, is there a different? No, I'm not going to read that whole fucking thing. No way. Uh, a VHS recording on a TV Halloween special from 1987. Whatever. I'm not reading the other one. The other one's like 10 times longer. Um, Thoughts on WNUF. Now, was this the first time watched? This was the first time watched for you, JP. What about Dave? You'd seen it before. Oh, I've seen this a few times. Okay. Cool. So, JP, yeah, well, was, why don't we start a... with you? Why don't we start with you? It's the first time watch. I, I think people more or less probably know. I've reviewed this film on my channel. I've champed it so much over the years. Um, I was, I kind of saw your thoughts on this one. Um, how about you enlighten us? Yeah. So, WNUF uh, Halloween special is very special. Uh, it It's probably, in my opinion, the most realistic look at capturing 80s or any retro especially the news stuff and like the ads and stuff but just even the look and the 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 feel of the actors uh capturing 80s on you you, even the barn which we'll talk about next really just feels like a a movie that is made to with today's everything it's really hard to do 80s or any retro stuff for that matter but like the 80s always feels like an interpretation of the 80s not the actual 80s but this thing legitimately feels like it came right like you're you're almost if if you don't get later in the film and and some dialogue where you could tell like oh this isn't real obviously you would if you just show somebody like the first like 15 minutes of this i think a lot of people would think that it was real it's so well done and i can only imagine these guys making this and like filming each thing and being like oh we got something special here man this is gonna be cool <laughs> this is gonna be cool and like each one that they do like the pumpkin patch and the rk and just being like more and more proud of like what they're coming up with because it feels insanely legitimate like i was like kind of in love with it 
I'm happy to hear you say that. Oh like, man, it's also Dude. it's also clever that they continue not just the main story, but there's stories told throughout the newscast and the also like through the commercials, through like the political shit, and then through mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah, you can see all the stories happening at one time. It's pretty clever, and then they yeah, tie in like, with the ball. Everything they, mixes together. Yeah, when they talk about like the something that's happening in the mall or something and they'll be like right next to the arcade you know that yeah, yeah it's just they're it's like perfect. creating their world building and it's so cool to, to see like yeah. certain things reference other town ta- because it makes it feel like this is a real town yeah it makes it feel like you're on like you know a small kind of cable network and stuff you know it's tv 28 and shit like that and i like the fact that they played like the uh the rug commercial a couple times because if you guys ever watch your local station and stuff yeah, they always play the local commercials over, over and over and over again and that was fucking clever to put that on it wasn't just to fill in time and shit it was it was how it is you know if you were right. watching tv you would have seen that commercial a couple times and stuff and it fucking so brilliant like but it you're right so though. authentic man it does man the commercials and like right from the top man right from the beginning of the news the news anchors and shit like it is it just feels so damn real it's like someone just popped in this thing you're watching this broadcast that was recorded and it just oh my god it plays out so perfectly man i love the commercials i've heard a lot of people complain that there's way too much and stuff and i'm like you got to remember what the uh what the narrative is here man we're watching a live special that's you know first of all it's building up to the live special and shit and when you do live television you got to be careful you have to have lots of commercials you have to make sure that shit's not going to go fucking crazy and stuff so you go to commercial quite often and stuff and i think what they did with that is fantastic but the actual commercials that they create even the fake trailers and shit like the sarcophagus movie and shit like the mummy movie look fucking <laughs> phenomenal i honestly god i want i want that fucking movie made i honestly want to see right. that mummy movie that looks fantastic and i love that shit how, they made simple how commercials real from does it feel when they're like tonight's special movie on the you know what i mean like that midnight movie like yeah. it just feels like some shit you heard back in even the 90s for me oh yeah, you know I mean? yeah. but that's the thing man all the commercials feel so real because everyone's like oh you know the you know the commercials weren't funny and shit. i'm like dude we're not watching the fucking super bowl we're watching real television that's the that idea behind here you don't watch fucking funny commercials on real television maybe every once in a while and stuff like that but these commercials felt real because they had the variety there too yeah no, very rug, authentic rug commercials oh, so uh, authentic. trailers you know you have Even this the- commercial that commercial it's like what the fuck is great and, and then the monster man truck man commercial dude brilliant 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 stuff man absolutely I feel like i wonder if they mixed a couple real ones in there like some they definitely stole quotes actually from trailers well i was wondering what if what they did is they just watched a ton of actual footage from that time and oh no doubt make their own version of it which is i hope they did that because as far as i know the commercials so well. everything that they created is is their own creations so it's just done really really fucking well i i've looked they up on it people who made trailers work on that yep. from back in the day yeah i mean you got to sure. remember i mean a film like this you look at it, you go, oh crazy low budget but if you think about it in the long run there's a lot of shit going on here there's a lot of th- small things that they had to fill there's a lot of money that went into this man it's, it's there's a lot of hard work that went into it a lot of like, creativity well, well you figure there's a lot of creativity. Like each commercial is pretty much its own set. You exactly. Know I mean? so exactly. That, like even making that sarcophagus trailer and shit, it was super short. But man, right. you still had to do that. Right? I like bet, it, I bet those were probably some of that footage could have been like from student films too with the mummy. It could maybe. have been. Maybe they grabbed some, you know, some older. I don't know. I, I honestly oh, don't know. Stuff, it's you know just, what I mean? 
it's just truly incredible. And I think like, you know, for the most part, the acting in this is really good. And I, I heard one person say, I think it was years ago when I reviewed this on my channel, someone said, oh, you know, the the actual news anchor, what's his name? The guy doing the live broadcast, Frank Stewart, played by Paul, whatever. Um, they're like, oh, yeah, he was fucking terrible and stuff. And I'm like, he's he kept, amazing. But I'm like, no, he was actually fucking amazing because they're like, no, he was fucking up his lines. And I'm like, mother, like, are you not realizing what you're watching here? It's Ooh, supposed it's, to be done. Thing I've ever heard. It's supposed to be done on live television. Now, we it doesn't matter who you are. You're going to fumble words every once in a while and stuff. It's left in there because it's supposed to be live. Right, it's and not also him fucking the people up his he lines. interviews are fucking him up, especially when he asks all those people about ghosts, Ex- and they're like, "Well, my grandma," and then he's like, "Okay, exactly, okay. <laughs> like, exactly." Perfect. That's why it comes yeah. off so he's authentic. Awesome, it's super authentic, man. And he has the great. Right. They, it's a great look for him. He's got a great voice. He's got a great demeanor. He's got a great delivery. Everything, he's the heart man. And soul of this movie. It's really, really good. There's a really few good, moments man. where they break like the seriousness of it, like the reality of what they're trying to do. You know what I mean? Like oh, stuff that just wouldn't happen or be said somebody died in this house yeah just like stuff like that but it's it's okay because you're already so far into i don't mind those parts i don't mind the parts when he goes around the crowd and he's like you know what do you think about this and stuff and he's like well if there is ghosts here i know who to call and he's like who's that and he's like ghostbusters and like you got to remember this is seems legit to me no that 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 that's just saying the scene with the vampire where he's like somebody died in this house and they focus on him long they probably wouldn't have focused on him that long Right. Well, yeah. see, see the thing but I like about that that cares? joke right there. This is 1987. Ghostbusters came out in 1984. Right. I mean, that's Ghostbusters why, was relatively still and fresh in people's minds. Like it made a lot of sense to make that joke and stuff, right? But yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, you yeah, know, yeah, actually, the one that. That was great. The one person in this film, man, the other the other journalist, the other reporter, the female one that would was doing like the um the doctor stuff and like the other kind of stories that were going on. Man, she is brilliant. Like super authentic man like it actually feels like she's a real fucking journalist like she's spitting her lines so perfectly and shit like just phenomenal really really mm-hmm. phenomenal man great shit great shit but <laughs> and even like all the little like it, just the design of the whole from start to finish like what they're gonna show like mm-hmm. when they're gonna show it yeah. like how it starts off with like a couple commercials and then each time you go back to the news it's like the the little intro and then the halloween tips like for you know trick-or-treating and stuff like yeah. like that yeah. that seems like something you would see on the news that night oh the candy and the candy trade-off too right you know you, the candy every- trade-off for the dentist thing and they yeah. do a little story and they're like you know his worst fear is trick-or-treating oh, or something <laughs> you know what i mean and yeah. it's <clears throat> just the design like of what the filmmakers shown when they sh- showed it you know throughout the whole thing when they cut to commercials it feels just perfect in in its timing absolutely absolutely man I, I think you know i mean again i've heard people say you know like the the end of this movie was fucking awful and shit and i'm like man i don't think you watch the same movie as me man i think well, it's actually quite want? brilliant August underground no i think it's right. quite brilliant yeah. how they, the fuck do they, want? they introduce exactly, these characters man. throughout the broadcast and stuff and it's not a focus you know it is this and that and shit it's there because that's what the news do they you know, they report on certain things, right? And like, just how it goes down. And there's, there's a lot of shit being said there too. Like, I don't want to give anything away. Cause I feel like there's a lot of people haven't seen this. I don't, really don't want to spoil this shit, but there's a lot of things that are happening in that third act that are really, really brilliant. 
really they brilliant set in the narrative. Up. Everything's set Every, up and told. You exactly. showed you before it happens. Like, yeah, I mean, there's lots of stuff going on in that town. You can tell. Like, I, I even time. think it's funny with the political <clears throat> campaign shit, where like right. they're fast forwarding. They stop, and he's like, "I'm not." Not gonna talk about his infidelity. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's, exactly it's so good. Right yeah, so I, I love the satanic panic stuff because yeah. that was all over the place, you know, at that time, and it was it was so like when they start showing all the uh you know the graffiti in the town and the one politician talks about it and even the way he's talking about it sounds like some shit that because we all know that like the satanic panic was completely overblown and there there was no sacrifices happening at a dramatic rate and stuff like that like that shit was all fake and overblown kind of like big time qon bullshit happening now where people are like oh my god it's qons everywhere yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, like all these people in spirit everybody thinks like they're the ones who are going to find it if it's happening. Like, I know, you know, I know. You know, the screening process on these uh, these cable companies, right? Not really the greatest. Like, our main rules, white line sucks. <laughs> no, but I love how he keeps Fucking trying amazing. to lead. Like, because he's got to keep trying to save the show. He's like, all right, we're not going to go upstairs now. We're going to come back later and see what's happening. Right, right. Like, it, well, because they had to make up the time, right? They were broadcasting for so long. They needed to do this. So you got to fill yeah, on that time, yeah. right? It's it's great, man. It's really, And really I like great. the ghost hunters, too. That one part's really great. That would Oh, it's like Ed and the rain warren yeah, it is he's like i think that's what like, it's a you play have a nice on right? pussy that's a nice pussy and he's like yeah she does and like he corrects himself before he finishes the sentence right right yeah yeah but that's yeah, the does. part oh. that i was talking about where it kind of breaks like like what feels real to to be a movie is like that part right there but i still liked it i'm like okay with it it's like whatever it's it's fun but uh the uh yeah they're definitely the warrens right i mean oh yeah. absolutely yeah yeah, they look more like the real Warrens than uh, fucking people from the country. The movie Warrens, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, we got Patrick Wilson and it. fucking. It. It's like okay, dude. Yeah. I love when they show like the killer or the dude like Ted Sheets who killed his girlfriend. I'm like, yeah, Ted that guy. Sheets. That yeah. guy definitely killed his girlfriend. Stanzi. They had Stanzi and Officer Bookwalter. They yeah. had a bunch of shout outs to independent directors. Yeah, all the shot on Empty video guys, guys that JP seems to hate. Yep, what? every single one of them. Like, I'm like, that's amazing <laughs> that they use that name, man. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they should have asked about Zombie Bloodbath 2 Rage of the Undead. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um it's it's uh it's short too, man. An hour twenty three minutes. I love I just loved everything about it. Yeah, dude. It was dude. like this I don't is, know who watches this and do- and doesn't just look at it in awe. This is why this has become a staple for me, man. It's just it's so incredible. I would love to throw this on. You know, just throw this on for somebody and who didn't know anything about it and be like, yo, man, I'm just going to watch this old tape. Like, to pretend you're actually thrown in a tape kind of thing and, you know, check this, this out. It's a man. true independent movie, too, man. Yeah, like, dude. This director worked at, like, Camp Motion. Chris LaMartina, he used to go to Wasteland all the time. He's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah That's cool, man. He also that's made cool. Fall Girl of Cthulhu and shit. Yeah, he wrote that, didn't he? Good. Yeah. He directed it. Oh, did he direct it? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, oh, he's, he got, he's been doing shit forever. He's done a bunch of older movies, too, like from uh, Camp Motion and stuff. Holy so, fuck. Yeah. Faces, Shalock. Oh, I didn't eat. President's Day, all which, that stuff. Which is um, a really cool. Yeah, he's got lots of cool stuff. <clears throat> Man, President's Day, fucking cool duder in that movie. So funny. Um, which is Bruce actually pretty fun. Which Isn't he in that one, too? 
Yeah. Doesn't even have a part in that I one think too. He's in that one. Yeah, yeah. man. Uh, Call Girl of Cthulhu, which I reviewed, I think last year on my Thirty One Days. I've actually reviewed every one of his movies. It's <laughs> <That was> crazy. <laughs> like every one of That's these. That's funny. Faces I even did that one. Wow. I did that one too. Yeah. I, I don't think I've seen uh, President State though, but I have it. Uh, it's so fun. It's actually legitimately good, man. He, he gets props, dude. He gets props. Yeah. yeah. He's good. So, so let me uh, give you guys a, a little update here. So, uh, in 2018. Uh, which, which is what this came out in 13. Yeah. So quite a few years after, uh, you know, the first one came out, um, the director, Chris LaMartina, uh, put up a GoFundMe and it ended up, ra- he had a $50,000 goal. It ended up raising $33,652, which is, you know, pretty decent. It's over half of the goal. Um, he actually just gave an update back in september so you know a month ago and he says hey gang hope everyone everyone's doing good during these wild times here's a fall 2020 update on the status of the sequel like most film productions the covid19 pandemic has complicated our production schedule significantly we lost about 15 days of shooting that requires scenes with crowds and multiple characters on screen that can't safely Uh, be filmed until after the pandemic is calmed or there is a vaccine. There's no way I'm risking someone's safety for a micro-budget horror film. Sorry, not sorry. That being said, we've been doing everything that we can to keep the film active and on track. We've done plenty of socially distanced shoots with minimal crew for all the scenes possible and have been editing everything as we go so that as soon as we can fill the remaining scenes, the remaining uh, post-production will be swift. While this isn't how I imagine making the sequel, we're kicking ass and getting some some great stuff under the incredible circumstances. The current goal is to have the film out in fall 2021. But to be clear, if COVID, COVID still is disrupting life in spring 2021, we'll have to revisit the timeline. Also, if you have donated, make sure to send your name, email, and mailing address to sequel at gmail.com. This is how... We're keeping tracking. I guess that doesn't matter so much. So yeah, update, which is pretty cool. I didn't even know they were doing a sequel. Mm-hmm. I thought it. Yeah, uh, I, I thought it had failed like miserably for the um, the campaign or whatever. But that's good to hear an update on that. I didn't realize they were going through with it. I should have went with just trying to get twenty thousand, and then when you hit that, like you would have been in demand and other things. You know what I mean? You would have got yeah. benefited more if you want yeah. fifty, put twenty. Well, it, it, I'm sure. See, the thing about getting thirty three thousand, right, <clears throat> is you can then take that to investors and look. We already have this. Yeah. If you can add this to it, then we can make this movie, and you yeah, have a yeah, good chance sure. of getting your money back. When you just go to try to get fifty thousand, it doesn't really work. When no. it shows that there's an interest, you know what I mean. But I, I, dude, I, I'm not joking, dude. Like I love this movie. It's, it's a great super movie. Good. I, I told, I called Carly about it immediately, and I was like, dude, you need to watch this. Funny thing enough, we do a uh, Halloween pot. Uh, I did watch it on Shutter. Uh, we do a Halloween, uh, you know, mo- movie marathon uh, every October, and we each pick a film that we try to go with something nobody's seen. That's amazing. That's funny. That like the greatest movie ever but you know it chances are you're not gonna hit that mark and funny enough austin actually picked this but 
I he p- saw that I posted that I watched it, and then he's like, "Fuck, now I gotta find something else." This would have actually been a tremendous pick had I not watched it. So he probably would have won the night if he picked it. Crazy, but yeah. It's so cool, man. I mean, I, I don't know what the general consensus is about this. It's like, I, I for the most part, I feel like I've heard everybody say positive things about it. But Moods was mentioning some people were bitching. So, I oh think yeah, man, it doesn't matter it. what I review. I always get people, oh, this is fucking terrible, low budget shit. Doesn't feel authentic. <laughs> yep. It's fucking garbage. The fucking ends garbage. Like it just never ends, man. But it, you know, it is what it, it is, man. It feels <clears> like <throat> a good creepy, like what your news thing would do dude. i don't think people are paying attention to how well i don't i don't think people are paying attention to the narrative like how well it's created the construction of it is is really brilliant man cheesy as hell but legit that's how news stations are man they're out there like hope you have a very happy halloween and don't let the bed bugs bite but that's why that's that's why it works so well that's why it works so well because it's like this tv 28 local fucking station doing their cheesy ass shit and you know like hey we have this haunted house let's go do that like it's so perfect man it's absolutely perfect i think it's executed history too it yeah man it's It's just the defalco story though and and obviously like yeah the like Never in a million years would this happen on live TV, and and you know that once they saw a Dead Cat, they would have cut the program. But it's a fucking movie. Who cares? I don't know. Unless they thought, it, unless they thought it was a prank, maybe. But you know, I don't know, man. They're but it doesn't matter. Well, they would have had to have think a, it was you know something. Somebody was doing something fucked up there because um, I I don't want to give too much away. But yeah, got it. But uh, you know, I, I think. You know, because Ghost Watch is kind of like this, and that movie's really cool too. But I think that uh, I think this found footage format with the like authentic, mm. you know, m- trying to make it authentic. It doesn't matter if you, you buy it, right? That that's an old argument that was only used for Blair Witch. You're not, you don't need to buy <laughs> anything in 2020. You're not supposed to really think the footage is real. But, but what's cool about it is it fucking feels really real. You know, like all yeah, the stuff yeah. is super authentic. So it makes you into the story. And it's a simple story, yet it's effective because it makes sense for the time. And it, you know, the reveal and stuff is set up throughout the film really well. I think it's, I think it's pretty brilliant. Like for an independent film, this is, this is the grand slam. This is what you hope to create is something special like this. I agree. I love the end too, man. You know, it's just like no credits, just takes right. over. And it just take play, you know, stop or whatever, blue yeah. screen. Yeah, it's cool. It's uh, awesome. Have you watched Nor No Roy the Curse yet? No. Yeah, uh, I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. It's great. JP, you should watch it for 2005. It's on Shutter. Yeah, it's uh, it's, oh, it's I was thinking about not it's watching a, it even though we have a podcast for it. Of course I'm going to oh, watch it. Dude, yeah, it's it's a talk tenor. It's really good. Potential it's, it's talk tenor. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's fucking great. It's and really if you like that style. Like two hours? JP, I reviewed yeah. it on the podcast here one time. It, it's yeah, I know. I remember it get, when it got in cuz Shutter was doing this thing a while back where they were putting stuff up there that was like pretty much unavailable anywhere else mm-hmm. and that was like that Ghostwatch was uh two of the titles. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see Agfa release um, <clears throat> Ghostwatch. Right, right. I'm surprised that it doesn't have a Region 1 release yet. It's crazy. Yeah. But uh, you guys got anything else on this? I'm good. Not unless we want to go into spoilers. But no, I think I think we're good with that, man. I mean, yo. Um, 
I think it's my go first. Uh, WNUF, I mean, f- people that have followed me for years know I've been championing this one forever. I even I know I've me- even mentioned this to you before, JP, about watching this shit, and of course you don't listen to me. Um, <laughs> it takes people to pay you to watch fucking movies, apparently. But uh, yeah, no, this one is just, it's just so much fun, man. It just looks so authentic. Everything, I mean, really, the only weak part in the film, I think, is um the producer's acting while she's in the van but at the same time i always try to explain it away a little bit because when she gets on screen she's like oh no we got to go to commercial and stuff you know she's not a she's not a reporter she's not a journalist and stuff right she's the producer she's not meant to you know you know play that type of part you know talk like a fucking reporter and stuff like that so i can see why she would come off being a little bit awkward which she does play it awkward so maybe her acting is really good and it just comes off being bad i don't know but that's really the only, you know, kind of thing that I would notice about this movie. But uh, everything else is just fantastic from the trailers to the commercials to just the realism of, you know, small kind of cable television shit. And that's what this is all about. It's great, man. Um, nine and a half out of ten. It's great. Am I up on this one? Dave. Yeah, I, re- I really like it, too. Um, I hadn't seen it since for, for a few years now, but I mean, it's, it's pretty much perfect for what it is i'm, I'm gonna give it an eight and a half i, I could go higher next time i watch it damn it'll be higher now crazy no i mean i i mean it's great but also it, it is what it is you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's limited yeah i mean I, there's nothing wrong with it honestly as far as independent filmmaking i should probably bump graveyard ship down to an eight and a half as well but <laughs> you know i'll give this an eight and a half for sure i, I really like it could go up higher you know as always um all right, yeah, I mean, I loved it. I thought it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And that's not even a exaggeration. Like it was literally the whole every I was waiting on like on the edge of my seat to see what the next commercial or something was, and I was just fascinated with like how they made it look so authentic in terms of clothing and like even the cars in the background and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then also um acting, but also the way it looks like it looks like, like this film like i don't know what they shoot did they fucking shoot this on like a vhs camera or something like what did they shoot it on how they make it look like that you guys know that, that was probably shot on tape i imagine yeah that i, mean, I would assume i would assume to get that type of authentic uh, you know authentic look man definitely shoot it on uh on video but yeah yeah and, and <clears throat> so i'm i'm thinking about that and i'm like dude how many movies have i seen like that are set in the 80s like even it chapter two right Mm -hmm. it's set in the 80s it actually doesn't feel like you're watching a movie from the 80s you know what i mean like if you look at friday the 13th part five or something it looks nothing like that they are not acting anything like that because it's really hard to capture how someone moved and talked and and just looked in in that time even in modern day it's just really hard to recreate that authentically um it's you know, even like Stranger Things and stuff, right? Like, it doesn't actually look like the '80s. It just reminds us of the '80s, well, which the music is cool. suggests it's the '80s. Uh, it's right. the synth music, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, this like legitimately looks like it was made in 1987 at times. It's like crazy. So it was just mad impressive. Uh, it's one of the, it's one of the coolest things that I've seen in, in a few years. You know what I mean? Just in terms of like, wow, I, I really like that. That was so entertaining and and it made me happy like it made me happy that somebody made this it made me happy that somebody made something 
you know, so with, I assume like very little money and made something this cool. It's inspiring. It makes you want to like root for this person and stuff like that. So it's, it kind of, you know, it, it, it's one of those reasons why I've always loved doing podcasts and being in this community and stuff. Cause every once in a while you see stuff that really like blows you away. So I'm giving it a nine. I think it's, I think it's amazing. Cool. And that is WNUF Halloween special from 2013. Meet Sam, Josh, Michelle, Russell, Chris, and Nikki as they embark on a Halloween night they'll never forget. The Barn. The legend of the barn isn't just a campfire story anymore. It's something far worse. <laughs> the barn. All right, guys. Moving into the last film here on the viewer's choice episode. Uh, from 2016, we have The Bar, ju- directed by Justin M. Seaman. <laughs> I wonder if that's his real name. Yeah, I'm sure it's his real name. (laughs) Just having that last name Seaman is just like, wow, that's just pure ammo, right? In the the Navy, they actually call you Seaman, right? And before it? Yeah. My cousin, his name was, last name was Berger. So his name was Seaman Berger. (laughs) Seaman Berger. Over here and swap the deck. Exactly. My cousin, my other cousin told me that. That's amazing. My my, my, uh, great. Yeah, my great grandfather's name was Gaylord, and I was like, "Oh, oh man, dude, I'm so glad that didn't continue." It's a tough because his son's name's Gaylord. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, but uh, Justin Seaman, he actually, you know, he directed obviously The Barn here, and then he did um, a film that we actually, well, he did a segment in a film that we mentioned earlier, Volumes of Blood, uh, which you know, um, I guess horror stories. That must have been the sequel. Is that the second one? I'm not 100, percent but he and, runs that company, doesn't he? The um, Scream Team releasing. I believe so. Yeah, and he also did um, the segment in 1031. Also, I haven't seen the the sequel to 1031. Have you seen either one, Dave? I've seen the first one. The second one, I actually has. Um, yeah, it's been released too on DVD and Blu-ray, so yeah. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, uh, this guy, the director, he he lives 17 minutes from where I work. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I, I actually really like the company Scream Team releasing. Man, they they put out a lot of really cool stuff. Your favorite close calls. I honestly, dude, I really do like. But they've they've released. I I mean, they have a couple deads or a couple deads, a couple duds in there and stuff like Bong of the Bong of the Living Dead, which was horrible. It was okay. I didn't care for it. I didn't think it was funny at all. But I didn't um, think it was funny. I thought the drama worked, and I thought the comedy fell flat. Yeah, yeah, the comedy, and that's the problem because I think with a title like Bong of the Living Dead, it just screams like it should be super. I don't know. But anyways, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's comedy, man. The That's comedy, comedy is so subjective. Like, I didn't find it funny either, but I thought the drama was good. All right. So, The Barn from 2016 synopsis in it's Halloween 1989. Best friends Sam and Josh. Oh my God, this thing's so long. Sam and Josh are trying to enjoy what's left of their final devil's night before graduating high school. But trouble arises when the two pals and a group of friends take a detour on their way to a rock concert, finding an abandoned barn and awaking the evil inside. Now it's up to Sam and Josh to find a way to protect their friends and defeat the creatures that lurk within. You got it. The barn. Crazy. Wow, I actually read that pretty good. Um, Thoughts on the barn. Uh, JP, 
let's start with you because I know you haven't seen this one before again. So, um, yeah, this was one that I remember in the year that it came out. It was doing like some local drive-ins. Uh, it was screening there, and uh, yeah. it was like you know Pittsburgh-based horror. So that's pretty cool. I never actually ended up seeing it though. Um, I remember you had it on one of your top 10 lists and uh, mm-hmm. I'd heard like mixed things. Like some people I heard really liked it. And then other people I heard didn't like, I think Dave Z hates it. Well, you know, this movie um, to me is like WNUF. It's the same thing. I mean, I've heard people say they didn't really like it at all. And then, you know, the barn's the same thing. I mean, this, these low budget independent films, man, that's consensus you're going to get, man. But yeah, it doesn't surprise <laughs> me. Dave didn't like it, but you know, judging by the artwork, he should probably have a higher rating right by his system <laughs> it does have good artwork it does uh yeah so uh, um i liked it i didn't love it i thought it was i thought it was pretty cool i, I like the little mythology that they set up with the the three um villains uh i almost wish there was a little bit more to it though uh i think that okay what do you mean okay what do you mean because i actually think the mythology and and the story i mean they create a lot of story here i mean we're not looking for character development here it's not about the characters it's about Mm -hmm. the mythology and the characters within you know the three characters that we played in the beginning of uh, this podcast you know the the miner the boogeyman you know hollow jack I, and of course the scarecrow they try to do some character development with the kids they try you know a little right. bit but i mean like i said i'm not i didn't say they're not doing that but it's not really the main focus i think the main focus is about these characters and what they are about and stuff i would and I say think the main success rate is in the monsters yeah for sure yeah i think that's probably the heart and soul of the movie absolutely i i, th- I think making a more of like you know because they do have cool little you know, it's like a cool little backstory and, and it, the designs are cool and stuff like that. But I feel like they're kind of just eventually just transition into slasher killers. You know what I mean? Like the, it, I almost wish they were like almost like bosses in a, in a video game or something like each one you had to take out in a different way type thing or I something. I think they did it with the pumpkin guy. Well, I think yeah, like yeah. The other yeah. two kind of go into the background, but yeah. they kind of do, though. I mean, in a sense, they are. I mean, if you want to put it slasher killers, but their job is to, you know, obtain flesh to bring it back to, to hell. So they have to kill somehow. I mean, their goal is to, to kill. Right. Right. So, I mean, it's there. It's explained away and stuff. And I, I think it's really fucking cool, man. The backstories that they give him, like the miner, like why he's the mine, what the boogeyman's the miner and shit. Cause you, you know, he's digging that pathway from hell to earth. And, you know, that was the pathway that they were going to, you know, feed hell with the, with the flesh and stuff. And, and like hollow jack man with the fucking like he how he can use every pumpkin around the ways that's great to yeah, see glowing eyes too to the, glowing eyes. the glowing eyes and he could use these pumpkins to see everywhere so his eyes are literally everywhere and then you know the scarecrow was protecting the crops and shit like it's just it's really cool that they took the time to actually put this in there and i think the the actual monster characters are the the look and the design of them are actually pretty fucking cool i think the effects are not that no, bad on him you know, I, I think, think it's, that's great, and I think the the, the music's really good too. Oh, dude, the music's fucking great, dude. The music is so fun, and it's all original too. And I think that's one thing that people kind of forget in this film too is that it's original music for it. And it's just, it's, it's fantastic, man. It's that perfect like kind of eighties, you know, hair metal slash synth music and stuff. But it's really, really fantastic. The score is great, really. Great. I, I do have a major problem with this movie. What's that? Um, What's that? 
and and I don't think I, I've done I've said this kind of stuff with other movies before, but it's either the writing and the dialogue is very poor or the director was giving these actors direction that they needed to act like they were in an 80s movie and it came across disingenuine or the actors don't know what an 80s movie character acts like instead of just them acting normal they always all overact and they seem very weird and they don't deliver their lines and hmm. none of them seem to make any sense and the acting's piss poor when Artie Lehman is the best actor in the movie I actually completely stop. disagree I think the two leads Josh and Sam are actually not bad I mean I mean I think the one main lead is probably one of the least favorite performances I've ever seen uh I think Josh is fine <laughs> I think Josh I actually agree I or disagree I think Josh is actually really I, I like him as a character man because I you like know, the blonde character is much better but the dark-haired one I feel like his line delivery is weird and it sounds like he's I like the a friend a lot more than the lead me too I think the lead sucks I don't think so, man. I, I really I, do. I honestly I like the character a lot. I like the fact that he's got the rules and shit. I really don't think the acting's that bad, to be honest, at all, man. I mean, I, the I, rules are good, but that's not his acting. No, I know, but I'm just saying, I mean, that character is up. But I, I don't think his delivery, like, the way he's acting and shit is actually that bad at all. I really don't. It sounded don't. like he was reading lines to me. He had no inflection in his voice. He had no facial movements. He didn't have any tics or any um, small little moments. Mm. It just, not to me. Like, again, I pay attention to those things. Again, I didn't notice anything. Again, like, I mean, when it comes to independent films, man, I don't look at acting overly that bad. Like, I don't think it was, you know, I mean, obviously I'm noticing if it's good or bad and stuff. I don't, didn't really have a problem with it. I mean, it's supposed to be the way it is, and I think it's executed the way it's supposed to be, too. I mean, you like it or you don't, I guess, right? I mean, I think, I think the worst actress, I think the worst acting in the movie is Leanna Quigley, to be honest. Like, she hams up her, her little cameo so <laughs> fucking bad, it's horrible. Ari Lehman Ari does a great Lehman job as Dr. Rock. Chris I mean, Jason did, like, a great job. Yeah, Ari Lehman's Dr. Rock. I said he did a very good job. He did a great job. Well, he's he, got he one of the, the funnest parts. He knew what to act like, and he, he nailed it. That's what you do. The the other people, I don't feel, like, understood But I don't think that these doing. characters need to... I mean, I mean, the film is set in the 80s, like, 89 kind of thing, but... Is it, it necessary that like they act? All, though. I think the aesthetic looks like it. I think that the characters don't feel like they're from that time, and I don't think they act like it. I don't know what like what is a character supposed to feel like acting from that period because I, I think, think the aesthetic that they is, need is to very act normal instead of cartoons. I think that yeah. would help. Like the one guy's like, "That's so bogus." I'm like, Get "The fuck out of here, dude!" Like I feel like it could have just been act set weird. in present day, and it would have felt exactly the same to me. But don't you feel like they are like trying to act like a little bit weird? So it just kind of nope. fucks and makes it seem weird no, to I me. Actually, yeah, I actually don't. I, do. I don't I think like anyone's trying to ham it up at all. I think they're just not the greatest actors, you know. And I, I don't I think, think they're, they're trying, trying to act. Like act. What's that? I think they're trying to act like an eighties movie, and they don't understand the source material. I bet. I bet most of these people in this movie aren't like film fanatics. They don't fucking watch a lot of movies. I mean, yeah, I guess it's all in. I guess it's all in how you interpret it, right? Like, because I never, I see, I don't, I don't look at, I don't, I just don't see shit like that at all. Like, I don't look at these these actors and be like, oh, I don't think they're horror fans and stuff. So they, I mean, it's almost like saying like, you know, these guys don't watch; they're not big horror fans, so they they shouldn't really be in this shit because they don't really know well, what the fuck I'm they're doing. No, no, no. I'm just saying when you make a, a distinct reference point to a movie, that'd be like if you were on set and I was like, all right, you know, the crazy guy in Hell of the Living Dead, how he has those big eyes and he's putting on the backwards hat and he's going bonkers. I want you to act like that. You'd be like, okay, I got it. But if I tell JP that he needs to act like Warren Oates from Dillinger, he's gonna be like, I don't fucking know what that is. I don't know who Dillinger is. I, I'm not gonna be able to do. You see, the thing is, I just and don't feel like kind of going on. I just don't feel like Seaman. He said to him, he's like, "Yo, man, you guys need to act like you're from you know this period. I like, do. You, you can still act like, like you're. You know, I mean, it's more in dialogue too. I mean, saying the word 
bogus and shit obviously that's from that's very late 80s and shit that people don't say fucking bogus anymore so but i mean in general i mean i think a lot of the characters man i mean i i just don't see any difference in, maybe the dialogue's just really poor poor for I, them and it's hard to come across i'm just not normal. seeing it yeah I'm, I'm just not seeing a difference in it at all i i don't know but but again you know going back to the acting i'd never really focused too much on that shit man it's more I mean, this movie, again, has everything that I love. I love great aesthetic, man. I love the the Halloween feel. This movie is fucking fantastic, man. There's so I much like Halloween to it, man. It looks mm-hmm. good. It has that, you know, that old school kind of fucking, you know, um, it has that look to the to the film. I mean, it's obviously done a little bit digitally and stuff, right? But at least it kind of looks like it's a throwback and stuff. But the music really, really brings it out, It's definitely washed out, too. It's definitely mm-hmm. washed out, man. They did a good job, you know, kind of doing the color correction, you know, downwards, I guess. It's almost like a decorrection in a sense, right? But the music fits perfectly, which is in its original. So you got to remember that. And, uh, you know, the monsters are great. And I, I love the mythology. And I think the gore effects are really good, too, man. I mean, when it comes down to acting, that's one of the least things I ever look at. If I'm, if I'm, doing it if if we were talking about like an exorcist film some big budget type of film and i think the acting at that point because you're hiring these bigger budget guys i mean really what do these guys do they're not professional actors so um, Uh, i don't uh, like i said you don't need a professional actor to come across convincing to me I, I but that's also coming Dave from, and but that's at the same time. But that's also coming from somebody that you know you do acting too. I mean, you're not technically considered a professional actor, but no, you do no, well. No. But you do well too. But I understand where exactly where you're coming from. I just never focused on that for some reason. But I don't know why. I just I, I look at lower budget films and I, I just kind of take it for what it is and what you can do. I mean, let's face it. We've said this a million times. If you have low budget film, and you know you're not going to have these type of actors. I mean, sometimes you can have good ones in there and stuff like that, but. You are going to get sure most. They were believing what they were saying. You know what Here, I mean? Okay, I understand. Saying. I understand sure what you're they saying. Are. I get what you're saying completely from that too. And you may be right. Maybe these guys are not fans of the material that they're supposed to be technically imitating because this is a throwback '80s type film, right? So if they're not familiar with yeah. the films that are coming out that time and, and you know that the aesthetic or I mean, if, if they're exactly trying to impersonate something they don't know anything about, it's going to be hard. For okay, them. I mean your point is totally valid, I, and I get that. I yeah, it could just be the dialogue though. Maybe I just don't like the dialogue. Like if you said, you know, talk, you know, talk like somebody from uh, 1600s Salem or something, but you have, but you don't know anything about that. You're not going to be no. able to talk like no, that. No, no, I'm fucked. That, that's what I need to do research. I kind of, you know, it's, it's a good, it's a good point, right? Because if you ask me to talk like somebody from 1600s uh, Salem, Massachusetts, I mean, I'd be like, what the fuck, dude? First of all, I'm Canadian. I don't even know how to fuck it. I don't know how to do any type of Eastern fucking accent. I don't even know how to do a Canadian accent, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. But you're right, though. I, I wouldn't have a fucking I, clue. And it is true, though, because you ever watch like older films, like even American films from like the like the 30s and 40s and shit? Don't you feel like a lot of these guys are talking like they fucking have these weird accents and shit, but it's like totally American? Yeah, the, totally. Yeah, there's it's fucking a different. It's there's a different dialect. Then. There's a different dialect and a different approach to, you know, in different times and shit like that. So that boy's got spunk. You Just look I mean? at WNUF. That's a low budget movie, and the acting's fucking phenomenal. And right. and um, that guy Frank Stewart had his his mannerisms and his timing down, just like a reporter from the eighties. I also think in that movie though too, these people are playing like straightforward type people. Like they're not using a lot of lingo from those times and shit like that. Except for the only time you really even see that WNUF is, you know, when the when the dude makes the Ghostbusters reference and stuff. I mean, these guys are pretty straightforward. They're well, that's how people act. They don't act like they're. That's. The, I wish the actors in this one would have played it more straight. 
I think it right. would have made yeah. a major fucking difference. A lot of times when you think of like trying to recreate a past type of vibe and stuff, you just take the highlights of I'm actually what glad I don't see shit like that because that honestly this probably would have ruined it for me, but I I never look at it shit like that. I just I guess I'm so more sure like I'm more of a visual I'm more of nuts. a sound visual person too, right? If if in gore like all the type of shit, if that comes together, I'm I'm cool, man. I'm cool. So my thing with the with acting is I tend to agree with Dave and Moods. One, it doesn't really affect my enjoyment or disenjoyment of a film usually. Um, however, I do agree that like the budget doesn't matter in terms of like actors to me. I think you, I've seen literally no budget films with like phenomenal acting, so you can get good acting for, at any level. But I agree with moods like it doesn't bother me that much when the acting's bad. It, especially if it's an indie film, it just doesn't, it, it just never has. Like I grew up watching the Friday 13th films as like my favorite movies. I don't think any of the, usually any of the side characters are, are phenomenal. Um, and you know, even like super low budget shot on video stuff. Like I just acting just doesn't like it bothers Jeremy. It, it doesn't bother me. Like that doesn't always bother me. None of those movies bother me. You mentioned, uh, any of the Friday the 13th, I think they're all fine. Like, I don't remember any acting standing out to where I'm like, what the fuck? See, when I'm watching like, in it, fact, I think some of it's good. This, when, this I, I literally, I feel like nobody's playing it straight. I, feel I like, agree with that, too, though. But, I, but I, I don't, like, I but, I, but see, I would have a problem if people were trying to, like, overham it up and, and, and act bad on purpose and stuff. I think that they're just... That's the worst. Yeah, That's see, worst. I don't see that shit bothers me a little bit, too, especially in a scenario like this where the movie's not meant to be super goofy. Yeah. It's like, it's not really a comedy at all, but if you're hamming it up yeah. And you're overdoing what the characters are not supposed to be doing. It, it, yeah, it becomes a problem. I notice that shit, but I feel like these characters are not overdoing it. But in, what you're saying is they're just not believable no, in this time no, period. I, I just nothing. And like, okay. there's also some other stupid shit too. Like when the monsters actually get to the small town, why the fuck do they pass them without killing them? Right. There's That's a lot dumb. of like. And then what, what? Okay, so they knock on the door and resurrect the monsters, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, when he's like doing the cult ceremony thing, he's already expecting the monsters to be there. So the monsters come every Halloween and collect flesh. It didn't seem like that ever happened before. It only happened the one time before. But the other cult guys already waiting for the monsters to be there. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. Did he know that somebody raised the barn monsters, or is he just there? And if so, how did? You know? I feel like yeah, he, like I feel like so he must have like known, and he didn't know. He didn't know because they were like, "This is supposed to protect you." Well, it didn't protect anyone in town. They butchered hundreds of them. Like so, then he would have know the flesh. That whole part is really foggy and and sloppy. It's yeah, sloppy okay, yeah, I agree. I agree. The narrative there is a little bit fucked up and stuff. But I mean. Honestly, man, the core of it, I mean, going back to like, I don't want to ruin anything, but like just, you know, the priest and, and where it goes with him and shit like that. I mean, that shit's a little bit predictable, but at the same time, it kind of makes sense. Small town. I think, I think the aspect. strong points of this film is basically the mythology behind the characters. Agreed. The slasher elements. Agreed. Uh, the gore, the Agreed. atmosphere. And yep. all the other shit is kind of in the way for me. Like, no, a lot no, of no, stuff. no, no, absolutely. The music is so fucking. The music is great. It's yeah, one of the, I, it's probably the best thing about oh, the I movie. What you said. Did you... Yeah, no, I'm saying like all that stuff is good. I'm saying like the, the, uh, you know, this 
kid wanting to grow up and, and this one, you know, stuck in his immature ways and stuff like that. I just feel like that stuff I didn't care about I agree. at all. And it could it could be because of like the, See, maybe the I absolutely love that stuff because at, at heart, I'm still a kid, too. And I, I kind of think Me like too. that, too. I'm glad that this guy has these these values and these rules and stuff. And he lives by them and shit like that. It, it kind of makes sense. And like, what was the last time you went trick or treating? Like what age? Uh, well, I wasn't allowed after I was 13. I wasn't allowed out of the house. <laughs> I'm not joking. I was uh, 16. I went. Yeah. I went See, I, I would have loved, and that, and then, that's the other thing. When I'm watching this movie, I'm like, man, I would have loved to have been senior, 17, 18 years old, doing a trick or treating thing, and, and 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 just using their mythology, like their ideal, their ideology <clears throat> behind what they were doing and stuff, like. Okay, so we're 18 years old, and if they they say we're too old, we're gonna play a fucking trick on them, you know. And you know, I I love that aspect, man. I mean, that's a good way of looking at shit too. It's like, hey, man, give us some candy. We won't play a trick, you know, kind of thing. So you can't tell us we're too fucking old to trick or treat because there's these there's these rules here, man. We're gonna live by them. So I like that. You know, you know what I kind of think. You know how you're like saying, well, some of the acting in Friday the 13th is not that great, but you never really spend that much time with the characters or they don't have this elaborate story. And when you do, they actually right. have a pretty decent actor do it, like Crispin Glover. So mm. when I have to spend like this dramatic the turn with these two, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't care. And like, even his like thoughts were kind of muddled when he has the rules. He's like, well, we went trick or treating. It's like, well, what are these rules coming? Like, I know you explained it, but they're like, literally, they must just be from this old, they're from that old myth. But a lot of it, I never really cared. I never never believed in anything that these characters really said or, or did like I, I just don't really buy any of it like i don't like i just yeah i'm, I'm the polar opposite man. i love so I all fright, like, the fucking rules i love all that shit man like you know i just don't think they ever made me care about them because i never bought anything they were saying hmm. so therefore that whole part yeah. of the storyline like I don't care. See, I That's love these type. Of, I love these care. type of reviews because, like, I always, I'm just fascinated by other people's interpretation or like, just the way they feel about you know certain films and shit. I'm like, because I interpret it like I, I, I'm just at a so, I'm like the opposite end of the spectrum right now. You know, like I, I, everything I is that's not working for you is working for me. It's crazy. It's just so fascinating to me. But if that's been better actors. They would have won me over, or, or if they or would have been written better. But again, this this goes back acting. to close calls. I don't even know what's their acting. If they would have been written better, this goes back to close ever, calls too. You know, it's like there's the same shit. You way? had the problems with close calls. You know, you had the problem with yeah, the acting. But you, you, said, you but I, would admit that the people on close calls, like the dad and girlfriend, are just not good actors. They weren't great, but it didn't. But ruin you just it didn't give a fuck. <laughs> but it, but it didn't fucking ruin it for me. See, that's close the thing. Calls. Like, see what Jeremy. See what Jeremy like. You know, acting is such a big thing. Like the whole movie just sucks. Like he can't even pull I, anything I good out that. of it because the acting is bad. And I'm like, I don't really understand that mentality at all. Like, I understand good and bad. I just don't have a problem with these these ones at all. Well, screen there presence too. You cannot be a great actor and have screen presence or charisma or be fun to watch. Yeah, some people it, just don't even have that. No, like, a lot of these boring a lot of these too. characters don't have or these actors don't have the screen presence. But at the same time, they're not also written to have that overpowering screen presence. Also, you. You know they're just kind of there i mean well, you gotta the, make it in your character sure gotta do something gotta keep them entertained i really don't sam's problem, reading man. his lines man i'm telling you he's just reading them <laughs> i don't know i don't think so i don't think so i think, I mean, I think he's just a shy he's just a shy character and he's like you know he's a little bit of maybe he's almost a little bit embarrassed because of you know he's a grown he's almost a man you know he's like 17 18 years old and he still lives by these rules and he knows his friends you know, they might be making fun of him because of that shit. You know, I mean, let's there's, face it. There's dude. no passion in his eyes. 
he's embarrassed, dude. That's that's the There's whole no point. There's no passion in his eyes. He doesn't have any movement in his eyes when he acts. He just stares blankly. You know, when you act, when you're talking, if you have to have a dramatic scene, you know, maybe you'll move your eyebrow here a little bit, or you'll be like <laughs> have a slight smile. You, he's just not I, doing I, I, I agree with you, man. He's I, not I, doing I'm, anything. I'm his friend you. is. Said, uh, it it might not bother again as much as you. It comes down to it, man. I just don't. I, I just don't focus on that shit. I'm I'm more worried about the music cues, which are fucking phenomenal in this. Yeah, that's great. You know, that's great. The aesthetic is great. I, 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 I love like the actors, fact man. there's a lot of I Halloween in this movie. There's a lot of fucking Halloween, man. Trick or treaters, pumpkins. All the, the hoot nanny man, even the hoot nanny scene's fucking great, man. <laughs> That's great. That's a big slaughter too, man. That's insane. You know, like there's a lot of great scenes in here. I mean, we spent a lot of time focusing on the acting, which is so bizarre in an indie film to me. But I get where you're coming from, man. That's just not where I am ever coming from. I don't really care about it too much, man. I mean, I've heard people say that, like, oh fuck, I don't, I don't even know. Like Pumpkinhead, for instance, man. Acting in that movie's fucking terrible. And I'm like, what? no, exa- fucking, exactly. Who's Lance my- Hendrickson's fucking phenomenal I- in that movie. He <laughs> has emotion in his eyes. He's crying. I did. I did. I was the one that he, like, he literally, you know, when his son is wait, dying he- and shit, that's crazy. Wait, you don't, you don't like, wait, what? No, you like him. That. We all think that I think Lance, you think Lance Hendrickson's great in it, right? I think so. I think he's amazing in it. We thought you were saying he was bad. I was like, no, okay, I said I was the one that championed him. I, I've yeah, heard yeah. people say we that, are. you know, a lot of the supporting actors, like the movies just has awful acting, you know, from people. I'm some just of the using kids are probably pretty shitty. Some of the kids are not great. I agree yeah. with that. But they just, they're just cannon fodder at that point. But I'm just using an example when I look at the film. I'm like Friday the 13th, like, you know, JP says, you know, acting is not that great and stuff. I'm like, I don't think you know what? It's not like fucking, you know, winning, you know, Academy Awards here and shit like Susan Voorhees or whatever the fuck her name is. Ham. I mean, come on, dude. Like, I like she's her. not I even an actor. Though. She's there because yeah. she's got huge I mean, ass, beautiful titties. You know, it's like, I get Oh, I thought you were talking about, I, I, to Panimal Van. I oh, you're, you're talking, talking about, about Debbie Sue. I thought yeah. you were talking Debbie about. Debbie Sue. I, 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 I always fuck her name up. I'm so bad with people's names. Yeah. Everybody knows that. I'm so bad I with I literally names, thought he was talking about Betsy Palmer's tits, dude. No, are you doing? No, I'm always, I'm always talking about fucking Debbie Sue's fucking titties or whatever. Yeah, but you know what? The only scene she's really in is a sex scene, and she's fun in it, and she's got screen presence, and I like watching her. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Vic in part five is fucking great. And the guy was like, you're way out of line. He's Lee. He's doing something. He made no, a decision. I'm, I'm just using he might, the example. might be over the top, but he made, a <laughs> he, made, he made a decision and he rolled with it. I just, don't, with I just it. don't have a problem with it at all. Like That's that's the thing when it comes even to those films and stuff. I'm just like, whatever. I just, you're not supposed to be really emotionally invested in debbie sue Voorhees, you're not this no, guy right. of course, of course. you're definitely supposed to be invested in the kids in the bar you really are you're supposed to feel their friendship you're supposed to feel their connection and like i, but I you do you guys, feel the connection I, between the characters I for sure I what really I you can tell that they're no, old the, fucking i told you <laughs> fucking <laughs> sam i i don't he's so bad to me he's so boring <laughs> so boring and I don't, I'm not saying it's even his fault. It's just maybe his line delivery. Maybe it's his lines he got. No, but you were work. saying maybe you weren't flow. saying about his connection with you know with the two friends. Like you, don't, you don't think they even feel like friends and shit. Like Sam and Josh no, don't feel I, like don't fucking friends. I feel, I, like I, I feel like their connection is quite strong. I don't think he's reacting with them. I don't think he reacts when they talk. I feel like he stares. They're just each saying shit like two Furbies. He's just saying his lines. Like the blonde guy, he makes more facial expressions. Dude, that the is girl, such a rip, man, to say that Ari Lerman. <laughs> Ari Lerman. I'm serious. Way, Ari, on, Ari is a good actor. Fuck off. He's good in it. No, I'm he's just not. being honest. He's not a he's good, good actor at all. Like, he's good in that part as like, oh, Dr. Exactly Rock. That's exactly how those shock guys act. Dude, you know what? I wonder how his mom knew his he was going to be the first Jason. 
Shut up and go. Dude, I'm not even is... trying to be rude. Now somebody's going to hear this and be like, oh, Dave's just bad master. Like, I don't even know whose fault it was. Is it my fault? Probably. Probably your fault. But, for what? <laughs> Why well, you got named first Jason? It's probably my fault. But honestly, <laughs> oh, like, excuse me. it could be the writing for me. It could be. I think it's, it's, it's I think it's the writing and a combination of like some amateur actors, but I don't think they're working with. I don't think it's like the writing at all. I coverage. think the writing is actually coverage, pretty good because you it, notice he doesn't have any close-ups. Like he doesn't have any pauses. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't get mm-hmm. a dramatic real pause moment, does he? But even when he's listening to that old man tell him stuff, like I never bought it, right? But even in the narrative, man, when we get down to the preacher, you know, when it turns out that like you know he's fucking sold his soul to the devil and shit. Like I mean, all that shit is just. That's very 80s narrative right there. I mean, that shit was very prevalent in the 80s and stuff. And I I think a lot of that stuff actually makes a lot of sense. But whatever. It's very ambitious, too. It's very ambitious. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a movie that I love 50% of it. Like, it's a a 10 out of 10, 50% of it. The other 50% (laughs) is like a four. I'm serious. I'm serious. It's like a four. So technically, that works out to about a seven. I don't feel strongly about it. Um, no, it's because you're influenced by Dave Z. You are such a – you are influenced by Dave and how much he hates this movie. No, he, he said he didn't like it at all. He said he said he was in the middle. He said, I like it. I don't love it. I didn't even hear Dave talk. I no, first. Dave said he literally hates this movie. He said it sucks and all. No, and I'm I said, like, no, I didn't say that. No, Dave Z. I said 50% of it's – Oh, oh, oh da- no, I don't care what Dave Z. I, usually, I don't even agree I with I guess I should probably should have thrown on the Z when I said Dave. I yeah, I was like, about... I didn't say that. You just heard me not say that. <laughs> no, I always no, bug JP dude. about taking Dave Z's side on shit. I'm like, dude, no, he said he on, hated dude. this. I'm I like, fuck, man. All the time. No, I'm just using an example because he was very outspoken. He's like, the barn got picked. How the fuck did the barn get picked? That movie's fucking terrible. I'm like, man. Carly no. really likes the barn. But that's we you know, but that's the thing bit. when it comes to independent films. I feel like it's it's a separation of people all the time. It's like you either like them or you don't, right? And this is a great example of like you know me and Dave share love for a lot of films, but he hates a lot of films I fucking love too. And, and he he like and he likes a lot of films I fucking hate, right? So it's it's kind of and literally they're probably all bad, but. I, <laughs> I mean, he's a big fan of paranormal, and I mean, I shouldn't what prejudge, I? but I, I've, oh, Dave, 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 I've seen the first sorry. one, and I fucking hated the first one. So we'll see. Yeah, but dude, you're you're being hard on those before you even give them a chance, though, man. And you know what? I knew you're gonna say that, but you know what? I was being hard on King Kong, and guess what, motherfucker? I ended up really liking that. That's and true. I'm not saying I'm That's not true. going to not like these movies. I'm telling you how it is right now. I do I not like I'm paranormal like activity. Too. I'm like that too. Dude, I didn't you know me. I've changed my mind a million times on films, man. Like yeah, well, I, I've I've come and gone with films. You know, I you, like Pet Cemetery too. Rowland? Remember, I used to I champ was like, you. Did not want to do Gene Roland. I think it's at all. John Roland. I don't care. John Roland. Roll- I used to champion fucking Pet Cemetery too, and then we re- then we reviewed it on the podcast, and I was like, that movie's fucking garbage. <laughs> I hate yeah, when that happens. It's good, right? <laughs> and then all. But the irony was is that Jeremy and JP ended up liking it. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? It was weird, man, because they did not like it before kind of thing. So, hey, Well, I did not like it. I just didn't think it was like very good. But then I, I now think it's good. Mm-hmm. No brain, no pain. <laughs> but that's, that's the beauty of, of discussing films because it's just so intriguing how we like and dislike movies and why. And, you know, it, it's just it's really fascinating to me, man. It, it really is. It's crazy. It's also people though, like sometimes if you're in a bad mood, that'll fuck you up. 
or if you're like and you're like you just focus on something that you can't stop focusing on it like mm-hmm. you'll get hung up on some stuff see well, i don't do that as much as i think you do because you mention stuff like that all the time i don't really think that affects my judgment of films usually i won't lie though man i feel like i'm kind of like jeremy in, a, in an aspect with, when it comes to films because mm-hmm. like when he is watching a film and the acting's off he he can't get past it right like he really really cannot get past it. i'm not as right. bad as i'm not really as bad as him when it comes to uh this thing i'm going to say but like when it comes to really bad music in films i have a hard time focusing on the movie when the music fucking sucks and when i realize that it doesn't fit properly and it's the cues are so bad and it's just off-putting and shit like i have a hard time with the movie right but when the music's cracked man it, it fucking just it sucks me in like the blob dude it, it pulls me in i'm just like i'm fucking here man just stroke my penis more so see for me the thing that probably gets on my nerves my biggest pet peeves in film is not music like i'm not very musically inclined so i i don't notice when the music's not great i notice when it's good mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. acting doesn't really bother me mm-hmm. fucking wasted time is my pet peeve fucking uh, hate wasted time oh, i'm just i just too. start looking at my the like the the time and i'm like what are we doing here what are we doing here are we gonna do something what are we doing mm-hmm. and i'll just talk to myself i'll be like i'm like I'll be like, you fucking been sitting here for like five minutes now doing this. Are we still doing this? We still doing this? Right. Yeah. I just get mad. No, that (laughs) for sure, man. Like four, like a two hour long, like fucking like $5,000 movie. It's like two hours and 10 minutes. Like Like when you have, when you have a 15 minute conversation about uh, why you left your fucking friend behind. No, that was done for (laughs) Todd Sheets. No, that shit was pathetic. Like that was awful, dude. That was the best scene in the movie. Stop for for no reason at all for thirty seconds just to introduce like a character that's in the background. He's like, "Hey man, I'll see you later with dog stuff." <laughs> like, who's that guy? He's not coming back. Yeah, shit. I just Dude, like I can't always in one of my students' time. Like, I always feel like that. Like, I feel personally attacked whenever uh, I watch an independent film, and it's you're like, being dramatic. No, no, no. But it's they like just how I, it's how I feel, though. It's like I just think of this guy. Like not personal, caring dude. about my time at all. Like and it pisses me off. Like, bitch, I'm I'm get, I'm watching your movie. I bought your movie for you. You're making money to waste my time. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> I'm gonna put a scene in my next movie where like the the clock just stops. The actor looks at the camera and just smiles. He's like, "Hi, JP." <laughs> it's like two minutes. <laughs> Everybody's like, "What was that about?" Oh, about. Do you think this is like a stupid question, but do you think it was really conscious of uh, director Seaman to to kill the black dude off first in the film because it was set in the 80s? Because that's like a major, major trope. (laughs) Do you? I feel like that's one of those tropes that's not real. It actually is real, though, man. <laughs> Back in the day, man. it was very real in the early stuff. Like, if it you watch like, the Killer Shrews, remember the Killer Shrews? I'm not sure if it was meant to be like a joke, right? Because the black dude dies for it. Like, it's just set up like he's going to die, right? And I'm like, oh my God, seriously, doing that shit, man. But it, it made me laugh. I feel like they put that element in there as a comedic relief kind of thing. But who knows? It might have just been racist too. I don't know. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That. No, I'm joking. Obviously, I'm fucking joking. But uh, no, I just thought that was funny. So they squeezed some nudity in this one too, didn't they? Um, can't yeah, remember. I think they did. Can't they remember. A, a week ago, I can't. Remember. No, there's what? What? Where's the? Yeah, they have a sex scene in the cornfield. The boyfriend character and the girl that you probably yeah I know but do, but they, do they show her tits I don't even remember I don't know, they, I think so 
I swear they don't, but I, they might have, yeah. I've seen them. So, anything else? Um. Yeah, you know what? I think they do. I think that's actually... They huh, do show titties in there. I'm positive they do now. Yeah. Um, you got me thinking. Yeah. I thought you liked this movie, Moots. Oh, I know. Sometimes I just don't remember tits. I don't know. It was... That's weird that I just said that. Um, Why wouldn't I remember tits? I don't remember. So, uh, interesting <laughs> little tidbit about this movie is uh, the original effects guy was fired and they had to redo all the effects. Oh, I thought the effects were pretty good. Yeah. All right. I got an interesting uh, one here. Originally, the old man in the uh, dance thing, they asked Burt Reynolds to do it, but he turned the role down. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, this fucking oh, yeah, guy. Right. There is there is a uh, nude scene, but it was a body double. Oh, Nikki Dan's nude scene. Oh yes, now I remember the fuck. Okay, yeah, yeah. They used the body double. That's right. Okay, that would explain why her head wasn't in the so, fucking scene. You guys want to know about an update with the barn too? Sure. Okay, so uh, back in 2018, is it still called the Barn Two Zombie Railroad? I'm not sure. Oh. Uh, but it it was a Kickstarter, or sorry, an Indiegogo, uh, in 2018. It launched, and it was looking for $39,870, and it raised $49,894. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so the last update was given in June of this year. Uh, so it says the show must go on. Hello, everyone. Time for a long overdue update. Back before we took some time off for the holiday 2019, we got some major crowd scenes filmed at various locations, including a drive-in. All I can say is I'm so thankful we shot all the featured backer kills with Ari Lamb, First Jason, and Linnea Quigley back in September 2019 because I don't know how it would have been possible to accomplish those scenes with the set restrictions we are now facing in 2020 to keep uh, filming safe. In late February uh, 2020, we shot a music video with legendary Hucklebox for their song B-Movie that will be featured in the film and also bonus content on the disc. After that, we were able to travel, travel to a private video store called Nostalgia Video for some store scenes to kick off the last four months of filming that was the that was about two weeks before covid really set in as you all know the world took a crazy turn with the pandemic and as you may have guessed it it stopped production uh the end of the month would have been the completion of the project uh which would have been in june um Hmm. sadly this is not the case the good news is this past weekend after months away we finally got everyone back on set and slowly picking up the pieces trying to complete the film as safely as possible we are proud to introduce the newest members of the film this person this person this person and this person uh we have a very large cast in the sequel and the scheduling is probably one of the hardest parts of making the movie a lot of actors do this as a side job and depend on their real jobs to live life so they're at the mercy of our, so we are at the mercy of their availability with everyone now going back to work it will be a much slower process than it would have been pre-pandemic so please bear with us as it does look as though we will be filming throughout the remainder of the summer and possibly into the fall to try to catch up with all the time we lost the last thing i do not want to do is rush this film it, or the last thing i want I, the last thing i do not want to do is rush this film and not make 
this as great, bloody, and fun as it should be. So people have devoted – so many people have devoted countless hours to this project that I can't let them or you down. This does not mean the film will not be completed. It just means that it's not – it just means it will – will be out when we it will not be out it out junior jesus any day now my wife and i will be welcoming our second baby boy to the family and after a little husband daddy time with everyone i'll be back on set again churning out some more films and bringing you more updates i hope you you and your loved ones stay safe and healthy uh cement justin's m siemens (laughs) he just put jms but I would put AMS too. Um, good, good so yeah, the barn two still on its way. So it looks like they're shooting for you know twenty twenty one along with WNUF, which is pretty cool considering we reviewed both of them on this show. That is very odd, actually. I, I like to see when an Indiegogo project actually works and actually ends up coming out because you see a lot of them that even meet the budget and then never come out, aka Argento Sandman. Mm-hmm. It usually seems like the bigger guy's stuff that actually doesn't come out because of right. that yeah. Nightmare City didn't come out either. These guys, th- these films are coming out, guaranteed. They're coming out. Yeah, yeah. WNUF and the Barn are coming out. Yeah, unless they die. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Terrifier too. Didn't that one do crowdfunding? It's going to come out. Ah, oh, it'll probably come out. out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anything? Anybody got anything else? No, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Whose turn, Dave? Is it? Yep. Six and a half. And and, and I'll, I'll say this. You got to watch it because this could end up being like your favorite, one of your favorite Halloween movies. Like there's, I'm getting hung up on something very dumb, like that a lot of people don't even care about. So like I said, it, I could go higher, like, but I'm only comparing it to, cause I, I really like did uh, demonic toys, but it's sloppy too. So it's just like ah, six and a half, but I do really like this movie. But like I said, I got super. I get hung up on certain stuff. It's the same rating I would give close calls. You know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. No, I thought it was. I thought I liked it. I thought it was. You know, a pretty solid little indie film. I did, it didn't blow me away like N, uh, WNUF did, but I, I thought it was pretty good. I was actually expecting it to uh, not not be as good as it was because I. I heard oh, that's because I Dave Z right? and and all those guys trash it, and I'm like, ah. but like why wouldn't you? Because I was championing it, so you just immediately thought it was terrible. Who else trashed it? Well, it was it was like Dave and Alex. See, and it's funny that you go Bill that Castanelli. angle. You don't say, oh, I was expecting this movie to be well, good we, because Mood says it was good. No, no, no. You're like, no, I don't because expect it to be good at all because Dave Z said it was I shit. <laughs> I expect. I said I expected to be not as good, uh, and that's because more people trashed it. Uh, than the one person being you who didn't and we differ sometimes you know what i mean sometimes um, all the time exactly so so that's why i was and you said that i i agree with dave z more um i actually but, thought david liked this more i was a little bit shocked so but it is what it so is. Do i i honestly don't see what their big fucking like because they were kind of trashing it like it's like one of the worst movies they've seen or something i've noticed but, that sometimes like uh i only from listening to skeleton crew uh alex rates really low well i i don't think alex is a massive massive horror fan in in reality i think he just likes certain things that like, makes sense Friday 13th Psycho stuff like that you know I think he's not a yeah, like, like I I've like never Dave's talked at to him like a three out of ten it's crazy 
Like that's I remember, that's that's low. I remember talking to Alex on Married with Children, and I don't think he even watches like you know one movie a week some weeks, you know. So he's not like <laughs> big into it like we are. Um, but no, it was uh, it was pretty solid. Like the acting didn't bother me as much. I I agree that it's not great but and and you know probably a little bit of bad writing and and direction with dialogue and stuff like that i felt like it meandered a little bit with the the story and the guy family wanting him to grow up and the other friend wanting to move on and stuff i don't know i just didn't really care i was there for the other shit um and that could be because of the acting maybe i just wasn't into the characters but uh overall i mean it's it's one that i would definitely throw on rotation during october every couple years so i I give it a seven yep um oh man i fucks with the boogeyman hollow justin (laughs) oh jack and the candy corn scarecrow man i i love these characters man i love the um i love the mythology said it all man the music fucking just does it for me dude it's i'm so fucking stupid like i should have i should have worked a little bit harder to get um maybe the vinyl or the cds but that shit's all sold out man i rewatched this again yesterday and i was like man the soundtrack's got to be still available no it's not fuck i don't miss it on music very often i'm stupid but i love this one it's been in rotation ever since it came out for myself i'm one of those people that you you were talking about you know and i really don't have a lot bad things to say about it man again this is one of those films that i always find you know the spectrum is very split on this i'm fine with that i have no problems with you know people rating it a three or giving it a six and a half or a seven or whatever but for me personally man it has turned into one of my favorites i love watching this one nine for myself i stick to it i love it well i gave graveyard shift a nine that's kind of that's the same kind of boat you know what i mean Dude, I yeah. can watch it all the time. Like I love it. I it's just been one of those films like I it has all the elements I love. So, I can I can't not fuck with this, man. It's great. So, um it looks like you can still donate to the to the Indiegogo and like get the the Barn 2 Blu-ray for 35. Um really? It's limited to 1000. Yeah, it, like, like I just clicked on shipping? it. Uh yeah, uh I think I think I'm not sure. That's tempting. I should probably do it. Oh, I should. Um, I didn't realize that was still available to do that because I should fucking get on that. I team, mean, it man. looks it looks like you can like it. It allows you to click on it and then it asks you for your like payment information and I'm stuff always, like that. I'm always sketch. I mean, I feel like this movie's going to come out, but I'm like oh for four or five now on these kickstars. Every movie I donate Dude, to never I've comes never, out. I've, I've never, never received one of them. A single one yeah, ever. Which Either which by. ones are you guys missing? Uh, Gutterballs, Gutterballs two, which I know is eventually going to come to us. I know. I think I did the Stephen Burrow's going to put it one. Out. <sighs> that sucks. A Nightmare uh, City. Um, I wanted Nick Box's movies, which I never even got money back. I got nothing back on that one. Which now. one? Uh, it was one of Nick Box's movies that he was doing years ago. Had a Kickstarter. I donated a bunch of money to it, and fucking he just. He, but then he disappeared for like two years. It was kind of brutal. You um, know, the only project I donated to that actually came out was Hope's film. <laughs> that funny oh did you donate on that oh nice nice yeah nice, yeah nice. i did throw in i don't so know Brian if I, is there, got, is there, I got there names movies. in the credits on that i'm actually kind of glad i didn't donate to it just because i would have felt shitty reviewing it <laughs> but i don't know at the same time i wish i had it though it's great yeah. i always miss out on these things i'm so bad with keeping up on these kickstarters and right. campaigns and shit so 
But um, what was that, Dave? I don't remember. That was I said to Brian Pollen, I've donated his gutter. I got a lot of them. I can't remember any I didn't get. And if I didn't, I didn't get the gutter balls too, but not, they'll make up for it. No, it's not coming. It, it's it. it's coming out, man. What uh, Brian Pollen film did you donate to? I think I've donated a bunch of them, but the most recent one was Morbid Tales. Yeah, you can't really you can't really complain about. I saw a lot of people complaining about the Ryan Nicholson stuff. I'm just like, dude, dude have brain cancer, man. Stephen yeah, like, Stephen Burrow fucking ate that fucking thing too. I'm not even gonna ask him for the disc. No, I agree with that, man. Like the the dude fucking died, man. Like it's just no, silly. but he's still giving he's still giving campaign updates and stuff. Like it's I've been getting updates from um, obviously Steve must be doing the the updates for it and it's like yep it's it's in production or it's not in production it's in post production now it's coming out and stuff and I mean I was one of the very few fortunate people to actually see Gutterballs too. I know it's going to be a different cut of the movie because because of course uh, Ryan went back and reshot a bunch of stuff and because he wasn't quite happy with it and stuff. But I was fortunate enough to see the original cut, which I hope that they put on there. You know, they put that original cut on there because that'd be kind of cool. These discs but. have been ridiculous, though. The collector's editions, like, Live Feet had, like, fucking four, like, ten hours and shit on there. It's like, nobody's going to watch ten hours of yeah. Live Feet behind the scenes. It's so crazy, too, man, because actually it was a funny story about Live Feet because the uh, first time I met Ryan um, at uh, HorrorCon years ago, I'd actually reviewed Live Feed. I think it was a couple days before. And we're, we're bullshitting. And he was, like, a fan of mine. He used to comment on my videos and stuff, and I'm like, dude, he's like, man, I respect your opinion 100%. He's like, that movie was the worst shit ever to me. <laughs> he actually didn't like live feed at all. He's like, man, my experience was horrible because it turned out like nothing how I wanted it to turn out. And he's like, everything you said was proper. He's like, I respect it and shit. It was cool. So that was kind of a weird moment. But uh, we kind yeah, of built, like we built a relationship off that, man. Then we became quite close, you know, and he's, he'd always used to message me and shit. It was, it was great, man. It was great. But I miss him. He messaged me now and then. You know what I mean? And yeah. and towards the end of his life, he messaged me just, you know, out of the blue. Yeah, he would do the same thing with me. I mean, I would talk to him every I, I once in a while. I talk to him a lot, though. Yeah. Not like you, but occasionally. Yeah, I mean, I just, I always think, every time I think of live feed, I'm just like, man, it's just such a weird thing. But I don't hate live feed. I like it because it's like a Hong Kong movie, and I like those, so. Mm-hmm. I think, he, he, like, you know, it just, for him, it just didn't turn out how he wanted it to. He said there was a lot of issues with it. So many issues. But... I guess that goes without saying with a lot of independent films, right? It's like Hostel meets a Hong Kong film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Famine's the one I think I hate. Famine's a piece of junk. Famine is a tough one. The characters are so bad in that movie. That's so bad. Everything's like, bad. Oh. Some of the special effects is good. Yeah. Well, it's the best thing. Special effects are yeah. the best thing. But, um, all right. So I guess that is going to conclude episode 194 and the barn from 2016 um yeah i guess uh you guys have any last words before we get the fuck out of here um happy halloween you sons of bitches yes happy yeah, happy, happy halloween. halloween this is our halloween show i mean happy halloween uh hope everybody had a good october uh we were we you actually won't hear from us again until november until uh our 2021 first- our first show will post uh, in November. It won't be an Italian month uh, thing, but we recorded it before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the rest will be Italian Horror Month. And then episode 200. Yep. Which we haven't announced what we're doing. Nope. Witchcraft. 
<laughs> Fuck that. And the Am- Amityville Horror versus Witchcraft. We already I talked about what we're doing earlier anyways, man. We're doing the fucking Evil Bong franchise. Oh, yeah, yeah. First Ginger Dead Man, both of First them. Yeah. Dead well, that's part of it, so it goes into it. So, I think people will like what we're doing, though. It'll be cool. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun. Right. So, yeah, Italian month. Get, the, get your Italian films. Pull them all off the shelf. Get them ready because that's going to happen. Uh, pretty excited about that. It's always a fun time. I always try to watch like other Italian stuff during the month too. I, I'm a big fan of how if you watch anything, you know, use the hashtag or you know tag it with Italian Horror Month because I, I think it's actually come a long way where I actually see people who, you know, are, are not directly associated with the podcast post like Italian Horror Month on Instagram and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So that's pretty cool. And that was not a thing before we created it. So. That's absolutely That's correct, man. That's pretty correct. cool, man. Well, let's do this. Take us out. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Dave, for joining us once again. Thank you, Moods, for joining us. <laughs> Just joking. I, uh, Jeremy's not. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to say to that. <laughs> you don't have to thank Dave oh. for joining because he's going to be I here know, for the majority of shows. That. Yeah, exactly. That's why through you except the paranormal activity show, I will not be on that. Yeah, because I do not blame you. I don't blame you. Don't care. You're made of whatever you want. When my ass is sleeping and you guys are up (laughs) till fucking five in the morning, oh my god, paranormal activity on Tokyo Drift. It's got it all. Drift in it. Uh, Yeah, so check out all the crossover. By the way, it's so it's so true. Uh, follow follow us on Letterbox. The links will be down below. We'll, we'll need to put Dave's down there too. Um, I love Letterbox. It's probably the thing I want to shout out the most because it's it's just a lot of fun. I like following other people too. Um, you know, obviously, hit us up on the Facebook group page, but be careful. You know, don't 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 block moods and then comment on stuff. <laughs> um, you know, and then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just stupid right now. I don't know. Okay, you guys know all the deals. Nobody even listens to. They just like skip past Dude, this to get. All the links are down below in the description. If you have any questions, just leave a comment, man. Leave the, a comment. the thing that's stupid about that because I'll listen to to the end to see if you like did anything funny, and I'll hear Jeremy be like, "All right, just check out." Follow us, and you know, don't. And I'm just like, dude, nobody even hears what the fuck you're saying. You're talking so fast. <laughs> I'm like, if somebody actually was like, "Damn, what's their Twitter?" You know, they they wouldn't be able to hear you say it. All right, do Larry, do Larry Talbot, Wolfman series, do Larry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do Larry. Dude, every no, everybody tell Dave to do Carrie since he skipped out on the show. Do Larry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Peace out, guys. Deuces. Can you shit your pants?